and we are live hey concrete hey super sly morning okay, we called you the heavily flawed individual oh no sly is cool sly is cool. okay yeah how y'all doing i'm how good hey how was the weekend sly what's well, up with you prefer to our guest yeah i'm just chilling just happy to be here Okay. okay. <laughs> I was nervous as hell asking you for this interview. Why? Sly. I was like, is Sly gonna cuss us out? You know, um, sometimes people will disagree. What? Well, you know, we're not the most agreeable women in the space. And a lot of people will see our content, see the titles already come up with thought processes impressions and be like f the breakdown they're not here mm -hmm. to do anything but keep up mess they're feminists yeah. they're <laughs> against the men they're trying to All tear the, the men on spirit now i mean we've heard it from every which way and i think we've uh kind of received a little bit of blackballing quote unquote from the space and from certain content creators yeah and so i'm always like oh shit if i ask you know, I, I, you know, I be oh, rejected nah. just like the manosphere. Me and be rejected, and yeah. so I, me and them can relate on that level because <laughs> the niggas be rejecting us too. So, no, I, I have no ego. Um, I, you know, I, I hate to think that's my, if that's what people think of me off top. If they never got a chance to sit down and talk with me, like to me, that's bothersome because it's like I'm the most agreeable person. You know, I, there's nobody I've. Really? platforms i said no to you know oh, i i know I, I turned down one interview with uh the, the trans person i was like you know what my management is like don't do it it's not just it's not gonna it's not a good look for you but that's the only person i've, I've flat out rejected or turned down but no i I'm, i've seen you i've seen the criticisms against you guys a lot of it's emotional based and you know these guys man these guys are sexually repressed and shit at the end of the day that's what it is you know what it is, though, Super Sly? I think, like, myself and Danny, like, we have, you know, known you or at least, you know, what you present in the space for, I don't know why my, I think it's doing that, but um, we kind of uh -oh, traveled at least in the same circles for quite some time. Probably, like, six years ago, I think, is when I first came across you on O'Shea's channel. Um, and so I think that you just pulled no punches. Like you don't play no games and you're very blunt, very direct and, and just, I would say assertive, all around assertive. But I do think that a lot of people have been swayed by, you know, a lot of the negative rhetoric that's been associated with us um, because um, we are middle of the road is what I would like to call us. I think the problem is once you present a differing opinion argument against the majority or the masses, then you're a, you're a problem off the top, no matter what your argument is. So they already they're already made up in their minds. Okay, this is a problem, and I'm I'm like so after I watch you guys get on Prince Princella, I'm like, well, that just shows y'all right there whose whose side she's on for the most part. And so it should be a, a foregone conclusion at this point, you know. But people are just gonna be contrarian yeah. just to be contrarian, you know. Mm -hmm. But no, I, like I said, I, we should have had this a long time ago, but everybody's different I was directions. I so scared to ask. I literally, wow, I'd be like, man, I'm about not about it. We talked yeah. about this, la was it last year? 
Really? Uh, it was at least like at the top of this year, I think it was. It was at the top of this year. Yeah. It was at the mm-hmm. top of this year. Wow. And I to be honest, I was like, you know, I'll have like a fleeting thought and I didn't even present it to Concrete. And Concrete was like, you know who we should interview? And I was like, who? I was she was like, so I was like, girl, hell no. Nah. Uh-uh. He ain't about to be over here cursing me out. Oh, no, don't do me like that, sis. No. <laughs> what? I get a, like nowadays, I'm more apprehensive now. Now I didn't went and cursed somebody out this morning just off a of GP, yeah. and I, I I sometimes get my rocks off, and I've I've come to understand that about myself that I I like to be involved in a fuckery every now and then. I, it doesn't have to be a constant, but um the experiences that we've had in this space when it comes down to certain people, you it's like walking on eggshells, or you're you're trying to avoid walking in a minefield. Cause you're trying to avoid conflict and getting into it with people. And I be feeling like if we disagree on something, it shouldn't have to go that far. We just have different ideologies about a certain topic right. versus everything in life. I'm sure there's something that we all agree on. I'm sure it's things that we, we don't agree on, but <laughs> when people have disagreements within this space, things go to a whole different levels and that's been including and i won't say that i've ever went as far as to dox but i will curse me a nigga out i i will (laughs) and i can't say that i'm mad at that about myself either because i found my voice but that's just me listen but you know what the thing is that i like about super slide and that's kind of why i was like there are certain content creators in the space that I really rock with the fact that they're just very principled and like they'll call like and I look at it like this they'll call it out on both sides and that's what I've always enjoyed about yeah. Super Sly like he will call it out on both sides like and I'm like I really enjoy listening to content creators who even people that they're associated with and or people that are of the same camp for lack of a better term um if you full of it they're gonna call it out and i enjoy that well i appreciate that um i i'm surrounded by people that that hold me to a a standard so i have no choice it kind of just reflects in, in how i see things and approach things not that i have anything personal against anybody but you know you see what's going on in 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 the space and it's not it's not hard to pinpoint and see what the problems problems are. And it's like once you present the problems, you, you hold that mirror up to up to pe- people, they, they they turn like the vampires and <laughs> it's like you know, it is what it is. But no, I, I'm happy to hear be here, but that makes me feel bad, Sister George. If if that was your first thought, like shit, you know what this I, I don't want that for people. I mean the rumble days is the rumble days. I don't that was Did a you good hear one. how surprised I sounded on Ranch? I was like for real. you know i've had an experience here um it hasn't been all bad and i'm not gonna sit here in front and say that it's been all bad or i haven't been an active participant but it was just like oh no they they were on your necks i i I was there in the clouds it's like damn like what what all did they say again let me run it back and listen i'm just like it wasn't that bad No, you have to defend yourself. They come for you. Yeah, you clap back at them and 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 end it. I, I agree. You know. Yeah, yeah. And that's the interesting thing because they'll be like you know used against us too. And it, like what I 
come to um you know my my whole defense because they'll they look for any evidence to say that you know we're not feminine we're not we're of the sisterhood and this that and the other and i've always said like i don't deny the fact that i I think most women that are raised in westernized society where you know feminism and womanism is part of the curriculum and the conditioning are affected in some way so we acknowledge that we acknowledge the fact that, you know, we're trying to, you know, be empathetic to black men, understand their plight. Like that's our purpose in the space is, you know, trying to gain more understanding, but also trying to have conversations around these divisive topics that are, you know, keeping us in fighting. But um, like I, I, my point was that um, me personally, I feel like I'm a reflection of my husband. So when men will say things like, oh, they're masculine, look at them arguing back with men. And it's like, yeah, uh, you're, you're uh, chastising me for my response to you coming at me. But um, in being a reflection of my husband, like he's strong, he's strength, he don't play no games. And he's watched my show and told me before, like, you got to stop letting him come at you. He like, you represent me. And, you know, understanding that he can't be everywhere to protect me. He's not, you know, some omnipresent person. So um, I have to also employ some of his strength to back people up off of me. And they'll use that against us and say, you know, we're, we're masculine and all the things but I, I learned to live with it. oh well <laughs> you know um curlin used to uh tell me well initially he didn't like me arguing and fussing back and forth with people because he was like well you know you don't have to do all that it's not even that deep but i was um saying and you know kind of having to explain so i'm gonna be in this space this space is gonna come with certain aspects um and I am not a punk. I'm not, I wasn't raised like that. I was raised to, uh, I was partially raised in Brooklyn, New York. I had to fight a lot. And I was like, if I'm going to be in this space, I'm going to have to um, get at them when they come. And he was like, well, as long as you ain't starting this shit, you can end it. But just don't get be on here starting shit with everybody. You know, don't be a shit starter. Now, you know, um, I can't say that I, Every now and then, every now and then, I might just throw something out there. Every now and then, no, but. you know what it is? Is when you do clap back, it's it's so vicious. It's like, oh, this is how she. <laughs> I, I, I don't know who it was. You went after somebody. Now, you were you were defending yourself, but the way you did it, it's like oh. if a home in, home invader comes in, right? You're the victim, and then you turn it around. Now you're the aggressor. <laughs> it's like, oh well, shit. Why didn't you stop when he was? Shot at the, at the door. You, you know, you kind of lose your shit here, though. <laughs> you lose it. Like, you be like, oh, I'm going to get you for everything. You yeah, yeah, did. yeah. And the thing, um, I've been a martyr, a martyr um, in certain aspects. So I'll take a lot of people's shit. I'll take it. I'll be like, okay, okay, I see you. I'll laugh at it a little bit. Catch me on the wrong day. And I'm letting everything I thought about you, I'll let all of it go. And mm-hmm. then after that, I'm back to normal. Like, oh, you know, like, what's wrong? See, you feel the, mad about that? And, and if you walk in, walk in mid rant, it's like, God damn, why is she, why is she doing dude like, why? Yeah. It's, yeah. But I, I, I hate, I hate, if you're going to do it, do it. Scorched earth. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but I you know what? Um, the reason, uh, Danny, unless you have something else to say, I was just going to like introduce a little bit the topic. Okay. Um, so our topic were black men led astray by the red pill movement. Um, 
you know, of course, this is something that Danny and I developed. I think this was the, the actual title was Danny's idea. But we've noticed, you know, we've been in the space for a long time. We've noticed a shift with the red pill movement. We've noticed a shift with content creators. We're also just like assessing what we see from black men in this space. And we figure it's, it's high time we have a conversation about the benefits or um, you know, any kind of negative effects of the red pill movement, which is why we chose this actual title. And, you know, I think like personally, I've noticed that your content has kind of shifted. And I wanted to know, like, I know you, I, I, I'm assuming you haven't been in the manosphere. I don't, I, I'm assuming you don't consider yourself manosphere, but you haven't been in the manosphere for some time because your content is vastly different from, you know, manosphere type content. If you just scroll your page. And I just wanted to first start off by what resulted in a shift in your content. Um, for me, 2018 is when I seen the shift. Um, the money came in, um, and then people were basically incentivized to kind of spread certain rhetoric. And then it was like, okay, I thought we were here under the guise of helping men. And then once that was kind of thrown to the side, now you see everybody's true intentions. You know, it's always been about the women. Okay, that's cool. You should have said that from Jump Street or you should have said, well, you know, my a, a relationship with women is important. That had been okay, but it was like this uh, wolf, wolf in sheep's clothing type. And then I just you you see everybody kind of the the veil kind of get lifted, and you see how these guys really thought and were, were moving. It's like I can't. This is not real life for me, you know. Because I turn this off, I go outside. I see black folks, you know, hugging and kissing on each other. I see black babies and black families. Not saying you know, um, it it's not. For me, it's the norm, I guess, you know, and um, it, it it didn't add up for me. Not, you know, not 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 saying that online should be the mirror of real life, but I'm like, what's being presented online is not I, I couldn't rock with it. I was like, this ain't this ain't man shit. So I had to step away from it. What's your overall impression of the manosphere as it currently stands? <sighs> A lot of sexually inc incongruent sexual repression they're 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 cool as long as they get their turn with women so you if they don't have a shot with you it's an issue but the moment they say okay come on and it it, it all goes away you know they're all one one blow job away from coming back to the plantation basically <laughs> so we kind of jumped off into the uh overall topic kind of quickly and I wanted to kind of get a bit of your background, um, what led you to the manosphere in the first place. Um, Cause I don't think I've ever heard that story. Now I've, I've watched a, quite a bit of your content um, through the years and everything. And so I've seen you when we first got one, um, I'm not even going to say when I first got here, but I think my intro, my big intro was uh, the stuff with C Boogie back in the day. Okay. Um, so we had, that was that little thing that was going on with him, Obsidian, then you had this, uh, situation with Game Changer. And, um, I think prior to that, because I, the, what I do remember the, I think it was a viral video that you had about the women from Dubai 
And I actually saw that video before I actually got into the space. So I saw the video about Dubai. Then I ended up being in the space. And then, you know, I came across your channel. And I was like, oh, okay. Then I noticed that you were into the occult, um, the stuff with the boule. Um, and it was, you know, I'm a big, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist myself. So that was kind of right up my alley. And it, you know, when you have people that kind of confirm your thought processes about the industry and everything else, I was like, oh, yeah, this is some good shit right here. And so I want to know what led you to the manosphere in the first place. Um, actually, when I first did this posting, I was just posting my life experiences and dealings in, in the music business. I, I had no real um, goal. It was just me kind of catharsis for me. And then I, I was beefing with... <laughs> The pill. This, this is before Manosphere stuff. I was already beefing with the black, the black, uh, the conscious community long before, you know, Professor Griff and 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 the pills and Supernova Slime. So I was already knee deep in beef with those guys. And then I, I, I Professor Griff. Listen, he's a typical New York guy. <laughs> he gets on the phone. He calls me. I had a live stream <laughs> phone call, and he gets the barking, and I'm like, "All this yelling, you doing for what?" Because he accused me of putting his life in danger. Oh, wow. right. And I'm like, yeah. Them people burned your house down, but I put your life in danger. But you know what? That's another story. <laughs> so O'Shea came across one of my car videos, and um, I, that's how I kind of got ingratiated into, into that. I didn't even know that space existed, to be honest with you. I never oh, heard the term, okay. you know. So um, and then he invited me to a couple rumbles, and then people liked what they saw, and you know, and it was that was that was it from there. Okay, I never wow. knew that. Never knew that. I know that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, I do have a question since you bring up like, you know, your beef with like the conscious community and this, that, and the other. Um, what I notice is like, you know, I had never heard of the red pill movement until I came to the space. But what I notice um that my husband is conscious. Um uh, I, I I he's a revolutionary, is what I would consider him. But I say all that to say I always thought that there were parallels if you think about like red pill and what it's truly meant to be or what it's meant to mean and like the conscious community but i want i wanted to get your opinion on why you think like as it relates to you know a red pill ideology it's so strongly and pretty much strictly focused on relationships and not um you know life in general like when you think about like you should be elevating your thinking in all realms of life not just as it relates to relationships but uh, it seems like you know the the entire focus is on relationships and nothing else outside of that no i agree and i don't know how that came to be because you know we all watch the movies and stuff it's basically just being aware like you said in all facets of life um, but you know, black folk tend to uh, deify certain ideologies to, to way more than everybody else. If it sounds, you know, super lyrical and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, the third eye, the, the, the pill, and the blood, and the machine, <laughs> then people, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of easy for yeah. black folk to kind of fall into that trap and just like, okay, that's cool. Um, but it's more than that. And but I don't know who was, is responsible for making it applying it just to relationships only and that that's the worst thing i think about the red pill because it was never about you know vetting women or, or relationship-based uh philosophy if you you know if you want to go that deep with it yeah 
do you think exactly. that men are able to properly vet women um or is vetting I've, I've had this conversation with somebody recently and they were saying like there's no way to vet a woman you it, vetting is impossible what are, what are your thoughts on that? i agree that that word should be stricken from the lexicon <clears throat> you cannot really? because humans and we're just talking humans humans change motivations change inspirations change people grow people don't grow um if you grow beyond your husband and he serves you no purpose what are you going to do most people will get rid of him and vice versa yeah yeah so and then and, and, and if you outgrow somebody and you know you they slander you well did they properly vet you or were you properly vetted mm. is that your fault for you know always seek, seeking to, 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 to become better than what you are. So the vetting process, that's a lifelong, that never stops. Um, mm. I'm to the point where, listen, whoever, if she puts up with my shit, I put up with her shit and I can see growth between us. There it is there. But any given moment, she may wake up and say, you know what? I'm, I don't want to do this with you anymore. What can you do? I didn't properly vet her. And people go through different stages in life. Like relationships have stages. Like there might be a stage where, um, you know, I'm growing in this way and my husband is comfortable with his position at work, comfortable with what we have. Like, I do think that I never heard of that. Like uh, Danny mentioned it, but I never heard that there's not really a way to vet someone. And I never really gave it much thought. But when you put when you put the context to it, it actually makes perfect sense because you'll see people that have been together. Look at Will and Jada. You'll see people that have been together for 20, 30 years. And then it's like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm even 40, 50 years. And then they're no longer satisfied in the relationship. And I do think that it's important to grow together. But I think in those situations, what I've seen is one person is growing in one direction where one person may be comfortable and or growing in a completely different direction. Do you think it's the same even when it comes down to women vetting men? Because a lot of women will say, well, I didn't know that he was going to do that. Um, I got with him. I may have had a child by him. Then he completely changed. Is it the same thing on both sides? I'll give you that. Um, sometimes people are blindsided. But for the most part, if you're a halfway cognizant individual, you see we've ignored a lot of red flags from partners. We've like, ah. I'll worry about it later. That's not that bad. We've all, we've all done it. And, and, um, but the, the bad, the downside to that is everybody exhibits a certain behavior that may remind you of a bad experience. Doesn't mean that they, they're plotting against you, but hell, if you leave the toilet mm -hmm. seat open and all the women I've dealt with let, left the toilet seat open, I broke up with all of them. Does that mean, you know, it's all, it's, it's downhill from there? No. Um, whew. everything's a conscious choice. You consciously choose to to accept people, um, overlook certain um, issues that that may be a bigger issue down the road. So I give it both sides, and I, no one's more culpable than the other, you know. But when it comes to children, um, at the end of the day, Supreme Court says you have the the right to do whatever you want to do with your body. So anytime during this pregnancy, if you think this man exhibits some some shit that he ain't gonna be a proper dad, you can x that out for the most part. You know, um, once again, how, how do you properly vet, you know, people put on masks for years, you know, some right. people are just that good. And you're like, I didn't see it coming. It, it can happen. I'm not saying it's, it's the norm, but it can happen. I just kind of look agree. at it 
Um, I'm sorry. Um, no, go ahead, Amy. A lot of people will put a lot of responsibility on women on how we vet and what we allow in our bodies. And then, you know, we have to basically pick up the consequences of um, via a child um, broken down relationship. Usually the burden falls on us because we usually initiate the breakups, but we're not necessarily given the leeway when we say, well, we broke up with a person because they were ABCD. You know, everybody's like, well, you should have chose better. You should have known. You should have figured that out. And, uh, you know, yeah. um. I'm going to say I'm kind of in the middle on that because I think a lot of times women know exactly what's up, but um, mm -hmm. we try to fight a game or we try to play in a game. And then when we end up losing in that game, um, then it's like we're pointing the finger at the man when we've had a lot of um, examples or um, things that a person may have done in our face, but we chose to ignore or chose to participate in a game. But when we lose the game, um, meaning that we didn't win the guy over, the guy doesn't like us as much as we like them. Then we're looking or he to play play games and just wanted some tail and, you know, exactly. And I think that's mm -hmm. a lot of it. And so I've been on a thing where I don't really allow women to play those games with me. Um, more so really than don't. like, nah, sis, that's what you really chose. <laughs> um, yeah, like if you really chose something, you, I, I can't let you. I, I won't let them make it with it personally. But that's just me. No, I, I, I agree. Um, it, it's funny because either women are children, or they're the most manipulative, most intelligent beings on the planet that just played the long game 20 mm -hmm. years down the road to kind of pull all the strings together to get the guy to, at the very end just to leave him and take right. all of his you know which one is it mm -hmm. you guys can't be both you know so um part of the part of that discussion is a lot of men are not happy with the choices that women make and in, in what they deem men or you know what i'm saying and it's like no, that's what she chose. That's what she wanted. Um, I, I guess the thing is, you guys can take more risk than men. Men can are, men are, are only afforded a couple risks in life before it, it gets too big for them to, to come out of. Women can make mm. bad choices all through, and they'll still have someone's still going to give them grace. They still got a life raft. Someone's still going to you know st st outstretch their hand to help them out. Men don't have that luxury so much. So both can take That's risk, but you guys are allowed to have more risk as opposed to a man. Because I mean, listen, a man gets two divorces for a man with kids, both marriages. That will pretty much set him back for good, Bad. for the most part. Yeah. You know, yeah. I agree. I wanted to ask you. So, like you talked earlier about you know seeing something different outside, and as it relates to just the most recent question that was asked, um, when we talk, like it seemed to me. That most black men, that most men, period, my, my, I guess my um, experience is more with black men than any race, but um, most black men seem to still want, you know, white picket fence, the, the, the white, the relationship, they want children and all the things, which um, makes me think, which makes me question like the red pill movement and its success um, because if it hinges on you know converting blue pill men to red pill men and most red pill most men seem to still want that idyllic picture family 
Um, can it really be successful in your eyes? You're, you know, from what you've seen. Going by the definition, then no, because I, I, I've heard that married men are blue pill. I'm, what is that? Like, um, they move the goalpost what fits their narrative. Like, I don't, how many different pills are there at this point? You know, I, I'm like, why? <laughs> um, because you, if you have a good rapport with women and don't have these women issues, we've all been burned by women, you know, um, but we don't live in that. We don't wallow in it. It's not, we don't lead that with our, uh, that's not a lead foot per se. Um, as far as converting men to red pill, it's not working. You still have multi-million dollar athletes still marrying these regular average ass women. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can give me the stats all day about the marriage rates being down. doesn't matter. They're still r- rolling the dice with women. You, mm-hmm. They would, by their definition, are, are below average or below standard. Um, the red pill did not give men an exit plan. It did not give them mm-hmm. a plan of attack. So all the, all the red pill did was, okay, everybody come together. These women are bad. Everybody yell it out. Cool. Now, mm-hmm. how many years are you are you going to yell and complain? What is the exit strategy? Look. Uh, what do you think the exit strategy should be? You know what? Really quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Really quick, Danny. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's a good question because it's directly related. I have another question regarding what he said, but I'll let you ask that first because um, he just commented on that. Yeah, what should the exit strategy um be for men? Or what should you... the goal of the red pill be? Okay, so the goal I, I would think I think the old heads, the 1.0 had it right. Just e- either don't put up with them, ignore them, because you're not gonna out yell women, you're not gonna get on these platforms and make up for the, the 30 years that Oprah had to bash men and Ricky Lake. You can't get that time back. And there's plenty of platforms even back then that gave men voices you know farrakhan was one of the biggest voices in the 80s and 90s and he told mm-hmm. women yo get y'all shit together um uh, mm-hmm. montel williams told women get y'all shit together like so it, it it turned into a competition about who can out yell the most but then the women's like you know what let's get into politics let's get into the judiciary system let's get into finance let's get to this like this let's expand our economic options and now you see banks giving women businesses money and the men are like that's illegal. <laughs> that that <laughs> call the DOJ. <laughs> Antitrust laws, like no. So yeah. the men, red pill did not tell the men to adjust or make a pivot. If they do this, you go that way. You know, for every move, there's a counter move, and the red pill left the men just screaming and hollering with no counter moves, no counter punches, no deviations, no pivots, no nothing. Mm. It's just look at us. We're mad. Look at what they're doing. Look at them. Look at them. Listen to them. Listen to them. Okay, now what? That's a ooh wee. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me ask this though. Um, can a man? And, and I, you know, when I think about you, I know I don't know your relationship. That is, I, I believe you were previously married or in a long term. Oh no, relationship. I'm still married. No, not. Oh, okay, years. okay. Lord you have mercy. Yes. <laughs> How many okay. wives? So can a man understand? Yeah, happy anniversary. Sorry. Um, can a man understand like female nature completely and still be happy and healthy in a, you know, in a healthy thriving relationship without employing cognitive dissonance? Or do you have to somehow psych yourself out about, 
you know, who women are in order to be happy and, you know, thriving in a relationship. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Okay. So I think everybody should have a, and to answer your question, two wives, um, basic, huh? I think everybody should have a basic understanding of psychology, period. And I, nice. I don't break it down to just men and women. I just humans. I look at humans as the humans. Okay. So I think everybody should have a basic understanding of, of just human psychology, uh, wants, needs, motivations. Um, at the end of the day, women, for the most part, will always do what's best for them. Now, if that includes you, that's great. That's That means she'll go to hell and back for you. But if you're not in those plans, <laughs> It, it may not work out for you. Um, at the end of the day, they're always not saying, yeah, women are self-serving to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. The majority, not all, but the majority, because they have mm -hmm. to be, obviously, because they're the weaker sex. You mm -hmm. know, they can't go out and fight and whatever. So they have to use manipulation, seduction, all that good stuff, which, which I expect. That's cool. If you understand mm -hmm. that, the basis of that, then I think you, you, you're in a better position than most. Now, once you have a child or you're married with the children with that woman, then you got to understand you're going to come last. She's always going to put the kids first. Why we why we still have debates on who should eat first, even though it's the husband or the man should eat first before everybody, because without him, it all falls apart. But you have women that believe, you know, the child should be fed first. Then there's your clue. There's your clue that at the end of the day, OK, being a man is about falling on the sword. You're a mule. You're a work tool. You're a, you're a light fixture. You know, you're only needed when you're needed. And then once they're done with you, they'll put you back on the shelf. Unfortunately, oh. that's the life of a man. Now, a lot of these young guys don't want that life. That's cool. But if you're going to deal with women, be prepared to at some point be a light fixture. If not, date out and, and date a bunch, of, a bunch of women. Be a nomad. That's cool. But that's that's what you're looking at for the most part. Really quick, I'm sorry, Danny, and then I'm done. You, when you say women are self-serving, but there's an expectation of that, like if a man is, you know, filling the traditional role of a man, like I can, as a woman, in my opinion, I can be self-serving and the man I'm with, you know, would meet every need that I have because as a self-serving woman, uh, you know, a person of, you know, a, a, a being of a weaker sex, if I have a man who's protecting, who's providing, who is, you know, um, doing, fulfilling the role of what a traditional man should fulfill, then, then that is serving my own interest. That's serving my own interest because I have everything I need in this one man. That's true. Now let a year go by, him not working, providing. Let two years go by. You're gonna oh. be like, oh, it's go time. Oh, oh this nigga okay. ain't been working. He having to try to find. It's go time. Oh, you don't even think about it. You just start preparing, right? And then you have a lot of women that are living the life, and they still prepare. They still secret stash. <laughs> Just in case, because you never know. Well, you know, I, I give him three kids and I can't lose these 15 pounds and I am getting older and I see these younger women. They, these women are not stupid. They know when their time is up or they, they get an inkling that he's sniffing around something a little bit younger. So, yeah, it's, that, that never stops. It may be put on pause, but it's never, it never goes away. Mm. Child, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read these super chats and then I get with my next question. Uh, shout out to Big J Triple X. He said, "Thank God for the white man for shutting down the manosphere slash red 
Hill. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Um, I mean, everything has its time, and I, I think it's been milked for as much as you can. It's been co-opted to a point where they don't even call it black. They don't even acknowledge there's a black version of the manosphere. Like they don't even acknowledge black pain, plight, suffering, which is the whole reason they got away from the white manosphere to begin with, right? So now it's been re-co-opted, and everybody that the, all the biggest names don't look like you or not of your ilk and they rebranded co-opted repackaged the message and now they don't even acknowledge that other side of of the space even though i think the other side of the space was what what brought is what uh, got everybody talking yes right and yeah i will get we'll definitely get to that um, shout out to Big J. Thank you so much. And shout out to Men of Tomorrow. He said, ladies, play vaginal keep away just a little bit longer. We can't have these idiots procreating. I got to love him, OT. Just, he's just so blunt. <laughs> that goddamn. Oh, my he's God. A sledgehammer. <laughs> That's a real Mississippi nigga right there. <laughs> Boy. Oh, um, so, you know, we've had the emergence of, um, Princella. Um, what are your thoughts about her movement and what she has going on? Same thing with the men. You put the bat signal out. You got enough hurt people that's going to gravitate towards it. That's a hurt woman. That's a hurt. I feel bad for her. Um, she hasn't done the work to resolve that. It, you can hear it in. It's all in her. It, she oozes like. You haven't done your mirror work. You know, what's stopping been... you from... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're right. And th and that's why when you when you guys went, when you clapped at her, I was like, how can y'all not see whose side you guys are on? Um, it was it was baffling to me. Like, you were still getting, you guys were still getting pushback and they were defending her. And I'm like, how? What man in his right mind would want to... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no. Not even possible. Maybe one night stand? Maybe. But as far as a long-term situation with her... No, that's clearly a hurt woman. Like, who hurt you? She is, yeah, you know. Um, I feel bad for that woman because now you you have a a daughter learning this shit. So now you're gonna spread this to the next generation. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But like, I'm sorry, but like I said, you put up the bad signal. You're gonna have you always have more hurt people than healed people, and you're outnumbered. So yeah, you put up the bad signal, the, the freaks come out. They're going to gravitate towards it and, and you're going to be outnumbered. I think I asked this question and I'm sorry if you had a question concrete, <laughs> um, but it pertains to this. Um, and I ask, I think everybody that comes on for an interview with the rhetoric that you hear from the Sinjis, from the Princellas, um, and then you have uh, the rhetoric on the Manosphere side. Do you think that, that will the rhetoric causes... Um, more dissension between black men and black women when you hear the messaging from both sides. Yeah, the problem is online is a huge, huge place. It's not, it's just not YouTube. It's Twitter. It's Facebook. It's it's Threads. It's Telegram. It's WhatsApp. So, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, we kind of live in an online world to a certain extent. Some people just can't they can't detach. And when you have people constantly in, in on online spaces, they absorb that shit and then they take that into them and then they go out into the real world and try to espouse that. And it's like, and you get resistance and it's like, oh, well, online it says this. Well, online they said that. And then the real world's like, that's 
not how it works out here. Yeah. Um, they would have me thinking that there aren't black people together at all. Black people totally hate each other. Then Curlin and I go out on dates regularly. We go out, mm -hmm. we make it a point, but we see plenty of couples. We see plenty of families. We see plenty of family units. We see people actually loving on each other. Um, when I have interactions with black men and black women offline, it's definitely not the same as it is online. Now, that being said, um, I had like a couple men that didn't hold the door for me. And I was like, oh, I was almost appalled by it because I'm like, I'm a fucking lady. I'm hold the damn door. But, you know, I, and I, I start to when I see little inklings of that, um, I, I then start to worry, like, is this shit um, transferring offline now? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But. I generally see couples and um, stuff together. I see families together. And so I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? No, it, it is starting to slowly seep out. Um, I got friends in other countries and they're starting to see uh, a sort of indifference from men when in regards to women they don't know, they will not hold the door open or they won't say hi to them or it's starting to slowly creep out. Um, is is it is an eventual that it will be the norm on the outside? I don't think so. You're gonna have mm. you're gonna have a, a few demographics that operate online in the real world, but that's not the real world. The real world is all of the masters of the universes. They're all married. They all have kids. If they get a divorce, mm. guess what? They get remarried. They cut the wife a check, mm -hmm. the ex-wife, and they move on. That's a great point. And the other thing is too, like the people who's, who are going to be impacted the most is going to be like the younger generations that, that you know, millennials and, you know, um, Gen X, like we don't like, we don't really, we're not going to be impacted to the same degree that future generations will be. Like younger kids are far more impressionable than we are. We're set in our ways. We've already, you know, developed our, you know, we've, we've had life experiences and we've already developed our ideologies as it relates to life. Most of us, like the whole, you can't teach an old dog new tricks saying like, it's not us that I'm concerned about. It's like our future generations that I'm more concerned about. You know, my daughters, you know, like when I think about like their prospects, I'm like, ooh, you know, I'm, I'm far more concerned about them. I mean, I'm married. Yeah. So, and, and I, you know, I, I will likely never do this again. I know it's um, unlikely that I'll find someone comparable. But um, it's, like I've said, it's, it's the future generation that I'm truly concerned about. Um, I did have a question for you though. Just taking it back just for a second, when we talked about like the red pit movement, I saw someone, I think it was Migs, how mentioned like Kevin Samuels and Pearl and some other people um in the chat. But I bring them up to say the movement um you know, has the movement failed or, or lacked success or kind of sold out as a result of it not having like an actual leader or at least like a figurehead, you know, someone that is representing the movement, you know, across social media. It, it depends on which race of people you're talking about because Europeans or white folk will always have multi multi head. They'll do the Hydra thing. So right. they always have somebody uh, to replace whatever black folk want to deify and pedestalize. They want a, a Messiah. So you put Kevin Samuels up as your Messiah the universe says, ah, get up, let's get him a body here. Time's up. Now look at them. They're all in complete disarray. 
even though Kevin Samuels at towards the end was shifting away, people forget mm-hmm. his last public appearance was the episode of Atlanta. He was going Hollywood. Yeah. He was gonna he was getting the fuck up out of here. Like off the I'm like, I'm, this ain't the this ain't the way. I don't it's not no, it's not the way because he he understood it as divisive and and money making or money generated monies that it was generated. The image he understood the image. He didn't want to be associated with you know as leading the charge of hating of of you know hate, woman hating rhetoric to a certain extent. So now the universe said, "Nah, no more." Now his legacy is that, unfortunately. Mm. Um, how much of an impact do you think Pearl had on the space? And uh, was it positive or negative? Wholly negative. Once again, she had half a mil before the the brothers discovered her. And then, you know, what black people do, everybody watches, everybody listens. We're the most imitated. We're the most creative, most imitated, most duplicated people on the planet. So whatever we say or do, they're going to like, oh, what's going on down the street? Oh, that's who they, mm-hmm. they, 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 they rock with. OK, let's let's go. And so you had old men talking about she's going to be the voice for black men and politics and lawmaking. Ah, you, sir, sir, go. Go have a seat. So, and then once she pivoted, you ain't seen her back here since. Mm-mm. It's the chilling circuit. She got stamped approved. She 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 took her her lumps and her licks, and then chilling circuit. She certified. Now she done moved on to bigger and better things. So never come back to this mm-hmm. space, to that space, whatever the case may be. What do you think about um, a lot of the head content creators that were a part of the Black Manosphere saying that? Um, they were no longer associated with the space or they were out of the black manosphere or they didn't want to be associated with the manosphere by name. But, you know, they'll still do content surrounding whatever. But what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, disingenuous. You know, and you didn't believe them. I don't believe them because they're still back here, back there, whatever. Kate, they're, they're still yeah. in it. They, they come when it serves their purpose, when they feel like dipping their toe in the water. Oh, what's popping it? Okay, let let me talk about that. Let me get some money off this real quick, even though you don't really believe in the message anymore that you help create to a certain extent. So it's uh yeah, they they come, it's the boss that comes into the office once a week. Mm. He's that they're that guy. The CEO that makes his rounds, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was um looking at it, I was like, with all the um, you know, it's been so many articles written about the manosphere you've had. Um, I've never seen the FBI watch list, but allegedly, you know, uh, the manosphere is on there, especially the black manosphere. And you had content creators walking away from, but I was trying to see if, does that do more hurt than, um, helping mm. black men? Because if you have men that, actually believe in something but they don't necessarily stand on it or when it gets hot you know you have so many walking away how much of an impact does that play on it should they have just stayed put and stood down 10 toes or was it more beneficial for them to walk away um that's a that's a it's a double loaded question with Mm -hmm. a double loaded answer because it's once again, when everybody's winning, everybody's waving the flag. But here's the problem. So when like a Frank James goes off the rails, they'll quickly name channels that he was watching. Right. 
they'll make it a point to mention certain black channels that they found on his computer and all this and this and that. The other guy that uh, in California that went off the rails, Coach Greg Adams was mentioned. So mm -hmm. um, to a certain extent, um, once it gets to that level, the average person would kind of walk away or distance themselves. But no, you should be 10 toes down if you believe in it. But and even if you have radicals, first thing you should say is as a group, we don't we condemn these acts and they don't represent us, blah, 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 blah. That's the yeah. typical standard response. But these are not um, media trained, savvy folk we're dealing with. Some of these people, this is their first time being online. They know nothing about media training or anything right. like that. Uh, crisis management, yeah. uh, PR response, none of that stuff. So yeah. a lot of this is new to a lot of those guys. Um, and then to go back to you guys' earlier point with the generation, we all saw the video. We saw how horrified Sneeko was when the 12-year-old boy was like, duh, 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 duh. and for the first time he saw his his impact in the real world and it frightened mm -hmm. him. So now he mm -hmm. even he's like, hey, wait, 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 wait. That, I, that, that was just online, you know? Mm -hmm. And I have daughters too. And I struggle with the, the with the decision. Well, should oh. I put her in the proximity of Leibowitzes? Do I want her to bring home a Leibowitz as opposed to take a risk and bring home somebody that looks like her that probably didn't have a dad, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the, these poor generation, uh, these poor decisions that may incite um, these poor arguments that may incite poor uh, decisions in the real world. Yeah, it has real world uh, implications because now I'm like, damn, you know. You know, does he go ask him? Does he have a dad? Yeah. Does he live with his dad? The type of thing, you know. How many times a week does he see his dad? Exactly. I have to ask him. I have That's to bring what this you up. Yeah. Be doing. yeah. Yeah. And I respect men who literally, like, we all, you know, like, none of us are perfect. We're all learning and growing as it relates to this content thing, how far reaches and all the things. So anybody who can stop and say, you know, hey, you know, I might be going too far or I might be getting in too deep and impacting, you know, the, the future generation. So I'm going to, you know, switch things up. I have a lot of respect for it because some people are really, truly all about a do dollar and they don't give a damn who they impact, who's listening to them. You can have, they can have three-year-old children listening for all they care. They're, they're more apt to be excited about how their impact is out in the real world than be concerned for it. So I respect anyone who's like, wait a minute, let me switch things up a little bit and or acknowledges, you know, that they could be impacting the future generation. But I did want to say I found it very interesting when I started seeing people jump ship. And especially if, you know, you're seeing part of the big three jump ship and, you know, right. uh, you know, like seeing people um, that have been like huge content creators in the space say, you know, I don't want any association with the space. I find it to be very interesting. And for some of the people, I do think that there was like a glass ceiling and they wanted to continue growing. And they also understood that if, you know, there's more, more money to be made than what I can make just strictly tying myself to the space. And that was why, excuse me, they jumped ship. But um, I wanted to ask, do you think that there were failed opportunities by the space as it relates to like, the capital that they could have brought in? Because you see like the greater mental at large doing certain things and capitalizing in certain ways. Personally, like it, when I when we first started doing content, maybe year two or so, when we were doing content, I'm like, why aren't they capitalizing in some of the same ways that you see other people? 
Oh no, I agree. Like I, I think twenty seventeen, they, 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 we could have been the Chicago Bulls, like of, of the nineties. Like it, we had the wave, we had the juice, we had the sauce. Everybody was listening, tapping and tapping in, and everybody's, uh, for the most part, intentions were genuine and pure. That could have been. That was a probably the biggest wasted opportunity because you can have your conclaves now, but back then when everybody was you know all, all lock armed and, and step, there was we. Oh my God, it's I, yeah, it, it's it, it's it's depressing to a certain extent. Like damn, y'all really y'all could have had it all, you know. Everybody was pretty much under one accord, and the money hadn't split everybody up at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost like though, just like you, you saw a lot of ninja stuff, you know, like you saw, like the, you know what I mean, the fighting, like they couldn't come together even on one accord, even for the sake of expanding the brand. It was just a, you know, and to me, like I know black women are to blame for everything, but it had nothing to do with black women at that point in time. What I, from what I saw, but is there any hope this is my last question uh, relating to this is there any hope for the space to be revived like you know maybe just a facelift or new energy or you know like is do you believe that there's any possibility that the space could be revived at this point no it, it died with kevin I, i'm Please. I don't want to sound like I'm laughing like Shaharazad Ali because no, I'm laughing it, at that. But I was just okay. Like, well, let me ask you guys this: Does the universe make mistakes? Not at all. Not to me. Even not, even not even I'm... everybody's everybody's suffering right now. Even in the Holy Land, universe is obviously letting this, this play out for a reason. So, um, no, it died with Kevin. They ain't been they ain't been right since. Mm, mm, mm. Um. I have a couple of questions um, surrounding um, his impact, but I want to know first, what do you think women's impact has been on the space and did women negatively affect the space or positively affect the space? I don't, I don't want to say negative, but they didn't help overall. The majority, uh, you two are outliers, but when you have women like, all the women that that popped, um, that came through the space, that men certified, and it's like, okay, you, you're we we deemed you on our side, or you understand our plight, and then they all pivoted. Harris pivoted, Sin pivoted. There's a couple others I'm not going to mention because I don't want to get messy with it. I don't want to start anything, but they all pivoted to a certain extent to th- what benefits them. Once again, goes back to the self-serving nature of women. Hmm. Okay. And so you said that you think that they they didn't necessarily help. They didn't necessarily help, no. Should they have been here in the first place? If you're going to keep something for men, men's only, no. They no. No. That's the biker club. Women are not allowed into the into the boardroom. They serve the drinks. They they make the men feel good after they had a long day of committing crimes and shit. Like you hide the guns, but that's about it. That's your that's the limit of interaction with this club. You're, you're the old lady, act like one. But as far as the other stuff, this business we take care of, you have no, none of, we don't need you. None, none of your business for it. As a woman in the space that fought and fought and fought, um, I remember having a conversation with Angry Man like back in the day or whatever. And, you know, I was going back and forth with him only to turn around and agree with him to say, you know what? 
God damn it. We shouldn't have been here. We shouldn't have been here. And I actually think it's hurt us more being here than it's helped us um, as content creators, which is crazy because I was like, God damn it. We need a voice here. <laughs> I, I, I fought. I fought. Baby, listen, if we could go back. Look, it definitely hurt us more than it helped us. You ain't lying. So would you guys have changed if you could do it all over again? Would you you'd make the same decision again? You wouldn't? I think that um, the development that came from it, for me as a person, as a human, as a wife, as a mother, was greatly impactful on my outside life. You know, you got your in, your online life and you got your outside. Offline, mm-hmm. it greatly impacted me because I was more open to actually hearing what, hearing what men really had to say um, without them being prompted. Um, I got a chance to hear real thoughts, real feelings. Um, It made me examine myself in more ways than I probably wouldn't have done if I hadn't been in a manosphere space. And I was saying, because I started off on Facebook, but it really caused me to um, really examine a lot of things that I wouldn't have normally examined had Mm -hmm. I not been here. Had I uh, continued to stay in women's spaces, everything was the man's fault everything there was no accountability for me and so when i started to take accountability it was like a whole nother a whole other world opened up for me but that was just me and i had to do a lot of work on myself but had i not been in this space i would have never um taken looks at things the way i look at things now Mm -hmm. versus um prior to coming into the space yeah. It was just all about me. And it, and, and it definitely was all about my wants, my needs, everything. Everything was about me. Um, I have a boy. I have a son. Um, With me having a son and wanting my son to come up in a certain way. Then I was also a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, There were so many things that I just kind of pulled off to the wayside. Oh, no, 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 no. It's his father. His fathering shit. I chose him. I made whatever everything was about his dad not being um whatever but never about anything that i had did even though uh there were instances and mistakes that i made within that relationship that i i would have never been able to see so i think it actually had a huge impact on how i view men um and mm-hmm. how i view myself in relation to men but you know it, it gave me more balance than it hurt me um but yeah, yeah. it, it, was, it was very think- impactful on me I, I personally, like, I, I can't credit the space with, um, you know, my ideologies. I, I, I truly credit my husband with that because, but there are a lot of similarities, like, between his ideologies and what I've seen in the space. Um, of course, you know, I'm his wife, so he's far more respectful with me, but, you know, he shares some of the opinions of the space. But as it relates to our content, I would have, I, I think that my time in the space has been very beneficial. Um, you know, I, I've enjoyed the conversations that we've had. And also, I've changed my perspective on quite a few things as a result of engaging in conversations in the space. But as it relates to us being content creators, I would have done things slightly differently. I would have still had the same 
type of topics, wanted to talk about the division between black men and black women, tried to find a way for us to be able to bridge that gap in some way, shape or form. But I would not have wanted us to be directly associated with the space. I would have still frequented the space, still visited the space, still ingested information from the space. But like a direct attachment to the space, I truly think it hurt us more than it helped us. Um, and in a multitude of ways on both fronts from the way that we're viewed by, you know, people outside the space, but also because the, the men in the space, like they, you know what I mean? They, they only look for, for something to affirm that we're sisterhood, no matter how much we defend them, no matter how unbiased we try to be in our conversations with women, no matter how much I feel like we've contributed to the space, they are just looking for ways to affirm that we ain't shit. We like every other black woman that they've already, you know, made, they've already made up in their heads who we are. So we didn't benefit in the way, by way of, you know, forming um, strong alliances in the space. Well, perfectly said um and to your point sister george um you were receptive but you said you had to put in the work none nonetheless you had to you can hear the arguments but you made a conscious choice to say you know what maybe take a look sec- a second look and re-examine how i move and my, my actions towards certain people whatever the case may be and then if you had you not listened to the rhetoric you shouldn't be married because you're a single mother Right. Yeah. And then it's like, well, damn it, Curlin, what were you thinking? Marrying a single a single mother. What's wrong with you? So you see how these online arguments. Yeah. To hold up, <laughs> you know, because people are going to do what they're going to do regardless. Um, And like I said, every time I hear the single mother argument, it's like it's, it's the dumbest thing ever. You know, what are you going to you going to find a virgin? Good luck with that. And then even if you find. No, it, I don't want to get along with it, but you guys are the perfect antithesis to how this shit does not work, hold up in real life. Um, and then by the time you guys that came into this space, it was already a, a, the wild, wild west. Women are already running in and out of, the, out of here to be. So by the time you guys showed up, it was already like, well, there's, I guess there's room for two more, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, uh, Obsidian asks, are you up for a live Q&A? And I said it was definitely up to you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say yeah and then yeah, no, let him like, up. Nah. Yeah, let him up. <laughs> um, but we're gonna get through our interview first and then yeah. we'll get to, to the to the people. Uh shout out to MGTOW University said it's in, um impossible to vet long-term outcomes. You can only vet short term and hope for the best. Tyrese Gibson and his latest ex, for example. Um, thank you so much for that, MGTOW. Um, MGTOW, do you give women the same grace when they make bad decisions and choices Ooh. as it pertains to the Pookies and Ray Rays no, that they lay down? No, um, y'all giving sexy red that same type of grace. I think she don't because with her, she pregnant. <laughs> uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He said, SG, tell the man he has to wait till marriage to get the tail and see how long he sticks around. No man is wearing a mask for it that long. Uh, most men will wear the mask for three months, though. Most men will. Um, <laughs> but you know, y'all got to sign up for my manipulation class when we talk about that. Um, because you know, I know, but you know what, men that wear masks aren't having these conversations, mm. they're the they're the 
They're not. They're not complaining about issues with women. They're they're the problem, right? The the, the future true. means every every man trying to be her peace, don't be her peace. Yeah, Ooh. he's that guy that he's the future. He's future. Mm-hmm. He's giving his women all types of hell and grief, and she won't leave him alone. So no, Ooh. guys that wear masks are not having these issues. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mix how don't put on a mask though. Be be true to yourself, brother. <laughs> and a shout out to you again, MGTOW. He said, I disagree. Red pill philosophy slash manosphere has grown exponentially since 2011. As far as possible solutions, MGTOW monk, pump and dump, PPB. What's PPB? Passport bros. Passport bros. Um, long-term marriage, long-term relationships, tricking, pump and dump. He's saying that's those what, are possible long-term solutions. That's what happens when you're too when you're in the storm. You're, you're in the eye of the storm because you pull that mm-hmm. shit back. The optics on all of those they look crazy. They look and sound crazy. Facts. I'm looking at some of them like, did he really say that? So pumping yeah. and dumping is a long-term solution. Uh, tricking is a long-term. Like, wait, what? Not with an average guy. Nah. Um. What is your opinion on the passport rolls? Oof, jeez. They just couldn't help themselves, right? Once again, let's compete with the women. The women out there going to Jamaica and getting booties rubbed. We want to <laughs> tell everybody we out here getting women too. It Stop. White boys move in silence. Right. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever heard about a passport, bro, was when they were looking for Russian brides and, and you know, that type of stuff. And even then they was like on the back of a magazine ad that you had to look mail order bride right. and stuff like that. Been doing black it for folk, years. Yeah. Black folk just can't help to want to be the center of attention of every of everything. It's like, yo, and, mo- and the majority of the, the majority of men are not traveling like that. So we can stop that cap. Um, the majority of them are military guys. Um, and those that do travel, you're there for one one week if you can get the time off and you're back here into Babylon. Mm, wow. Yeah. You don't think any of those things have um impacted men or excuse me, impacted women to um behave better, attitude adjust, course correct at all? No, you know how women are, they double down. Listen, gonna, black women, baby, we gonna dig our heels in. That's, Say all you, that's all you're doing is motivating them to dig their claws in even deeper. Oh yeah, watch this. You're not gonna out woman the woman. <laughs> it just, it's just not. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, great point. Yeah, and and I do have a passport. I listen. I've been traveling. Come on, it's who, who ain't doing it? Big deal. Whoop de do. But I don't need to. You know, for my self-validation, I don't need to come out online and say, oh, you know, you know, this this chick I was and y'all all go to the same sex touristy spots. None of you guys are going to Europe. None of you guys are going to anywhere out, outside of the, the, the usual areas for the most part. And, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, it, it's all it to me. It's cap. It's not genuine. And this is how down bad the brothers have, have gotten, to be honest with you. It's all about the woman. This is how badly they they're just mad at the women. That's all. They don't hate y'all. They don't hate you. They don't despise you. They're just mad because you didn't give them their turn. That's it. That's all. You know, you know and that's oh. confirmation too. Like I agree. I was gonna say something about that earlier, Danny, when you brought up a, a early when you asked the question earlier. That 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 shows that really and truly, like that it's all cap. That the hate and disdain that they have for black women is cap. Even with them, like there were so many men that wanted women in the space. 
because they wanted to be able to go back and forth with us. They wanted to even to just denigrate us, even to take out all of their frustration on black women. We used to be on Obsidian panel fighting for our lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it just shows that they're really not done because we want to teach you a lesson. We want to show you like if you like the, the opposite of, of, of love is not, um, you know, hate, hate. is indifferent, you know, right. and I don't see that from this space. They're not indifferent to black women. Well, it, one more thing with the passport, guys. Okay, bring back the socialite. Bring back the heiress. Bring back somebody of, you know, that bring back a car. Uh, I don't know. Give me somebody in America that's that's on par. Bring back a, I don't know, a, a Sheila Toomji or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bring back somebody that's a, a mover and a shaker in their country. You know, the, other than that. No, because when you got content creators from Chicago that go to, to the Philippines to do a video five minutes with Ling Ling and she's looking like you see a piece of I'm a piece and you're back here in Chicago, bro. You back to Babylon. Did you bring her back with you? Because everybody knows don't bring the woman back to, to America. So we just learn these laws and shit. It's a wrap for you. So which, which, which one is it? Or going over there and getting stranded. Like, ain't got to do GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. That's that's, that's I, down I just, I just think their eyes are, are, are bigger than their stomachs. And once again, it just goes to show how important uh, having relationships with a woman is not just necessarily sex, but just a good, healthy, functioning relationship, a rapport with women. A lot of these guys don't have it because a lot of them are sexually incongruent. Okay. I'll shut up now. Um, there was something that you said, um, uh shit i can't even remember my question i'm reading these loop chests real quick and it's gonna come back to me shout out to mr curlin hey babe and he says i remember someone else telling y'all fuck these folks too long long time ago gee i wonder who that was he didn't tell enough to like the first month <laughs> i'm tired lord and uh shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He said, There's that you can't get rate laid rhetoric again. Yawns. But that's what exactly what it is. Because men that get laid don't complain. So what are we talking about? Oh, I can't wait to drop the link, MGTOW. This is gonna be good. I, I, find me the man whore that's complaining <laughs> about I get too much. It's it's I gotta beat it off with a stick, Wonder Woman bracelets. I okay, I'm sorry. We had talked about um, the space needing a savior and you had Kevin Samuels that kind of came in like the Calvary, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> Who do you think would be best suited um, to lead the space if there was uh, a leader? Nobody for these particular reasons, because Kevin's ascension was a perfect storm. Everybody was in, indoors for pandemic. Um, he's non-threatening. And then once the men, for the most part, rejected him because we were, we were all there when he first came through. When BGS brought him through, first thing men kept saying, get this sweet dude off the panel. And BGS had to protect that dude and be, hey, you let him talk, let him talk. What does a guy about talking about perfume and cologne have anything to say about dating dynamics, right? So mm -hmm. then, um, the, so once the men's like, ah, he ain't for us, we're, we're good. So once he made the pivot to women, you had the viral moment. You had the pandemic. Perfect storm. And like I said, and he had a non-threatening personality. And then once that took off, then everybody, for the most men, men came back. Well, damn, I like the way he drags women. Well, nobody drags a woman like a sassy man. Right? 
Okay. So then. <laughs> Me and Concrete trying to keep a straight face. I mean, like we, we really are. Like, because we know that they may be clipping our face. Look, they smile. <laughs> so once everybody under, you know, was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go watch Kevin drag some more black women tonight. I, I can't wait. And it was made for TV. You'll never see that again. Unless they, there's another lockdown. Unless they're another effeminate man um, with the same presence and poise. No. No, it can't no, there's nobody. Come from a, a, ma- a man that's seen as total, uh, especially a black man that's seen as totally masculine. Yeah, correct. Gotcha. Okay. Um, there was some other stuff. Go ahead, Concrete, mm-hmm. if you got something, because there was some other stuff that I, I, I want to do. Have, I, I, you know, the rest of it, we all work into conversation, but um, I have two questions. Um, how the movement benefited black men in any way like has the red pill movement has the space benefited black men in any way if so how no that i can't see how i'm not in in my vantage point i can't see how because all it's turned into is look at what they do look at what they say okay that's great what are you guys going to do about it because obviously they don't they don't plan on changing um you're not you can't shame them you have no punishment no punishment system in place to make them act right. So now what are you going to do about it? So that, you know, you got that friend that's always complaining about the guy that's always cheating on her or beating her ass. And then you're like, okay, girl, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And then she's like, well, how are you going to ask me that? He's doing this to me. Yeah. But what are you prepared to do? <laughs> and unfortunately the pill philosophy has not given men uh, that brought, has not brought the discussion about, okay, what do we do moving from here? You know, so we get it. You're yeah. going to spend the next 10 years on YouTube to equal out, to balance out what Oprah said about y'all, fine. So then what? Once again, these women are moving into politics, finances, um, all types of every facet of your life. God forbid you go to court as a black female judge. Your heart, your heart drops instantly, mm-hmm. instantly. Right? Are we not? Are, there, are, there, are the men not making videos about Fulton County, black female mm-hmm. police chief, mm-hmm. black judge, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> black Daddy. congresswoman? Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're like, okay. Talk about us and watch us watch what we do. Watch when we run your communities and put our women and children first and leave you guys asked out. We're going to build these apartment uh, complexes for women and children only. We're going to uh, cut subsidized uh, funding uh, to, to, for mental illness for men and put it all towards the women and children. So then that's yeah. what um, I literally heard Angela Yee um, a couple weeks ago saying that she is building an apartment um yeah. for women that yeah. were uh criminals at a point and i i was like wow you know like i it just kind of shocked me because she was saying it was yeah. gonna be for all women she just bought a, a unit in there i was like well damn that's crazy like wow but okay. is it like and of course it like to me ideally we should be working together like i'm a, i'm a black conscious woman like i feel like we're so much better together if we unite that like we can do remarkable things and all the things of course at this stage i'm like my my thoughts my my thoughts are kind of idyllic for where we are there's so much division that i don't see how we'll be able to come together on one accord to anything but um if like what can men do like of course i mean clearly the women don't give a damn the women aren't taking men into consideration the women aren't trying to build with men what can black men do themselves to make sure that they're on equal footing to make sure that they are leveling the playing field so to speak okay so that's no there's multiple problems with that so the women 
have been making moves for the, what the last 30, 40 years. So while complaining or while bashing black men, they've been on the back ends and, and, and you know, in the, in the shadows, still progressing, working more, moving towards as a, as a, as a collective, right? Uh, the problem, the first problem with men, I'd always tell the men, start putting yourselves first. That will change everything. But men cannot do that because men are just naturally hardwired to sacrifice themselves for the women and children. So how do you overcome one's natural inclination to do so? You know, like a lot of men, like for you to not open the door, you kind of kind of have to fight yourself to not open the door for a woman to a certain extent. Um, so until men begin to put themselves first, and I mean put themselves first on all in all facets of life, fuck them kids, fuck your wife. It, it's all about you. And if they don't understand that, then find somebody that will that will uh, align align themselves with with your ideology. But that means if you have to be alone, lonely, and steadfast, stoic, and grind it out when no one can see you, and find and get and get as a collective, then that's what needs to be done. But until men put themselves first, none of this, everything I'm saying is is off for nothing. All right. So. What do you think would be the result? of the future from women-led communities i mean honestly you see it now right oh i i see i'm sitting here saying like, like what the know. hell are like what the hell are we talking about there's already a matriarch we yeah. already see the results of that i'm like am i missing something because they're like, well if we get the women all together and we X out the men, it's going to be safe and we're going to just be able to fight the men and hit them with dildos and everything's going to be fine. And I'm like, am I missing something? Like, not hit them with dildos. That's, that's funny. I don't no, know. It's, 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 I don't it's, want to do a I know we, we don't need another two or three years of statistics of guys presenting stats about how the, how we get it all. We see it. We see it. Like I'm, I took a coaching position, so I see it. Okay, now what? So now what? You what know? do you coach? Uh, TK to third, and then sixth to eighth grade. So basketball, football. Oh uh, no, it's like a sports youth enrichment program. Uh huh. And uh, the state funds um, us to work with the after school programs and things of that nature. Kid, um, uh to do without kids and all that stuff. Cause you know, they took a lot of the PE programs out of the, out of the school. So they kind of re, re trying to re ingratiate that. Cause now they realize, okay, these kids need physical activity. So, yeah. um, so everything they complain about, I'm seeing it. Okay. Now what? Is there a vast difference between um, children with fathers that are present versus children's with fathers that may be absent? In it's your night and, yeah. It's, we all know it's night and day. Um, it's not that, end all be all but the, your child's chances of survival or growth are exponentially better with a, a present father an active father per se yeah we already <laughs> because you you have people um shouting out all this rhetoric but acting like they don't understand the results of and i'm like it's right here in your face no, they know, but the problem is their market, their their um, followers don't want to hear that. That's not going to help feed the vultures. You know, you got to keep the rhetoric going or else the money dries up. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, there was some things that I wanted to ask you about. Um, Shaharazad Ali. Um, did you see her recent interview? Um, <laughs> hey, we all grew up on her. Well, we we all grew. We're, ch we're children of Shaharazad right. and Khalid. Well, I mean, we all were. I remember I was watching Donahue. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen the recent wave of her her uh, sec her second reemergence of this online. Yeah, I'm, I'm up what to speed. What do you think of her impact and um, what she had to say um, in regards to Kevin Samuels? What exactly did she say that people had a problem with? I think that people had yeah, a problem with her laughing um, when she was talking about him dying. Um, and, you know, when I've listened to some of your rhetoric, um, it seems like you've had the same response. <laughs> And uh, it's hard to say this with a straight face because I'm not trying to be on your team with this slide. Let me turn my camera off because I'm not about to Girl, see, there we go. Because yeah. ain't nobody going to be like, they was laughing. Exactly. They, smiled, they smirked. Yeah, I, but I'm trying to like, what? God, okay. it's, it's hard. To, and I'm not a person that laughs and stuff like this. And Y'all right. are bad. Y'all are bad. Well, okay, let me answer that in two parts okay first part is um Shahrazad, she, she's an elder um but sometimes elders do get out of pocket but they've earned mm -hmm. the right to, to get out of pocket because they, they've she's been through god knows what and we all remember when the, the, the women were attacking her and all this stuff um as far as her comments or her laughing at i don't think she's laughing at his death per se it's the irony of it right yeah. so when I found out, when I heard Kevin passed, I was one of those YouTubers trying to figure out, well, it, who killed this? Who killed this man? Who's the nurse? Mm -hmm. uh, early no attention. I did all those streams trying to figure out who did what and who, was he alone? Uh, was somebody else? Listen, we were I was there. I was in the mix of it, right? Playing the 911 phone calls, but like, this sounds like two different women. So I was knee deep in it. But the irony of all of that to be said is, at the end of the day, this man was a 90s rapper. He faked it till he made it and didn't live long enough to enjoy the fruits of his labor. That mm -hmm. is a waste. Sorry. I'd be goddamned if I go through my life as mediocre and then I, I find a, a niche or, or something I can exploit, right? Fake my way in, finagle my way in, right? And I get and I finally achieve it and I get an 18 month run out of it and I drop dead. I'd yeah. be pissed in the afterlife. I did all that for, for 18 months. Listen, I heard your, well, no, no, no. You didn't interview Alexis K. Tyler about Kevin Samuels, but um, you know, and I've been a big fan of Alexis for a long time. So when I heard an interview, honey, I was hollering, <laughs> but when she did her commentary about, you know, um, him and being in the afterlife and the spiritual realm and stuff like that, <laughs> Woo! Woo! It was juicy. Yeah. It was juicy. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go back and watch it again today if I can find <laughs> it. If she ain't take it down, because I was clutching pearls. I was um damn, because this is like conversation to be had offline. Cause then I seen Arby a day. I actually I literally sent Alexis K. Tyler a message last night. Um, because of the things that she described in that particular video, and Aubrey O'Day. <laughs> 
um, did a recent interview. You know, I follow all the uh, conspiracy theorists page. Yeah. So Aubrey O'Day was uh, sitting around talking about the sex parties and, you know, what a lot of men in Atlanta prefer. Um, you know, like they big on the chicks with dicks and all this stuff. And I was mm -hmm. like, Ooh, and Alexis K. Tyler had said all of this stuff. And you know, like why she think what happened to Kevin? Why, why she think <laughs> happened to Kevin? What happened? to Ke It's deep. It's really deep, but I'm glad I did ask it or said something about it because I want to know how much do you buy until um the metaphysical aspects of um life how how much do you buy into that oh holy like most people aren't ready for those conversations yeah. um you just you just you just can't i mean it, it's a it's a different part of life that most will never experience um and the majority of people will only learn about it through online they you know what i'm saying they'll never get invited to the parties and when they do go they'll flip out because it's, it's too much for them you, you can hear all all about it, but until you see it in person, it's like, oh, oh, you know what? Homer Simpson fading to the bushes. It's too, yeah. yeah. I thought I was yeah. ready, but I wasn't ready. You know. I think I kind of have this relationship with it to where I'll dive off into a rabbit hole, but <laughs> if I get too far, I'm like, oh shit! Got to pull yourself out. Yeah. Let me let me yeah. back. <laughs> Yeah. It can be very deep. Like literally, I was reading just a simple shadow work journal, and I was like, "This is a bit. Um, it's a bit dark <laughs> for me." Like, yeah. and, and for people who like, if you're not prepared, um, you like that, that could send you into a spiral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and and that's part of why, like, I I fuck with women because it's the women who's always been the one at the side of the king. You know, hey, maybe not the good time to do that. The stars ain't, you know, I'm sorry, Reg, it ain't working. And that may put in that, it's always the witchy woman somewhere in the back behind the king advising him what, when to do and what not to do. So any woman that's on that vibe and she pours into that, into her man, he's, there's, there's nothing that could stop him. He's going to be like, I didn't know all this. Uh, uh, you want me to do what? Uh, you, uh, you want some of my blood for this blood moon stuff? Uh, okay, well, you know. And then, you know what I'm saying? And Because she believes in him. That empowers him to go out and, and knock the world down. And all of a sudden, you know, he's a master of his universe. Yeah. But we're indoctrinated. We think anything like that is like, you know, evil and oh, voodoo. And, you know, not understanding yeah. that Bodoon was What's an entire religion. Yeah, not understanding that these are things that our ancestors practice and that helped keep Heck. us safe and you know all the things. So we'll be like, you know, yeah, that's why they, that's why they flocked on the Caribbean women. They they are always yeah. down there in Haiti and 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 uh, you know getting to, getting down with the with the old spiritual lady. Like yeah, they they know what time it is. Be the lady. Yeah, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, um, it was hard for me to rectify for a long time, um, being growing up as Christian and then. Um, you know, you, you end up doing certain practices anyway. If you were raised a Christian, if you took communion, that's, there it is here. <laughs> if you read anything in Psalms, say it, you hey, know what I'm when saying? They, when they, when the Holy Ghost hits them and they get into the, in the speaking in the tongue. Exactly. Look, but don't it, play, it's, like <laughs> casting, casting the, uh, demons out and all the, yeah. Yeah. And so it, it kind of. 
made me think, and I was reading something that was talking about people being in church with spiritual gifts. You had women that prophesied, a couple women in my family that was able to prophesy. My grandma. Mm -hmm. Listen, and then Mm -hmm. I was thinking about like all the things that we couldn't sit purses on the bed. You couldn't have a hat on the bed. You ain't supposed to sit a purse on on the the floor. floor. You can't put your hat on the table. No. Yeah, all that. Yes. Salt over your shoulder. Listen, (laughs) baby Kermit was walking on salt. Like what the hell is going on? I'm going to tell you, it's by design. They don't want us being in touch with our cultural roots. Like we're so much stronger. Like when you're in touch with your roots and and you 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 have the the spirit of the ancestors with you yeah. yes yeah or even praying to your ancestors because that was things that i learned um later on down the line and you know in invoking their power because you come from you Listen, energy baby because they hate when we talk about this stuff on our no show. but that's <laughs> what you guys that's part it. of that's part of you you guys's makeup you know like you're supposed to bring that into to your household into your family because you are the first line of defense well Listen. Technically, you're the first line of demand is like the, the last line of defense. Yeah. But on that spiritual level, that that's all y'all. You guys have the dreams and the visions and, and, and all that stuff. So, yeah. I yeah. can't tell you how many times I've come on the screen and Danny bur- burning sage and burning incense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you got a good man. He's gonna go with no, I, guys, you, you, but you, when you come online and you're dealing with the energy online. How much does that energy online impact you when you oh, log yeah. off and you go mm-hmm. in to live your real life? Um, what Curlin and I had to do, what's online is online now. We laugh about the majority things online. I think when we had, we had our growing pains when we initially got married, being online, dealing with everybody that's talking shit against you. How do you use that to grow Um grow your content then within your relationship how much does it impact your relationship if i get on offline and i'm mad because i didn't have to curse 18 niggas out and then i'm offline and i'm still sitting around with an attitude and he's like what the hell wrong with you man you know what i'm saying and so it we had to go through a point i cleanse i make you know i'm spiritual bathing it out other stuff that i didn't learned but um a lot is for our protection and then we do our work offline you know to make sure that we're straight but um yeah well and i'm glad um, you said that because um think about how all these videos now of people posting videos about how kevin was negatively impacting their marriage or their relationships and not just kevin but the, the rhetoric and um you know like with with my wife i i she, she, I was listening. I was listening to the whole boy. She, she was like, Why is he so angry? Why is he yelling? And I'm like, It's just funny to me. She's like, Turn that shit off. And I'm like, You're right. Cause that, that's not real life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when I hear Obsidian say, Well, guys, there's guys, certain married guys that they turn up, they turn me off. They let, let not let their wives listen to me. There's a reason partly is because you, you're, you're sowing discord into their marriage or relationship that is already functioning good without you and your rhetoric may hinder that you know to a certain extent so yeah why we ain't do this earlier like i just thought i was an asshole (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm I'm scary should i be scary as hell i ain't gonna gonna curse me out you know everybody you remember how uh they had that scene on uh 
Friday after next where the man has slapped his grandma and she was sitting there jumping and shit. Lord have mercy. I'm the I'm one of the nicest, like uber nicest guys on online. Yeah. I get that now. Now. <laughs> Cause something's like we didn't see you go at at, at uh it was a hostile environment. I had to. Oh, I had to. I had to. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, at the time, I don't think I wanted to uh, jump on um, Game Changer until, you know, I really realized, like, what was <laughs> what? And I was like, nigga, now, nigga. Man, oh. <laughs> I ain't gonna get off into it today. I said no, I was we good, gonna, we good. I was gonna good. be none. I was gonna be none messy. Uh, so I know as many spells as I know words, and I want you to take mm. that and put mm. that in your back pocket. Mm. If you know a word, you know a spell. Mm. Amen. Amen. I say, I say, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> this child. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey. And he said, I know it's a trope, but most people are unable to chew the meat and spit out the bones, regardless of what they say. Oh, mm-hmm. such a wise man. And you know what? That goes to a lot of people just having poor comprehension. And then even if you delve deeper into low IQism, you know, because a lot of people we deal with are not the brightest bulbs in the chandeliers. We would Ooh. a lot of these people we meet online, we would never go out and hang out and have drinks with. Also true. Also yeah. true. Sly, how did you get into spirituality? Uh, oh my God. Always been. I mean, I grew up in a church like everybody else, but um, came out to LA and I was dealing with this Romanian um, woman who was a direct descendant of Tepish bloodline. And God damn it. It's just uh, this woman mm-hmm. did things and it was all bad. <laughs> so she opened my eyes to a whole lot of stuff from her family's point of view with their bloodline, their history. Um, she she had family that fought in Punic Wars. Um, her dad is a director. So what they did was bring pieces of their castle to their home in the hills. Mm-hmm. So one part of their home is like actual pieces of their castle kind of bricked off and they got old family armor with the blood on it and and, encased and shit they got the skulls of all the former old patriarchs i mean that i got introduced from the european way of of occultism not the black folk so when you see it from that side it's like now you understand why when they they hang the black men they cut off the penis and put it in a pickle jar and and keep Mm. it now you understand why they do that so i've seen it from that point of view and then my wife is them people so you know what i'm saying I, I'm, I'm surrounded by the shit so <laughs> i had no choice but to be in it at this point mm. yeah so i wanted to know this for a while how did you um get two wives and how has that been right um, well you, you know um it's it's something that gets kind of fell into place so with number two i've known her for it's been 10 10 11 years now so i've always been dealing with her well, always marry, but um, it took time. They both had to open up to the idea of it. We never went into this like, okay, everybody, polygyny. And it's like, no, it just kind of grew into it. Um, she's a nurse, so that, that, that's a skill set that I, I need. And she's a nurturing woman. And like I said, it's been 10 years, so she ain't going anywhere for the most part. And um, 
the wife is cool with it. So here we are. You previously had an open relationship. Like I remember you talking about the funny thing is, right? So I when I was out there, like out there, out there, I told her, I said, yo, go get you a guy. Get you a guy, friend. You can do all that. She's like, no, she's old school. She's like, no, I married you. You were my husband, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. So we have an understanding. And people are like, what if she does step out? Okay, that's cool. But if I find out about it, it's a problem because she was messy. Now, if she does step out, if she did, I don't need to, as long as I don't know about it, it is what it is. But as far as the second wife, like everybody, pretty much all open books at this point, you know. But there was times I was like, go get you somebody. I mean, like, I want you to go get somebody. And she's, no. So it hasn't come to light or anything like that. So um, Do they like live in the same dwelling? No. Just they separate. So here, I have my time here, and then I have my time down there. So How do you would... divide the time? And is it, are they in the same vicinity? Like y'all stay 15 minutes, everybody stay like 30 minutes away from no, each other. I, I, do I, you have your own house too? Number number two is that's that's our little sanctuary. Like that's our time away from every every from everybody and everything. So when it's I'm down there with her, it's us. Um, here it's you know like I said, it's my wife. Like paperwork on this woman, you know what I'm saying. So and that's not gonna change. But um, everybody had to be of a certain mindset, like a certain age bracket, certain life experiences, you know. So it, it may not work for everybody. Um, like for number two, this was something she would never ever in, would entertain, but it just kind of fell into place. So when you say of a certain age, because especially in the space, like men all what they promote, you know, you know, dating women before they hit the wall, even though they're 50, 60 years old. Um, did you find like they needed a mature mindset in order for this to work? Is that what you're relating to? I mean, yeah, I don't think this will work necessarily with younger women per se unless you get somebody that was groomed in that lifestyle from early on but for the average 40 to 50 year old woman even 35 it's not gonna work you can't talk you can't convince an average woman to be like yeah I it sounds nice but then most guys approach it from sex and it's like no yeah. it's about what skill does she bring and you know what's the end goal you're trying to grow something you know um when, yeah, because most people or most guys approach it from the sex point of view, like oh, I can get to have sex with two women. If you're, if that's your thought, get out of here. Like it, it's not gonna work. You don't have the right mindset to do this. I it's, agree. It's, it's taxing because there's times when, you know, she's like, I miss you. I'm gonna see you. And I'm like, oh my god. You know, <laughs> okay, make arrangements to, to get down there. You know, so you have those times and those moments. You got to learn how to kind of calm yourself because when she's spazzing, when they're both spazzing. And you got to be the, the the center of calmness to both of them. Like, okay, listen, everybody calm down. Take a deep breath. This is what we're going to do. This, that, boom. And yeah, because once, once you, once they see you crack, that's it. Do they get My to have conversations? Oh, I'm sorry. Do they have get to have conversations with each other? Oh about yeah, they, they, they talk all the time. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're oh. each other's confidants when, when need be. So, so, so like for real that's sister cool. wives. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. My husband is, um, he was Muslim for over 30 years. And so he practices polygyny. Well, he, he does not, um, he does not, like, he's not monogamous, but he does not have a, a second wife. It's, it's just me. But he like, when in, you know, when we first started dating, he kind of let me know what his, um, you know, he's his religious doctor and 
permits men to, you know, have up to four wives and as many concubines as their hand can hold or whatever it was. Um, but like I always said, like, that's not something I'm necessarily supposed uh, opposed to, but I also have not been in that situation. And, you know, I, you know, although I, I'm not opposed to it, I don't, I have this idyllic view of how it would work and it probably wouldn't work anything like what, what I have in my head. So, um, you know, Super Sly, I think she's going to be sabotaging the women. If she, if she, if it happens, I, 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 I think she's going to be sabotaging. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't she see can't it. pull the strings. Theory, like, right. I'm like, I don't it. see it. Well, the beauty of it is like people, like, I tell people like the wife has to agree. If she don't agree with it, then this it, is a no-go unless she finds somebody that says, okay, maybe we can try with this one. But, you know, you, you have to be of a very, very, very steeled mindset. And like I said, there are going to be times when people kind of spaz out. And this is not for everybody. I wouldn't suggest this shit for the, the average person because it's, it's, it's stressful enough already just being married, you know, just man and woman. So how do you yeah. deal with it? <sighs> a lot of trial and error like i'm not the best husband like we're in a good place now um but i had to like you said growing pains i'm this is my first marriage i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you know and i'm still act moving like i'm a single guy and even though you know i may have my outside excursions from time to time but still like i had to learn to kind of dial that shit back and not get so involved with these others right because she's like well just making one night stands and having randoms I'll be trying to keep these motherfuckers around for a few years. That's my problem. So I had to learn wow. to dial that shit back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long did it take you um, when you were married to your first wife? How long did it take you to journey into your um, second uh, marriage? Um. Okay. So before I married her, oh my God. So I've been dealing with her off and on for 20 years. And the then, second wife. Number one. Okay. So off and on 20 years, nine years marriage. Number two has been 10 years off and on, no matter who I'm with. So, and it's, it's a long, weird story, but everybody knows who I'm, you know, we can go by the years and be like, who was I with this year? Oh, you were with such and such. Okay. Okay. What year was that? It was that year. So that's kind of how we, how I can remember who I was dealing with by the years, because she would know because every, whoever I'm dealing with, I'm like, look, I'm dealing with somebody. You know what I'm saying? But whatever the case, you know, when I get, I'll come back to you, whatever the case may be, you know, and vice versa with wow. number two. So, yeah. Yeah, they pretty much know all my, all my dirt. How did you handle the jealousy and insecurity um, that came with that? Um, I would, me, I would have, I usually would step away. Like, you know, everybody needs to, I'll deal with you when, when you, that's the, the, the bad side. Like, I would just walk away or pull back and, or be indifferent when that's the time they need you the most. So I had to learn to kind of pour in extra, like be more extra attentive, uh, be a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, less harsh and more, you know, more empathetic per, per se. Cause I get it. It's coming from a place of love and, you know, they just want your time and all that, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta be ready to be, had those moments to be there for them. Cause you have too many of those moments when they check for you and you check out, and then you, you know, you're leaving room for uh, whatever to kind of creep in and, and sow discord to a certain extent. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if most people would be able to manage, um, you know, especially women. But do you think that that's a possible solution um, down the line um, to get black people together? Well, here's the thing. If you have if every black man and every black woman got together in America, you're going to have a bunch of leftovers. So what do you do with these leftovers? And then the leftovers will have children. So now what's what's the, the next possible solution? You know, we laugh at other cultures when the husband dies and the brother moves in. It's like you laughing, but there's a reason why they do that. You know, so I, I would say yes, but the majority of people are not ready to have that discussion, let alone even try to en enact that in real life. It would just go to shit. It would go to shit yeah. real quick. Yeah. Um, shout out to Rogish the Billmonger. Rogish was good. He said, respect y'all, respect Sly. He said, appreciate the history that you ran down on Star's show the other day. Scathing as it was delivered, but um accurate. Um, I thought that was really interesting too. Um, do so, you know, of course, I was listening in. I called well, I didn't call in, I sent a super chat because I actually wanted to use um some of the things that they were talking about on the show, especially with Steve, the Dean and the history yeah. of the manosphere. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And, you know, a couple other brothers that got up there and spoke on it. But um, when you was running down the history, I was like, Oh, they're going to be mad. And that's what I, and that's what I hate when you have your movement co-opted by new people that weren't there, that don't understand the history or don't do history. And you can mm -hmm. frame it to whatever narrative you want. And then everyone's like, it's okay. No, it's not okay. No, yeah. it's not okay. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they lied, um, particularly when it came down to Pearl and Pearl's impact on the space. Now I was sitting there and you know, it was, it was one of those things where I wanted to call in and be like, I was right in the middle of it. Yada, yada, yada. But listen, I, I I literally was like, better not fucking call in. I had to literally talk myself off the ledge. Like, you better sit your ass down. Stay out of these niggas bidding. This ain't, this ain't even your space no more. You how, frust how frustrating was it for you to listen to all these newbies call in? Well, you know, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. It's like, we got it was, it was frustrating. It was frustrating as hell because we've been here and we haven't been here you know, since the space's inception, yeah. but we've been here for quite some time to actually see the things that have, that have taken place and have yeah. seen it firsthand because we've been right in the middle of. So mm -hmm. I'm sitting back there like, you better not fucking call. Because I was like, Whoo! We remember when Kevin was not well received and he was, they were disparaging his, you know, talking about his sexuality and didn't know, like when people didn't fool with him. We remember. No, we the whole came, suit. Right. There was a yeah. whole debate over suits and cut your yes. hair. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, um, it was hard for me to stay off the panel. I, it was like, I'm sitting there like, just dialing up, just Yo, dial it. I was on hold for an hour. I just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't let that shit go. Cause and and Steve, shout out to Steve, but Steve wasn't gonna tell the truth. Steve wasn't gonna tell. I ain't feel like Steve hey, was being all the way honest either. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I like Steve. I, yeah. I, I I like Steve, but I didn't feel like I was like now Steve. Steve now ain't gonna Steve. tell. The Steve ain't keeping it a bug, bro. <laughs> and Star was like, you can call in. I was like, don't you fucking call in. Yeah, you should have called in. Especially that Pearl thing. 
especially the pearl thing. Uh, the pearl thing really um got to me because I'm like now she was a she and, and to me she's still low down um and raggedy. Um, but you know, to see the way the men cape for her and then to act like it was not, it wasn't that big of a deal or it was like a bitch that was here for like five minutes and then we don't know who she is. Yeah. I, I was, I'm sitting there like my, my chest was hurting by the time I was like, don't call in, don't call in. I'm glad, I'm glad I had some restraint. Um, because to me, it was like one of the things that I felt like we should have got away from in the first place. Mm -hmm. Let, let the, let these dudes do what yeah. they do. Uh, we already know what it is. We've seen we've seen under the we've seen behind mm -hmm. the wall. We've seen the curtains. Um, so we we know mm -hmm. what it is. But it was hard. I I was glad you called in because I was like there was some real um, history that you gave and it was accurate. Um, so I was actually glad that you called in um, and gave a, a a good history of the space. So I was yeah, glad. I wish that. I wish more of the guys that got away from it would say, Hey, no, that that's not how it took place. But you see that less and less and everyone's okay with the narratives moving forward. Fine. Have at it. So when they, when it, when they present it as a package that doesn't include you, uh, then okay. That's what you asked for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause you know, I think we, we as content creators, uh, specifically me and concrete can really give, um, what it was like to be in a space as a woman at the time that we came in versus what it's like now um, mm -hmm. versus us saying that we're, you know, we're not a part of the space. Um, mm -hmm. We still are associated with it, of course. But I, like like I said earlier, it was a space that we shouldn't have been in in the first place. And hindsight being 2020, I couldn't see it. Um, you know, when I was sitting here fight trying to fight yeah. everybody about it, I, I really could not see it or get or understand um why we weren't wanted or needed here um but you know hindsight is 2020 we i definitely get it now more so than i ever have but you had ty city and ramil move a lot of their content behind a paywall yeah. mm -hmm. how do you think that do you think moving behind a paywall would serve the space better if men actually moved it behind a paywall and just had it for exclusively for men. Honestly, no, uh, that's mm -hmm. only for like your hardcore demographic, but mm -hmm. everybody wants their message to be heard. And the biggest platform is YouTube. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has websites, but you're not going to get nowhere near the traction that, you know, that you would on, uh, with a live stream. So um, right. I, I understand why they would do it. But that's like for your hardcore demo. But the majority, you want your message heard by as many people as possible. So, yeah. Good point. Um, shout out to MGTOW University said, actually, the fuss over Kevin KS talking about being more attractive to women on a MGTOW it more channel. So, of course. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. What was he saying? Okay, he's saying so. Actually, the fuss was over Kevin talking about being more attractive to women on a MGTOW it more channel, meaning that you got men going their own way, but Kevin is telling you what to do to be um, more oh. attractive to women so women will I want you. you. I and I think a lot of men had problems, especially with the type of women that they feel that America is breeding and pushing out. And a lot of these guys are um, anti-black women or anti-black rhetoric their rhetoric, their rhetoric yeah. is anti-black woman yeah okay yeah. so i would ask you guys i don't understand why they why would you complain about a, a 
a type of woman you say you don't want. At the end of the day, you know, you don't want to boom. You don't want to Keisha. Keisha has a bunch of kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you care what Keisha does? How does Keisha impact your life? I think right? that was the guys. It was like, it was, you know, the space was, was not supposed to be about women. So of course, you know, clearly if you have any kind of logical mindset and you take a step back, you realize that the space is entirely about women and we're focused on the women that we say we don't want, don't desire, you know, would never sleep with, but 90% of the content that's coming out of the space mm. is surrounding them. So yeah. clearly it was a bullshit. Oh, no, I agree. How I com- how I sound like complaining about fat women if I don't like why okay then. well this is the thing though and, and and to give the guys some credit some credit when you have the majority of black women buying into the same rhetoric so if you have uh your Sinjis, you have your princellas and they're pushing pushing messaging um that's saying that you know the majority of these guys are bad and you have a lot of women that buy into the rhetoric while we may not be hoes we agree with some whole logic. We may not uh, be participants in certain behaviors, but we still support certain women. Um, nobody wants to see Sexy Red get our ass kicked in the middle of the street. Guys may not agree with that. Um, guys may want to see slick, Sexy Red slapped up a bit um, to change her rhetoric, to change how her music or whatever. Women will sit here and say, no, don't slap sexy red up. I don't agree with her, but I don't want you whooping her ass. I don't want you um, treating her a certain way. I want you to be nice to sexy red, even though sexy red has all these things to say about you. I'm still going to kind of support you to a certain degree. You remember we had the content on why women stand behind hoes or why women support hoes. Right. And a lot of black women um particularly we buy into a lot of the rhetoric we we support a lot of the uh same type of women or the same types of behaviors we still will stand behind women to a certain degree as opposed to we don't fuck with you we don't agree with you we ain't standing with you we ain't standing beside you we're we're done you're on this side we're on this side women more so try to say well you know um she's like this but she had this experience i had that experience we should yeah. be able to come together. And, you know, that's what women kind of rally behind. And a lot of men don't, when men say they don't deal with a certain type of man, that man is cut off from them. Exactly. I don't fuck with you. I don't deal with you. You on this side, yeah. I'm on this side. Women are more so, well, you know, you know, her father beat her ass when she was four. <laughs> and that's why yeah. she's like that. So I get it I because, think, you know. We're empathetic to other women. Oftentimes we see ourselves in other women. But I think to Sly's point, like, for for example, like we we even as Western women, as Black women, we're going to be empathetic to Black women to a certain degree, even if we don't engage yeah. in the same type of behavior. But their focus, their, their primary focus on their content is the women they say they don't desire. If we say we're not of the ilk of a sexy red, we think that that's harmful to the community. 90% of our content ain't promoting or ain't talking about the sexy reds of the world. So I think that's the difference. Yes, we will still recognize them. We'll still, um, we'll, we can, we'll still empathize, still connect with them on some level, but they literally will make the focus, the thing that they say that they hate. The thing that they say that they want to disregard and that they that you know um, is, is harmful to them, they will focus on it day in and day out. Like, 
I have the same messaging for the divestors too, because if you're not dealing with black men, baby, why are you still talking about the community? You need to be focused on them white men, focused on their power structure, focused on how to make them better people, how to push them up. That's what your your focus needs to be on. But they stay in the in the mud, uh, talking about black men. And you know, my argument's been the same on both sides. No, I'm glad yeah. y'all said that because at the very base, women see each other like. Okay, just off GP because you're a woman. I'm going to give you grace. Men don't allow each other that type of grace. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just off a fact, mm-hmm. I see a brother. I should not see him as a, uh, as a competitor just because we may not agree on, on everything, all things. But that's the, once again, men don't put men first. Women put women first at off the, off the rip. That's a woman. Mm-hmm. Don't you, don't you do not. That's a woman. <laughs> so off rip. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Good point. Well, I don't have any more questions. And I was wondering if you would allow us to drop the link. Yeah, bring these bowling pins up so I can knock them down. Ow. Let's get it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> I feel like let me see. There was another question that I had. Do you think the space has brought women to their knees? Like, do you think that the space has resulted in women being like, you know, y'all got it. You know, we were wrong. We need to be accountable for our actions. No, no. The women see the men as a lick. Now they're coming over here to make money off these off these men, and these oh. men freely give. There's no cuts. Oh. I remember Obsidian. Remember years ago, Trump was in office. Cuts, cuts, cuts. And winter is coming. Winter is winter ain't came for these women. Ain't coming for these women. Let's cut that bullshit out. Well, I I was also thinking about um, Fresh and Fit and the uh, impact that Fresh and Fit had on OnlyFans models. <laughs> so the OnlyFans models say they would go go up there. You had guys cursing them out in the chat, talking big shit. Y'all ain't nothing but stupid whores, yada, yada, yada. But them OnlyFans subscriptions was going up, Went up. through the roof. It was lit. Through the roof. Yeah. And <laughs> like, what can you say to that? Like, what can you say? You know, they sit there and they talk their shit. But them women was like, girl, go on fresh and fit. I don't care what they saying. I'll, You'll I'll... be a damn fool not to. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Get your yeah. random numbers up. Like, yeah. Right. They was like, oh, you know, F them, F them. The girls was like, no, girl, go on fresh and fit, honey. That's where the bag at. That's and it. they, uh, m- the majority of them that have gone on have reported, you know, that they've had more subscriptions, more um, yeah, yeah exposure. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they talk a good game, but um, you know, BGS said at one point that um majority men, the majority of men, especially in this space, are a blowjob away um from the blue pill. And you know where's the lie? Where's the lie at in, in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, a shout out go ahead, oh, excuse me. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He said, because black men still want black women for the most part. Just not Keisha and even mm-hmm. black women with degrees are Keisha's too, and vice versa. Um, I don't necessarily believe that. Um, I oh. saw I saw a post on Dennis Sperling's page the other day. Mm-hmm. 
And Dennis Sperling said that at one point, it's going to be embarrassing to even be seen with a black woman. Oh, what dang. are y'all thoughts on that? Sly, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts That's on harsh. that? Oh, that 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 was a serious poll. Yeah, that was serious. He he was dead ass. He was um now, you know, when I I've seen I've been um in proximity of Dennis Sperling mm -hmm. for um quite some time and I would say even um on Facebook, I would see him around, but um, when I came, I kind of came through Nicole Michelle, and he used to be um, on Nicole Michelle's a lot. I remember her, yeah. Yeah, and so I ran across Dennis Sperling. Um, the stuff after Kevin passed was a little, it's quite iffy to me. It was extra. Wow, was extra. he be wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was quite. I can't funny. take him. I can't take him. It was. You know, and I'm I'm a person. I still be subscribed to people because I'd be like, "What the hell saying?" I know you do. I'd be like, "Dan, as you should, like, as you should, yes." And keep talking I'm like, everybody. I keep low key thinking she like a sadist or something because, like, I can't listen. I can't ingest that. Like that, that, I can't ingest that. Like that super deep hated disdain for black women. I don't know how I used to go on obsidian panels because maybe some of his chat. I mean, you were at, like, you could comment in a chat on certain people's channels and they were just attack mode. And I don't know how I dealt with it because I'm an empath. So I ingest all that energy and it's, it's, it's too much. You know what I said, girl, through pain comes, uh, through pain comes growth. And every time I go through and I'm hurt, I was like, that's just weakness leaving yeah. the body and stuff. And that's what made me a strong black woman. I know. No. <laughs> I don't want to be strong. <laughs> Grow up, you comfortable, but baby, I'm okay. I've grown enough. I need to, I need to, you know, kind of, you know, shrink at this point because. But I, you know what? Hmm. It's helped me. Now I've taken a lot of stuff, and don't don't get me wrong, it has hurt. Some of it has definitely been painful. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong, but um, I think I've ended up getting a larger scope of things that I wouldn't have normally gotten to had I not went through it. Yeah. Um, so it kind of helped me understand a lot better than me being on the surface level of, or scratching the surface a little bit. And, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of get stung a little bit and you like, fuck that. I ain't doing it no more. Mm -hmm. When I felt like I kind of got down to the eye of it, I'm so much better able to empathize. But then it also told me that I'm not as good as I thought I was too. Cause I, you know, you have it in your head that you up here and you, you, women are about we we a lot of ego we're a lot of ego yeah. but it really you know it was it was painful it was painful but i got down to the bottom of a lot of shit that i don't think i would have um reached otherwise had i not went through the experience so i'm not mad but now i think i am definitely more cautious now now i, I curse your ass out and run um i ain't even gonna listen to you curse me back out no more <laughs> like i'll curse your ass out and get my shit off and hopefully you mad about it and then i'll just leave and i'll just you know that's hilarious la, no la, la, I, la, la. <laughs> I cannot see people being embarrassed to be out with black women like that that I don't know what he's going through, but for him to even put that out there, like, aren't his kids half? Doesn't didn't ain't the majority of his exes are these? And the Keisha thing, you know, that's just a, a a rubber stamp. You know, if you just get loud with somebody one time, Keisha, you know, if you just just reach your neck, Keisha, like it just it's a rubber stamp. 
You know what I'm saying? So there's Keisha with PhDs and MDs and, and all that good stuff. So listen, that's a good point though. But I do think that, you know, that is a trope that's associated with black women. And I think that it's kind of thrown out there in some instances to keep us in our place because I've had men that have come on our in our panel and because we're controlling the panel or because we are being assertive, we're in a male-dominated space, we got a panel full of men, and because we assert ourselves, we're a Keisha, we're masculine, and all the things. So I do think that's a trope, but I also have seen Black women that hang on to their hood mentality, despite the fact that they have even graduate degrees. I think I've seen recently a post of a lawyer, and she um, was taking her pictures for her um, for her um, JD, and she had uh, like a grill in and she's like, you know what I mean? So some women, some black Jeez. women do want to hang on to their hood, you know, their their hood attributes, even though they're, you know, elevating as it relates to getting more education. Right. Yeah, that's that's a bit much. Yeah. Well, you know what? Okay, um, everybody the was begging for the link and they nobody oh. showed up. <laughs> What's tea? <laughs> Listen, they know. Girl, they know. you want to really know what the tea is? What? Honey, you know, we've been talking about Kevin. We've been talking about the occult. Oh. Um, they probably received strict orders. Don't you take your ass. Oh. <laughs> I think they got like a phone tree and they be texting one another like, don't go up there on them fat bitches panel. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I cannot. <laughs> Obsidian, welcome. Obsidian. I'll read the super chat. Shout out to MGTOW Universe. He said, remember that senator that was literally twerking on a handstand? Did y'all like it? Did you like it, MGTOW? Did you want to throw dollars at the screen or was you like twerking, bitch? Did you see that senator? I did. And the, the bigger question is, Black men couldn't do nothing to impact her reelection. Oh, mm. I don't think I don't think black men should have. I think that was for the people of was it Rhode Island? I, I think so. Rhode I think Island it was. was for the people of Rhode Island to uh, to decide. Fair enough, but if, if it the black folk in Rhode Island, there should be enough black men to be like, hey, we don't. Where's our candidate at to counteract this? Um, that's something for black men in Rhode Island to uh, determine. That's so once right. again, it, it goes back to overall argument. Black men as a collective are not trying to match which with these women. You just want to they just want to come online and, and yell for the most part. I don't think I don't think they should have to do anything as a collective. We are a nation of individuals. So and I think not... and I think and I think that like minded individuals get together and do things with regard to. And the reason why I'm here today is to kind of, you know, set straight some of the facts about oh. with regard to the black manosphere. My, my okay. first question isn't to Sly per se, it's to you two ladies. I am curious, every time fact-based conversations obtain regarding the state of the black manosphere, I notice a trend, it is not just with YouTube particularly. I'm noting this, I'm noticing this more broadly. I was over on Clubhouse, for example, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And there were a <clears throat> there were a number of ladies making statements about red pills, manosphere, and so on and so forth. 
And when I asked them, I said, okay, so where are these statements coming from exactly? Because it's never said that, okay, Andrew Tate said this, and we're responding to this. Or Kevin Samuel said this, and we're responding to that. It's always these guys. And I get the sense that many people, and it's not just black women, to be fair. There's a lot of black men who do this too. I get the sense mm -hmm. that they're really responding to commenters. They're not really responding to actual movers and shakers. They're not coming forth with chapter and verse and timestamps. They're responding to people they see in chat rooms. They're responding to comments on videos. So my first question is, if you want to understand and get the facts, about red pillars or the facts about the black manosphere. Why don't you talk to the people who actually know it? Mm -hmm. Why are you talking to people who are, the, who are the most removed from it and the least informed? I, I don't understand that. Please, please explain. Oh, I'll, I'd love to well, answer that. Go ahead, Concrete. Um, the reason that we're talking to Super Sly about this specific topic is because he was in the space for quite some time. He was in the space at, at its peak. In addition, he the, the, a lot of our questions stem from or revolved around the fact that he is no longer part of the space. Um, we could have talked to anybody about this specific topic. Um, but we decided to speak to him. Um, he is aware, at least, of the history of the space. And we simply chose to speak to him about it as a result of his past involvement in the space. I don't think that there was any ideal person who could have answered the questions. However, um, if you're interested, once Danny um, concludes her response, you can answer too. And, 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 and it's, it's simply a question that we're asking. We're not making an assumption. We're asking the question as to whether or not Black men were led astray uh, by the Red Pill movement. And anyone's answer is going to be a matter of opinion. Okay. Um, my response to that is Super Sly is married to not one, but two women um, and would be able to give a scope on men being in relationships and being successful in relationships and how those dynamic work, those dynamics work um, versus what the red pill is teaching and has taught. Um, we've also talked about our experiences within the space. I went through and clearly outlined the things that I learned from the space, what it made me um, examine and what, what it made me take a look at. Um, but I like to talk to an assortment of people um, to get varying opinions about their experiences within the space that we've all participated in. Yeah. Um, with regard to the, um, to the assertion that Sly is in a position to be able to be more authoritative in terms of dealing with women, given no, his I'm sorry if I uh, if I misconstrued, um, I, I stand to be corrected. Um, but my understanding of what you just said was that he's able to discuss these matters given his own particular marital status. Do I have that right? Well, he's able to give a different perspective mm -hmm. from. His he's, he's able to give a different perspective, being that he is a married man, mm -hmm. being that he is also partic participated in this space. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hear his perspective. That's kind of odd because 
Um, I've been with the same woman for, you know, one and one half times longer than Sly's been with either of his. Haven't we Sir, interviewed you, you as well? Naturally. You can't have it both ways. Easy, 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 easy. Hold, hold, wait, 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 wait. Stop, easy, stop, stop. Easy. Stop. You can't have it both ways. Easy, 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 easy. You talk for almost two hours straight. Uninterrupted. Okay, I'm you got answering it. a question. You got it. Is this that ego fight that they was talking so, about in the so, chat? That be they say break mm -hmm. up the fucking space. Is this that? E mm -hmm. Is this that ego insertion? You coming here with ego, cause really? We already know. We we already but know. Let um, let him get his um stuff out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who, I'm sorry. Who was he referring to with regard to ego? I'm just curious. Go ahead. Just answer the question. Just answer the question. Obsidian. No, no, no. I was just simply, I was just simply saying that um, if the question is whether or not the quote-unquote red pill space and by extension the black manosphere is somehow deficient in dealing with women one of its founding fathers of the space has had an uninterrupted relationship with a black woman for nearly 15 years i would think that that would factor into the the, the discourse at some point given my relative position to the space that's all i'm saying Oh, Obsidian, but we've also had you on the show plenty of times to offer your opinions and your thought process. We've been on your show um, plenty of times um, where we've offered our thought processes and opinions about different lots of topics. Mm -hmm. um, this was just a particular topic. Uh, Super Sly uh, waited on the phone with Star for about an hour mm -hmm. um, to get on to speak about the Black Manosphere. Mm -hmm. um, when we saw that uh, dialogue and that conversation take place, um, you know, the introduction of him coming onto the show was definitely brought up again. And I was like, yeah, let me just see if I can um, get them on and you know it came into fruition um, because yeah. we we have never had an opportunity to talk to Super Sly in a one on one yeah and um, city, so, we'll talk to somebody biracial that's on an entirely different continent about black America issues but you have an issue with us inviting Super Sly on to talk about red pill like come no, on like well, well, actually, well, actually, ju just pearly things and I, and I, and I noticed it's interesting right. that you had to go to make, go and make a dodge just pearly things never talked about black American. Issues. I think she was talking about Jessica X. Jessica, Jessica X, Jessica X by extension, never specifically Please talked don't. about black American issues. As a matter of you're, fact, Jessica you're joking, X made, right? no, I'm not. Jessica X herself. I don't care what claim she makes. Look at, okay, look well, at her. Um, we have to go, her we have to go by what she actually said. We have no, to go, we don't by have to go by what, what she said. We go by what we see. And well, we no, see no, 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 no. We, we have, have to go by what she said and what she said by her own That's admission. Enough was that she was talking about black women in the UK as well. It wasn't just oh, an American thing. Literally, she, she will focus on content, like she don't, She will focus on content that is specific to black Americans. She will focus on um, famous black American people. She will focus on the actions of black American women and highlight them for a topic. Mm -hmm. So we know what we see. I don't care what she say. Well, well I mean, I can understand that you're upset by it, but... Uh... But nevertheless, I mean, I'm just, I'm just simply. Well, if no, no, if she pulls up stats that pertain to Black American women, she's mm -hmm. not going to include the UK in those stats. Yeah. And I generally, in the, that no, that wasn't the case. And you know, and I, I'm not even saying this as my understanding uh, is that she's done it on numerous occasions. What that she's pulled up stats she's talked about, she's talked to about Black UK American black women? women. She's talked about UK Black women on numerous occasions. 
Okay, yeah. she might have talked about UK Black women, but that is not the sole focus of her content. So mm-hmm. my point is that if you yourself can have conversations with someone who is not Black American, who talks mm-hmm. about Black American issues, literally, we can have a conversation with Supersly, who really and truly, you know, contributed to the space, like, and, you know, has, has knowledge of the Red Pill movement, and despite the fact that he is no longer in the space, you know, still has... Uh, um, still has uh, uh, um, knowledge of what's going on in the space and or if he doesn't about specific questions, he's welcome to simply say that and get his take on the topic at hand. Well, he's, a, he's welcome to his own opinions, but he's not welcome to his own facts. The facts do you think are, he lied on the space? No, no yeah. I said he's welcome to his own opinion. No, but do you think he lied? What, what did Super Sly sl- say? That I, didn't say he, I, didn't, I didn't accuse him of being a liar. No, so what did he say that would that may be construed as inaccurate in your? Well, if there's any any if there is any Australia the space, this is the bullshit. What it is? This bitch ass nigga came in here pissing whoa, in the corner, trying whoa, to try, whoa, trying to take over the motherfucking shop. This is the issue with the space right here. This is the issue with the space. I understand oh, what no. you're saying. We'll let you, we'll let you, um, you know, we'll let you comment. Who the fuck is you to come in pissing in the corner on somebody's show like your ass finna stink up the motherfucking space with your ass, with your funk, nigga? Pillar or no pillar? Where the fuck is your etiquette, nigga? And now we see why we don't. I drop off. I drop off of this what it's gonna be because this motherfucker gonna move this nut slick the entire time. Ain't finna happen up here. You'll be doing all this. Uh uh. Hold on. One at a time. One at a time. We literally, I understand you disagree with his point, and I understand what you're highlighting as it relates to what he's doing, but we'll let you speak to that. But we got to keep the dialogue respectful because that's part of the problem in the space, too. Supersly laid it out earlier, like how we give grace to one another, despite the fact that we completely disagree with, you know, um, each other's. When I say we, I'm talking about black women, despite the fact that we completely disagree with the actions that each other is engaging in, we can still give grace. You don't have to agree with him because I don't agree with Obsidian on a lot of things. But we it's just not about an agreement or a disagreement. It's not about an agreement or disagreement. Both of y'all were stuck on responding to him for him coming in questioning y'all based yeah. off of y'all having an interview with the brother here. I, Who the fuck is I, he? I, That's coming here to pissing in the space. I, no, no, no. I understand the picture that you're painting. My point is just this. We want to have respectful dialogue. Like We want to be able to engage with one another in a respectful fashion. And we're going to give you the floor so that you can speak your piece because I already knew what you were highlighting. And I know what I know what Obsidian is doing, and he does that. He'll come in and and, and disrupt the flow of things like he does. But we just want to engage in respectful dialogue with one another. Is my point. So, so as, I, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Um, okay. uh, Sly is, of course, welcome to his opinions. He's a fellow American citizen. The the question is the factual statements made with regard to the current state of the Black manosphere. Um, I'm happy to report that we have had our, our third conclave um, uh, in Atlanta. We Of the three conclaves we've done so far, two of them have been in Atlanta, which is, I understand, Sly's uh, backyard. We did one in 2021. We did one just last month here in 2023. We're uh, gearing up to do another one in Houston in 2024. Sly was welcome to join us as any other black man who uh, who passes muster with our screening process. Um, we had black men there to specifically address the things that Sly talked about during his interview. For example, on the question of dealing with women, vetting them, and so on and so forth. Sly is right to point out 
that you cannot stop a woman, let's say if you're legally married to her, you cannot stop her from just waking up one day and say, you know what, I'm not happy, I'm done with this. Fair enough. That was the reason why we had the lead attorney, a graduate of the University of Georgia Law School, 20-year veteran of the divorce and family courts, come in to give a special address on the importance of black men understanding these things, as well as the importance of getting a prenup. We had Carnell Smith, another Georgia native, um, who has been very well known on both the white and black manosphere sides. He's known as the paternity fraud coach. He goes nationwide talking about paternity fraud. He has played a major role in almost single-handedly um, um, reformed laws, both in the Peachtree State as well as in the state of Tennessee. They just got finished uh, launching a law that will uh, punish women who uh, commit fraternity fraud. Um, we've had Nathan Daly. Uh, I believe he's been with the force over 10 years, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Atlanta Police Department, give a, a address to the brothers on how to deal with the police and the law, and the list goes on from there. We've had talks about entrepreneurship, business ownership, real estate investment. We had talks about personal fitness, and we also had a focus on black male mental health. We have a licensed therapist, clinical state board licensed black male therapist who uh, is a graduate of the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, to uh, give an address on that. There, were, there have been a whole bunch of things that we did. Women did not play a role in it. They had no operational or organizational role whatsoever, did not fund it. Our, our, fund, our uh, gathering of black men nationwide, I think it ranks either number four or number five of all of the black male gatherings, including the one going down in Atlanta next month called Black Menswear. They have, uh, they was in the, in the social media news for being dragged for wearing suits by, uh, you know, See the Thing Is podcast and others uh, by black women dra dragging them for that. That, that kind of made the, made the headlines. Um, and we're also, aside from being either number four or number five in the nation along these lines, we're also the single biggest non-sponsored multi-day black male event for black men. That directly came out of Kevin Samuels's Facebook group, The Mix. All four of us, me, Theo Waff, Jason Brown, Shannon Rawls, all of us were members of Kevin's Facebook group. These are facts. Okay, Obsidian, I want to give Super Slide the floor so he can respond and then we'll move on and circle back. Um, go ahead, Super Slide. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Bro, I give it to you. You are a master salesman. Matt, we know nobody asks about all that. And none of that you can quantify in numbers. But I will say this. You said everyone's an individual. However, black men, the space as a collective, like to complain. But then you expect black men to individually deal with or make their own decisions when it comes to dealing with uh, women. While the women, on the other hand, operate as a collective and deal with men as a collective. You can't have it both ways or 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 this is why men, once again, are are basically losing this war uh, to women. 
uh, I like to respond, please. What does this have to do with what you said? Everything. I just spoke to what you talked well, sweetie, about. Keep it succinct, please, because we yeah, do want to get to the spoke to what you talked about. You, you talked about. I just spoke to what you talked about with regard to how men are not effectively dealing with women. I just countered that by talking about the lead attorney's um, presentation. I talked about Carnell West, Carnell, uh, Carnell Smith, rather. Carnell Smith's presentation regarding paternity fraud. These are two major concerns with many black men. Paternity fraud, child support, marriage, divorce. So these are things that we specifically spoke to. You spoke to the question of the effectiveness of the black manosphere, particularly in the time that Kevin has passed. I countered that by saying that we have had our third and largest manosphere conclave um, and this one is the first one that we truly had since his passing, and it was a major uh, success. And um, we do have quantifiable metrics for it. We, we record all of the numbers that we do for the conclave. This is the biggest one we had yet. Over 200 black men showed up. So all I'm simply saying is, I mean, again, I don't begrudge you the right to your to your opinion, brother. You are, you're entitled, but I'm just here to just uh, present the facts. Those are not facts. Uh, your 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 success is subject subjective, very subjective. But I'm not here for that. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, it, it's it's over. Um, y'all had a good run. It 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 died with Kevin, and there's nobody that's good enough to take his place. A lot of you guys are just fighting over scraps and whatever market share you can get. Mm. Um, your movement rhetoric has been co-opted. Co-opted by who? Everybody that's not affiliated, that hasn't helped grow the space, or that wasn't there. Or Give me some names. It, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not gonna give names. You know who these names are. You named them already. You already named them. If you could, if you could give names, you would do it. Oh, okay, Tate. Uh, Tate doesn't know I, anything about the black manosphere. Exactly. He doesn't know anything about it. Exactly. And he doesn't speak to the black manosphere issue. But once again, nobody acknowledges and not acknowledges the black side of the of, of the manosphere rhetoric. It's just the manosphere. Do. Of course they do. No, no. So sitting, we're because well, we we can do this all day, but we're gonna circle I'm, back. I, I want to. I want to hear. I, like I, I actually think that you know you had some interesting points. Um, so I do want to come back to you, but give us just a minute because we want to allow everyone a chance to speak. Um, who was next, Danny? Let's get to MGTOW Universe. Okay. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Hey, MGTOW. How's everything? Hey, MGTOW. Uh, it's a great Sunday. Um, wh why does this idea keep coming up like the manosphere is dead? It's like it's supposed to have been died like 10 years ago and then like when Adpocalypse came around the first time, it was supposed to be dead then. And then when it came around with the community guideline strikes, it was supposed to be dead then. Like, it's just ideas at the end of the day. Ideas do not die. Kevin Samuels may have died, but his ideas will live on forever. So will his videos. So it's not, it, there is no head. There is no leader. I don't know why people keep trying to make someone a leader, a head, a figure, whatever. It's just... No, it's just ideas at the end of the day. Y'all, listen, do y'all see how we deify people? This man talking like. <laughs> how, you see how it doesn't mess in anyone? Hey, no disrespect to you. I don't know you, no disrespect to you. You sound crazy to us <laughs> outside looking. <laughs> but no diss, no shade. 
But y'all see the problem with this online rhetoric when it meets the real world. It sounds ludicrous. You guys sound like lunatics. You guys well, I'm, like, I'm waiting for to explain. You're just saying things. You're I'm just sorry. Adjectives. Well, well, I'm sorry. Can you rephrase what you no, said? No, 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 no. You just said I just sounded like a lunatic. Why do I have to All I heard it? was the ideas don't die. Kevin, the videos will live on. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sorry. I, well, what lost what was the actual question? question? Because I didn't understand what the question was, Miktow, what's the question? I, I didn't, I didn't know what that was. I, I, he was I said, I don't know why. Trying to embody the the principle of red pill, Thank as, you. as if as Jesus if it needs Christ. it needs it needs to be embodied for it to live. I said as plain as possible. It's okay. Philosophy. Okay. You, it's, but it's, you, it's you a, made a, a statement a more than anything. You said that you know ideas don't die, and you you made more of a statement. I didn't well, know. First, well, the first thing I'm sorry, Rose. First thing I said is why is it people keep trying to say like the manosphere is dead when you know there and i brought up all these examples over the past decade where oh, the manosphere yeah. has supposed to died and clearly it hasn't i wasn't trying to deify anyone i was just using kevin okay. samuels as an example yeah, okay you that. I thought he, he wasn't even listening thing, but Jesus. he might have something else to add go ahead Sly. sorry uh, okay I, i'll i'll say this um you guys don't punch as hard without your heavyweight champion I, i'll say that much and then two to address the the, the red pill who's part. Who's the heavyweight champion? That's who's he talking about? That's called love. Who, who is he trying to oh, deify? No, let, him, let him answer. Let him answer me. And I don't know who's talking about. And, and to I the think red... he's talking about Kevin Samuels. Okay, but he he just talking about deifying somebody. We're talking about some heavy heavyweight champion. But go ahead, go off. Uh, okay. And to the red pill, the red pill philosophy does not hold up very well in the real world. It just does not. Let's and, hear it. And, and, once again. If you're gonna if you're gonna claim or run this rhetoric with the ideology or the philosophy, it should be all encompassing, not just solely focused on women. This is where you guys are losing that fight. But that's the thing; it's not so. Were you not? On women. I, I don't know you, you, when you came in. I'm sorry. Hold on, Rogish. I and I and I'll pass the mic. I don't know when you came into the manosphere, but it hasn't always been. It hasn't only been about women. Who is this guy again, y'all? Respectfully, uh, who, who is he again? MGTOW Universe, but I, I think MGTOW. No, let me go. No, let me talk. Let me talk. I want to see where it goes. No, I'm good. You got it. The argument. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have anything. Well, let no. me send a very special shout out to Chocolate Bunny. Um, she said, "Great show, um, Chocolate Bunny. We really, really appreciate the support." Yeah. And uh, there's a face that we haven't seen in a while, Brother George, making Street Media TV. Welcome. Um, thank you so much for joining us. What are your thoughts so far? Hey, how y'all doing? Yeah, me and my wife was listening to the show when it was just you, uh, you and Um, it was actually a great show. It was Thank very informative. So um, I like the fact that um, we had two black women on here that are married. And when Sly was actually talking, um, there wasn't a lot of over talking them. You know, you guys were receiving what he was saying. And, and it was it was it was a good dialogue, you know, prior to all this stupid, this childish foolishness that's going on now. It's just like my wife then got up and walked away. Um, it, I, I think it's a travesty that it was only about 13 people in the room. And because you had you had three married black people on here and you were talking about responsibility, sacrifice, commitment, accountability, and actually how to um, obtain and maintain and sustain the relationship. Right. Um, most of our people are not going to gravitate towards that because that's the real meat uh, as far as fixing the community. We, we went into a little polygyny, a whole bunch of everything. Right. Um, 
and then it, it, it always segues into uh i call the dirty sections of youtube that's actually not um it's not helping the community at all um and it's what we got going on now you know me and my wife we just the 13th we just celebrated 20 years wow congratulations congrats and Man, congrats. Uh, most of the people, what I've noticed in the, since being online since 2009, anything that's associated with black people, men and women being together, actually being happy, um, promoting positivity, gets no black people won't support it at all. They won't support it. It's not going to have 2,000 people in the room. Now, if I have a white woman with a sweater tied around my uh, my chest, oh, I have 5,000 people in here. You know, or if I go online with Pearly and I support Pearly, I have a whole bunch of black men supporting me. This is this is the, the foolishness. Fine. But in a space like this, it's nine people watching. So I'll say this after uh, ending here. When Kevin Samuels was uh, was making his ascension, um, what I've noticed is a lot of a lot of the brothers that was um, in the beginning of the black manosphere that helped start it. A lot of people came in and they actually. Um, upstaged them and created bigger channels based off of their talking points. A lot of the women came in, showed a little leg, showed a half a, a half a titty, and all them all them red pill niggas hauled ass over there, donate money. I, mean, I seen it all. I made videos about it, right? Where you had some of the mainstays, the ones that actually created it. These people got bigger channels than them now. You know why? Because black men on all levels from Phuket, from the from the, the black man in the suit to the brother on the block with the hot clock. Black men don't get along at all. Now it's easy to blame everything on Pookie, but I'm hearing all these years later, oh yeah, we're building, we're doing this. No, y'all had way ample enough time as men to put together something, especially these professional men, where people can, where you can have legislation on the floor, you can have certain things that's speaking to your issues. Kevin been dead with almost two years now. Where, where is the podcast from these brothers that come together to build something maybe just as big as Kevin to springboard from that? I've seen women do it. I've seen these women do it. I've seen a white woman do it. So, no, nah, I mean, I'm not, listen, like I said, I'm not, I'm, it, it, one thing I learned, I land here, one thing I had to learn since being on YouTube, being a black man, coming, be, being born and raised in Philadelphia, one of the blackest cities in America, all black people don't think the same and come from the same places. I get it. Some black people are going to be super coons and going to be over there with the other side. Some going to be pro-black. Some going to be in the middle and lukewarm. And I've, I've adjusted to that. But I've noticed that anything that's anti-black being together, ain't nobody going to support that. So I actually like what you guys was doing prior to the other brothers coming up. To, they just disrupted the whole show. Everything's just The show's done. Because what y'all was doing was actually growth. And people can ask, young women can actually see two black women actually engaging with a black man. And it was, it was, it was being done the right way. It was healthy. Now, I don't know what we're going to turn it into. Well, uh, I think I'd like to respond to George if I could. He's a fellow. Hold on. Hold on real quick. Uh, Mumia. Uh, Danny, were you going to say something uh, really quick? I Oh, I was just going to thank George and um, to tell him to come on over to the breakdown of woman's perspective. Oh, yeah. um, you're probably watching it on Tough Talk TV, which yeah. is probably about 10, uh, eight, eight to 10 people in the chat. But we're over here on the breakdown yeah. of woman's perspective. But thank you so much to you and Absolutely. your wife and congratulations to y'all um, mm -hmm. for being able to 
make it for 20 years. That's what, wonderful. What is, it, what is it called? The breakdown the break, of women's perspective. The breakdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Asai said something that was important. He said when he first got married, he didn't know what he was doing. The first 10 years of my marriage, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But you know what we wow. did? We, we, we worked it out. We, we worked hard to try to figure it out. Sacrifice, commitment. We wasn't running our mouth and crying about women. And she went crying. No, we tried. We worked together to try to fix it. Because we brought, I brought my dysfunction. She brought her dysfunction. We merged that shit together. And we had to learn how to get rid of some of that and actually see each other. And it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. I think we talk too damn much. and don't want to do no work. Um, If you will drop your uh your email in the chat we would love to do a collaboration with you in the future um Absolutely. to maybe discuss uh some of the things that help you sustain your marriage okay. and um mm -hmm. to get down to the bottom of a lot of our issues uh especially pertaining to dating and relationships I'm so, tell yeah. me the name of that channel one more time women's the breakdown it's the breakdown a woman's perspective okay hold on yeah i'd like yeah. to respond to george if i could um, uh, we got to keep it brief, uh, Mumia, because Rogish has been waiting too, and we want to give him an opportunity to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's going on, George? How you feeling, man? What's going on, good, to, good to hear it to, from a fellow Philadelphian. You know, we had an event last year in Philly, mm -hmm. and um, we were looking forward to uh, bro brothers in the local area showing up, and that didn't happen. Um, we were just in, La in Atlanta last month, and I agree with you. Um, this seems to be a, a flashpoint in and around the black manosphere. The idea that black men don't get along or black men don't agree. Um, we have a different view. Ours is that we link up with black men of like mind. We accept that all black men are not going to agree or have the same like mind. We suggest black men find their tribe. If, you know, if what we're doing at the black manosphere conclave ain't for you, that's fine. No heat, no judgment. Find a group of black men that you can work with. Do that. We we do we do not, you know, hate on other black men coming together to do whatever they want to do. If anything, we support it. We're not saying that we're the end all meal. Um, and we get together and we do what we do. Um, thank you, Obsidian. Um, real quick, I got to get Rogish in here because he's been waiting, and then we'll check in with Super Slot and see if he has anything to add. My my apologies. Um, go ahead, Rogish. Thank you for your patience. What are your thoughts? Or hey, what to do with y'all? You know what I'm saying? Apologies for the hey, rubbish outburst earlier. You know what I'm saying? Somebody came in pissing the corner. I don't rock like that. Um, but MGTOW Universal trying to let y'all know as far as y'all embodying the principle of Red Pill. Red Pill didn't start off as no talk about relationships, all right? It was adopted from the Matrix. Everybody understand that shit. And Matrix was talking about, you know, the whole element of reality. It's just that, you know what I'm saying, shit was so real with how chicks were being taken over by the whole wave and feminism was, I guess, reaching its peak at, at its uh, program within y'all. That, that, that polarization took over the context of what it means for red pill or whatever. All right. But the thing is now, is, is, and, and it ain't, ah, you can say it's through Kevin. Um, I, think it's, it's, I think what it is is through, because it's, it's like Roger says, Kevin was a, a lightning rod for the space, right? He just was really going through, you know, the same factors, the same talking points that everybody else was talking was, was going through as far as the incubation of coming coming up with the vocabulary and the context and shit. And it's like, all right, yeah, it, you you started critiquing the entire of society. All right, once that society is able to take a look at it, it's going to have to make a shift, right? So red pill is it's out of our hands it, the, as far as we go with the black manosphere. 
the black manosphere has become like a web, uh, internet, if you will. You know what I'm saying? A space unto itself. Not just unto black men either, because there's a whole lot of folks that come here and they siphon off of, you know what I'm saying, the, the talking points and they, you know, build shit outside of that. It's become a resource. You know what I'm saying? As far as, as this is the same as how cats don't like chicks coming to the space, you know what I'm saying? Being able to, you know, make their voice known. It's like, well, wait a minute, guys. You know, you're talking about black women. What if, what if your word reaches them? Then what? They still not allowed. <laughs> they don't have a voice, you know what I'm saying, to, to start talking about the newness of this connection and then understanding and all that shit, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. It's growth. It, it, it can't die because it has become the actual new norm of how people engage these conversations. He, uh, the passport bros was, was birthed out of this joint. That shit is global now. If you notice, most of the things that the space, you know what I'm saying, talks about, whatever small amount of channels or large amount of channels, whatever, but compared to, to the entirety of the ocean that is the internet and shit, still having that kind of influence, it's not, led, it's not no element of being led astray. It's principle the entirety of the time. It's supposed to be principle. You know what I'm saying? More, more like a fucking martial art and shit. Everybody... Everybody like to put up that, that uh, anime shit or, or, or Star Wars and all that. It's supposed to be more like a order of fucking Jedi or Sith or whatever the fuck. They're supposed to have mad fucking discipline with it. But a lot of people, you know, once the dough come in, it is what it is. And, and that comes in with audiences. And it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Don't hate the player, play the guy. But ain't shit Thank dead, you, Rogan. Appreciate you. I'm going to just um, ask Sly if he has anything to comment uh, really quick. Go ahead, Sly, if you do. Yeah, uh, congrats, George. I, I, man, I, I salute you guys. Um, so, was is marriage red pill? Yes or no? To to the no. red pill guys? No, no, no. Marriage is sacrifice and commitment, working together. Okay. So, if marriage is not deemed red pill, but then Kevin Samuels was preaching marriage. Wait a minute. Wait, how was marriage not red pill? Are you married? Can I ask you a question? When you make that statement, I just want to respectfully. Are you married? Have you ever been married? My brother, been married twice. You've been married twice. Okay. All right. So you can proceed then. Because if you married married, men are considered blue pill in the space. Yeah, I hear them say married men are blue pill all the time. Right. You heard say because you're tying yourself to the state. That's why they say it. Um, Hold on. Who have you heard say this? I've said it in the past. I've said it a long time ago, but I've said it plenty of times. Because you're tying yourself to the state, that's why. Okay, so so is MGTOW Universe one of the major leading voices in the black man history? Oh, here we go with this again. What does that mean? Here we go with this leadership shit again. Because, like I said earlier, the reason why I said earlier, like I said earlier, like I, like I said earlier, I have noticed that a lot of the discussions, they, it's not really clear where it's actually coming from and who's actually saying it. So that's the reason why I made it. Y'all don't agree. Y'all don't. The, the leading voices don't even agree. I've heard O'Shea say things like the space is becoming defunct and talk about, you know, the, the manosphere and, and, and its, its issues. Agree, and agreement or disagreement is not the issue. The issue is where but is you feel like we can only talk to one of the leading. I didn't say that. I just asked a question. I just asked a question. I didn't say that you couldn't. I just said, where is it coming from? Okay, but the leading voices don't agree. Y'all aren't on one accord. I can whether, have whether we agree or disagree or not. I just want to know where is it coming from. Uh, Obsidian, it, you, you just got an answer to your question. MGTOW okay. acknowledged that he himself has said it. So there. Okay, so that's it's coming from MGTOW universe. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. Oh, okay, so, so once again, 
Is marriage red pill? Yes or no? No. No. Okay. So, but Kevin was preaching marriage. Okay, wait, wait a minute. How's marriage not red pill? That's wait a minute. Because How's, you're tying yourself wait. to the state. Tying, you're essentially you're, you're effectively tying yourself to the state by by legally entering into a legal contract when the stats suggest that marriages don't work between black men and black black women. And if you're a man, you usually get the shaft. Are we saying that the only reason why are we saying that the only reason why marriage is red pill because you tied to the state, or is there something else with it's but that's that was one of the reasons why I said it. Kevin was a Christian. Kevin was also a Christian. He wasn't just red pill. He was also a Christian. And he operated under, you know, saying that ethos. Well, why do you call it so, red pill, uh, Mr. Sun? Yeah. What you mean? Why red would you call it red pill? Red pill is the red pill. That's the thing. Y'all trying to turn into the relationship shit. Red pill is the acceptance of reality for how it is. Fuck all that relationship shit. That relationship shit is that's that's ours. People trying to paint that shit red pill the same way as people trying to trying to paint geekism as nerdism, and but geeks you, is able to sneak the fucking in, into nerds. And nerds was about science, okay, okay, about but you, fucking comic books and shit. Okay, but nerds? you do real you do realize in this movie y'all keep referring back to there was a man and there was a woman and they were together. Yes. Y'all do y'all keep forgetting that part. They, no, they're not forgetting it. They, they, they don't fit the they, they, they purposely leave it out. They don't right, fit gotcha. the narrative. You're right. right. You're right. 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 What does that have to do with the pills again? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm No, because he said marriage is red pill. I'm still trying to get him to let me understand. Yeah. We're talking about marriage. A man and a woman together in a union. For better or for worse. To death do you part. What does, explain to me red pill. Because that is their yeah. reality that they're moving through together. What, 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 what the thing is, you're trying to paint well, which I think you have as, a as a relationship lens dynamic. Say it again. What? No, no, I'm, I'm not. I understand. I'm, no. Listen, we two men. I'm, I'm, I'm operating off of logic. I'm trying to understand what you're talking about. A man, a man, a red pill. So what is what? Explain to me the red pill aspect of the marriage, because now we won't be talking about the man and the, the actual man not putting up with things in his red pill state so please explain to me what that is so so the reason why married men are considered blue pills because they are willingly tying themselves to a state and putting themselves in a situation where their wife has a um figurative gun to their head and the wife can pull that trigger at any point and if he's a man's man of means he will get fucked by the courts more ha, have you not. okay make have you been married before i have not and i don't need to be married to know that either let's go so uh, uh, well well uh, <laughs> Well, wait, wait a minute. Stop, stop. See, this is this is why I don't come on to. Uh, I've learned, I've learned to um, to understand that there's different black people in different corners in different spaces. Mm -hmm. Because I, I can't have a conversation with a person that's never been married before, never understood the sacrifices and commitment, or woke up married, went to sleep angry, woke up happy, just did everything that you do when you're married. If you mm -hmm. had a children, I mean, literally sit sit at the end of the, a bed and watch a baby come out of a woman, mm -hmm. and see uh, if you uh, uh, and you grab the baby when it's still have the blood on it, and you name the baby, and you if you haven't if these are not your experiences, then I can't have that conversation. With sir, you. the data is the data, and I don't need to go skydiving and know with, that skydiving. I'm not dealing with sir and all that data crap. What I'm saying is, I'm talking. You're not dealing with the data crap. Are you serious? I don't want to argue with a man. 
Oh, I have a question, Mikhail. Not dealing yeah. with the data crowd. Quick, 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 quick question. In the quick. conversation for nuanced experience as well as stats, and he's saying from his nuanced experience, there's a different level of understanding when you've experienced it. That's, That's fine, he's but he's saying my opinion is invalid no, 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 because no, I haven't been no, married. No, wait, wait. See, you're being a mo listen. We two men have a conversation. You just said he wasn't going to argue no, with me. What conversation? Brother, stop. I'm not going back and forth with my wife. You are a man. Let's stop. I was saying, I don't, I don't, me, the individual, George, don't like having conversations with different people. That's why I started with saying we're in different corners because this is my experience. I'm not putting you down. Your data and your life is your experiences. So we we having two different conversations. I'm not poking at you. This is my, my experience in the corner where I'm at. My data, the data is not my life experience though, but go ahead. Okay, MGTOW, um, what, what are your views on, on women, black women per se? Do you have, do you have negative or po more positive interactions with black women? My, most of my interactions with black women are positive. Okay. Wait a goddamn minute now. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, Benny. <laughs> Wait a minute now, MGTOW. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see when the real world and online meet, it just doesn't. It's oil and water. I'm waiting for questions. If I have questions, just ask them. You don't have to assume. Okay, are you currently in a healthy, positive relationship with a black woman? I'm not now? in any relationship whatsoever. No. Okay. The last time you were in a relationship with a black woman? Two years or ago. One, I'm sorry. Two years ago. And, okay. So, are you currently not with the woman right now by choice? Yes, by choice. Okay. And your preferences of, of women are what? Black women. Okay. And you are a firm believer of MGTOW, correct? Yes. And what what does what going their own way mean to you? Going their own way is putting yourself first, as you said earlier. Okay. Simplified. Okay. So if you believe in putting yourself first, mm -hmm. why does your avatar have a black woman in it? Because if you knew anything about Mid Journey, this would be art. That's why. But of all the art you chose, you chose a black woman. Yes, because I like art of black women. Yes. Yeah, you. It's just art, dude. It's not that serious. It's not that deep. It's just art. No, there's people do things for a reason, whether they realize it subconsciously or not. But okay, fair enough. Fair enough. My point, though, Sly. What he said, and this is why you had no business arguing with me. You said, and see, I know all the talking points. Sly do too. You said, Mikhail, you're putting yourself first. Me, this is when I, that's why I prefaced before I spoke. I said, there's different black people in different corners. I'm a married man of 20 years. I don't put myself first. I put my family first. So me and you, we, we don't have a conversation. That Your stats and all that stuff, that's what I'm trying to say. It's no disrespect to you, but we, I'm never going to talk to you. That's we don't fine. That's okay. But this is what I'm saying. You had this is why I was saying, brother. I'm speaking. I don't even know why you've been speaking to me. I don't know why you're speaking to me. Then you say you don't. You don't want to have a conversation with no, me. No, no. Listen you, again. Yeah. Again. Listen. Stop being. Relax. I'm based off of what you're saying. Your ideology and what you what you teach is diametrically opposed to mine. I'm aware of that. That's why I'm trying to tell you. It seems to me. I understand what George is saying. Just, like sometimes you're telling me that a conversation with somebody. 
Well, big tell. Sometimes when you're in a conversation with someone and you're coming from different points of view, it'll feel like someone is hell bent on misunderstanding you. So it's kind of like pointless to engage if you don't feel like right. There, there's he, any. They're not um, trying to uh, understand where you're coming from. That's right. That's that's okay, Rose. But he's jumping in to tell mm -hmm. me how much he doesn't want to have a conversation with me. No, I, no, I wasn't. I was. Okay. I was speaking before you spoke. I was speaking. And I said, I said, this is why I don't get into these certain spaces because I've learned since I've been on YouTube since 2009 that black people are in different places. I've said and even alluded to that when he was speaking. That's what I, if you would have heard me, that's what I said. So now I'm here now because of the conversation that Sly and the two beautiful ladies was having, me and my wife was listening to it. When you guys came up, I can't engage in this because we're in two different places. That's the all. Whole in, the whole energy shifted, George, to be honest yeah, with you. I ain't going to lie. That's not my ideology. That's not what kept me married and six grandchildren and four children I raised. I don't think like that. So me and you, we don't have no problem. We're just in different worlds. I think quick, quick. to a large extent, you and uh, Sly may be in different worlds too because he had advocated earlier in the conversation the importance of men looking out for themselves instead of being fixated on women which is what he alleges the red pillars do. So well, what I'm saying is I, I think men should move as a collective. Once men start to do and put the, yeah, I, I still, I'll say that like I'm, as a married man, I, I personally will say if, yeah, put yourself first. Um, why, why wouldn't you, the women have, if we, we believe the collective women move like that and you want to counteract or counter punch, uh, then yes, you must move, move accordingly. They're, they're giving you the blueprint of, of success. Apparently, because what you guys are doing is, yeah. is not working. But let me ask Miktow. Miktow, how, how old are you? It's working out very well for me and mine. But go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. Thirty nine. You're thirty nine, yeah. and you you haven't you your last breakup was two years ago with a woman, black woman. Yes. yes. Was it a good breakup, bad breakup? Uh, it was a. Uh, it wasn't neither. Just went our separate ways. <clears throat> And I, I take it that if you you will never get married through the state, correct? You would do like a private not contract. A not a chance. Not even doing that. No. Oh, okay. So what 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 about marriage to the state frightens you so much? Um, putting myself at a disadvantage. How? Uh, well, again, I am a man of means, and if shit doesn't work out, and most of the time it doesn't, I'm fucked. How would you know that? I'm not, gonna, I'm, not even gonna take the I'm not even going to take the chance because it's not worth the chance. Okay. It doesn't make sense to even take the chance. Zero. Fair enough. Uh, Obsidian, you said you're more of an authority <clears throat> on women or marriage than me. How How so? Well, no, what I said, I never, I never made the claim about marriage. That's the reason why when well, the question... In relation, was, you said you're more of an authoritarian on, on relationships per se because you're you go ahead and phrase it how you phrase it i'm curious yeah um i never made any statement about marriage that's the reason why when the conversation tilted toward that i didn't say anything because i've never been married so i don't i don't think and in my writings i say very little i touch very lightly on the topic for the precise reason that i have no actual direct first-hand experience of it okay, what i will say with okay. regard to um, the black manosphere and the idea or the charge or claim that many of its denizens somehow are lacking in dealing dealish, dealings with women in general, black American women in particular, I have been able to say 
that I've had. I've been successful in that regard for nearly 15 years. How if you claim to be a bachelor? A bachelor only means a man that's not married. And all men have been bachelors of varying stripe in their lives. Okay. So a man is only a person, a bachelor rather, excuse me. A bachelor is only a man that's not married. If you've been married and widowed, technically you will be a widower. You would also be a bachelor again. If okay. you're a man that's been married and you've been divorced, you would be a bachelor again. A confirmed bachelor is a man who is past a certain age that you would expect to get married for the first time and has not. Um, okay. An eligible bachelor is a man that is considered attractive yeah, okay. by many women who has not yet married. Sir, so basically you've been with the same woman for 15 years, yes? Mm -hmm. I have. Okay. And your 15 years, you came in saying that you're more of an authority than, than me on this women thing. When, when, it comes to, when it comes to the question of the black manosphere and men dealing with women, yes. No, you did no. make a comment of being about yeah, being, you being a, with you your partner shot, longer being, than yeah, five. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I say something? Because I think that um, and this is the only reason why I'm coming up, is people like MGTOW is saying false stuff. When people look at the divorce rates, and if you look at it as a census and you Google, Google is your friend, it's an approximate. It's not an exact. This 50% divorce rate has been going on for 30 years, even though marriage is down. These Negroes, it's 50%, it's 50%, and it's not. If you look at it right now, it's an approximate to 35% to 50. It is not an exact. These men are scaring men into marriage, what God ordained. And it is disgusting. Men need women. Women need men. And we need it for marriage. But it's an approximate. So it's not an exact. You guys have got to get off YouTube and listening to these YouTube characters that are not with women, ain't never been with a woman, ain't never uh -oh. been in a relationship, ain't never oh, been married, telling you about what relationship, what marriage is. Y'all got to stop. Like, you got to think. Like, hey, speculation we're, 35, show. we're 35, 40, 50 years old. Like, we, we, we have to have some sensical knowledge. Your speculation is showing. Okay, I don't know who What's you the, are, nor do I care. But what yeah, I'm saying you're, you're not you're not you're you should because you're absolutely not, not accurate. You're, you're, you're being very feminine. Okay, so uh, chill see, out. See, 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 you're, you're being know, very masculine. I, I, I am. Yep, I'm very masculine. Want the discussion to remain civil. So let's speak one at a time, and we'll give everybody a chance to you know have their peace. Everyone will get a chance to speak. Isn't and that's the reason why men don't want to get married. Well, guess what? I'm Thank not you. Sign sealed, delivered. Thank Charles, you. Allow right her to finish, and then we'll come to you. We'll come to as you. A, when as she's a done, black please. woman that's about to be married to a beautiful, handsome, sexy ass, smart, intelligent, outgoing Here black you. man. Obviously, okay. something. What a, Charles, I call him a simp all day, well, and I love him. He can simp all day, and I love the shit out of him. But what I am saying is this. Do not let these red pillars, whatever, get you out of a relationship. We belong together. And anyone telling you that 
is wanting you to live a life of loneliness. The audacity mm -hmm. is telling women that you're going to die, die alone with a dog, but yet you're telling men not to be married. That means they're going to die alone. Mm -hmm. Do y'all not see the hypocrisy? If that's the, audacity, me, the audacity of saying, uh, I can't stand baby mamas. But yet you're telling men not to get married. You're creating an atmosphere of baby mamas. Okay, wait a Open minute. Down. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> when it comes to hold those on, not getting married. Hold on, Rogan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish, 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 finish. And then we're going to go over to Charles. <laughs> Who was you telling to finish concrete? <laughs> you told Rogan to finish his thought. No, I thought yeah, somebody was going to finish theirs. Okay, no, 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 my bad. I was going to interrupt anyway. We just had two people come up, so my bad. Let's respect the uh, rotation. Me apologies. Okay. Um, Courtney, Courtney, were you finished? Because if so, we'll uh, allow Charles an opportunity to speak um, real quick and then uh, yeah, we'll move on. Absolutely, but it, it has to be some thought-provoking, non-following-ass people in this space. And all I'm seeing is people following ideas, but it doesn't make sense. I want people to be free thinkers, to think on their own. And when you think on your own and you get out this space and you live in the real world, majority of men don't think like this. Men do want to get married. Majority of women are not out here. I don't need a man. I mean, that's YouTube stuff. Majority of women out here, I want a man. I need a man. Child, you got a friend. Does your man got a friend begging real world is why the manosphere even exists in the first place but go ahead no it's I not she, you, you're you're assuming that majority oh. of black men is MGTOW though you know MGTOW is is considered somewhat more of an, an extreme lane of red pillism right <laughs> well you, i mean you can say Courtney? MGTOW red pill manosphere you can say all of that. No, you can't I, lump those up together. They're 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 the different gradients, sis. Quite different. Um. Cause, well, cause, I will yeah. will say this. Um. Generally, all those groups have a similar ideology as it pertains to black women, and you oh. know that that's a fact. They okay. they generally have a similar ideology as it pertains to black women. MGTOW, the passport bros, um. Give me some other groups. Generally, Blackness all the options. same. Okay, but I think right. they, captured, but they but all generally the have space. the same Folks, ideology. They, 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 but that's the issue, though. All women is being lumped up with the women that they're giving analysis on. And the women that they're choosing to give analysis on is usually the ones that got some fucking issues. But it's like, all right, what about the stars out here? You know what I'm saying? We do have some black ladies out in this motherfucker. And ladies have a higher qualitative, you know what I'm saying, value than just your average, you know what I'm saying, woman. But, but now you, you know, going back, with, with women. But going back to what I said earlier and what women um choose to endorse and agree with, yeah, you know, that's where I feel like women's breakdown of a lot of our issues are because we um we still stand in a solidarity with a lot of hoes and whole like yeah. behavior. We still yeah. support, we still stand behind. So I won't sit here and you know denied that aspect of the space and when the space right. talks about that i don't think the space is totally wrong as right. it pertains to women that it being also said, devoids the large social conditioning that starts a lot of that though it, it, it gives it gives the people so 100 uh 
you know what I'm saying, I, I guess hold of the volition. And it's like, well, no, nah, we exist within a certain social environment that, that does breed certain, you know what I'm saying, ailments when it comes to how we relate Wait, socially he, he, with he one another. Understand. That's Real part good. of our overall dysfunction, though, um, to both the men and the women. We have a dis- yeah. we have a dysfunction in our community. Agreed. Um, you know, that that that's a separate argument from the argument that's being had now, because I believe that a lot of us, and what Courtney was saying, do want to be married. Absolutely. Um, you know, both the men and the women, but I, I believe that we don't know how to engage with each other. We, we're not raised up to be what I talk about on my channel. Most boys are not raised up to be husbands and most girls are not raised up to be wives. So you can have that idea in your head about that. Um, but that 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 don't mean that you actually know how like a lot of us don't even know how to engage with you. Look at the way we engage with each other online. <laughs> so we actually we, we come look at the way we come to each other. That's and right. this is the stuff that I talk about. So, like, man, a lot of this stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna mute, mute right back up. I'm, I'm doing, I'm in, I'm at a place now where I'm telling you, don't tell me, show me. If you, if you can, if you talk to me, I never see your face. I never see what you about. Mm. I never see anything in your life. You can't tell me a goddamn thing. Come on, I Lord. Speak. You need, you need to be that what you speak about. You need to be the change. You need, I need to see it. Don't tell me, show me. Because there's too many charlatans in every aspect of YouTube, every color, and people ripping people's pain for money. If you can't show me what you about, I'm just just for me. I can't speak for nobody else. For George, you can't tell me a goddamn thing. Right. He better preach a word. I'm just um, let that. me get Charles in here. Charles, what are your thoughts? Woo. And one, I've noticed Ooh. this when black men make a decision, everybody's got a shit on black men's decision. But nobody wants to talk about how black men see the world. Come on, uh, you know, you got you gotta man up. No, 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 no. If a black man chooses not to deal with a damn soul and that's his path, that's his path. There's nothing fucking wrong with it. The practicality of marriage is pretty much dead. Am I against it? No. Hell, I'm not even red pill, I'm actually black pill. And for those who don't know what black pill is, it's seeing the world without morality. And a lot of people really get sensitive about, well, black black men are talking about black women. Okay. When it was a one-side conversation for about 60 years, what did black men do? Take it on the chin. When it was a one-sided conversation of government benefits to women, in the black community, take it on the chin. And um, here's the here's the part about it, right? When it comes to a lot of this stuff, a lot of people don't like the talking points about it. Like, do I see the practicality of marriage? Not really. Does that mean I don't think a person shouldn't be married? No, that's what you decide to do. We took a lot of practicality out of a lot of shit. And that's just the way things are. Um, and, I, this is Charles, oh, I'm sorry. Let me just and, say real quick. Okay. Charles, I think the problem with a lot of the talking points, you do have some of the talking points that are true. You do. And I, I you know, we don't take anything away from that, but you do have um, a lot of things that are being pushed about uh, black women in totality. That's absolutely not true. You have like things being, um, 
So you can't sit here and tell me that all black women are bad. We're fucked up. We're single moms. We don't care about our kids. We don't teach our kids how to read. We don't, we hate black men. Um, we Most all we do is sit around and eat hot Cheetos. We don't. You asked me a question. I'm I'm trying to. If answer you ask me, most if you ask most creators, will say the majority. They'll even give up stats. But you got to yeah. look at this part. But hold on, hold on. Instead of taking, instead of being in a position of feeling offended, or as I like to say, when hit dogs holler, let's look at what. Instead of looking at the tree. Let's look at the fruit the tree produces. True. So then, so are our black since since about eighty percent of black women have the kids, right? Are their sons doing better or worse? That's not. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. The majority of black women have the have the kids. So are the kids doing better, especially in the boys? Are they doing better or worse in school? No. They're actually doing Which, horrible in school. They're so, doing horrible in school. So if, if they're doing horribly in school and you keep doing the same result, same thing, expecting a different result, what is that called? Well, this is the thing. It's not going to be the same thing um, when you have the information, the technology. You have groups of people like us that are able to come together um, you have me and Concrete have were single mothers that actually came into a space and got married and have had productive relationships. Nobody said you won't, but here, but no, here's but answer hold my on, question. Hold on, hold on. So to to initiate change and to re really bring a to bring forth change, you have to really have everybody has to do the work. I can't sit here and, and when I had the ideologies that I had once upon a time, I used to think that everything was a black man's fault. I never took any accountability. Um, when I started to take accountability and I ended up with a man that I ended up with, we've been able to be married. We've been able to, it's not perfect, but it's great. It's great. But we've hold been able on, to have a on. really, really great marriage by the things but, and the tools but hold on, that we've been but hold able to use. Hold but hold you, have a, you have way more information. Let I'm going to let you even go. Though, even though you interrupted let me and everybody land, else bro. gets Actually, to go I didn't interrupt you. You actually interrupted They're super emotional. I'm not super emotional. I'm super factual. Let me get you, okay? Because this is the issue with this space is that they are telling you false shit and perpetuating to make men scared. He will not be able to cite any of those things because it is a talking point. He can't you cite. Could go, you could go to the let CDC. Me, let me, let me, let me. Go right there. But I got That's all, false, right? Read. That's false, okay, right? Start, start. Courtney, hold on just a okay. second. Hold on. We're going to have some order. Everybody can, we can all speak. You're not in a hostile environment. I'm not. Everybody, I'm not even no. being hostile. Well, if you're interrupting while somebody is talking, it does make the hot but, environment. Mommy, I just want to point it out. I wasn't finished my point, even though you came right in and I wasn't even finished my point and I asked you how. But finish your statement. Okay, I'll go ahead. So the idea that eighty percent of women are raising children single-handedly is absolutely false. 
We are not. If you look at the CDC, it's actually 46% of women are single parents. If you look at the CDC, they say the most involved parents of men are black men. So that would mean that if our boys are doing bad, well, the majority of black men are in their son's lives. So let's talk about that. But you're lying. I'm not lying, but I'll prove it to you in a minute. Once you finish. You understand, you understand what you're doing right now? Once you finish, I'll prove it to you you're why I'm not very, lying. You're being very childish. Let's and be you are being very infantile. Let's finish your statement. Again. So this idea that women chose the government assistance other than a man is an absolute lie. Have you guys ever heard mm -hmm. of Man in the House Act? Because in 1964, that was yep. the state that you could not have a man in the house. It was only four years. And that law changed. Man in the house. Which means, yes, you can get government assistance if you have a man as well in the house, too. So this idea that black women chose the government, I want government cheese, than a man is an absolute lie. You guys are being lied to. And can I finish my statement, please? Because we already know the man of the house only was in a few states. We only we already know man of the house was only effective in a few states. I'm Number two, when they want to say most involved, you see, you here's, see the wow. here's the crazy part, uh, right? Gordon, here's the crazy go, part. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him go, Gordon. Let him go, y'all, because I want to get him. Go ahead, go ahead. Let him go, because I want to get him. Here's the crazy part. When you're talking about most involved, they're going by what? Custody? Because, oh, yeah, like how many guys get custody, which is the overwhelming majority into women, right? You're involved because you get a child. And what do most custody start with? Even though there's nothing wrong with the father or the mother, instead of actually giving them equal custody, uh, we'll give the majority custody to the women majority you know of the time. Do, okay. do you know why that is, Charles? Because, one, they give it one for women. Why? No, do you because know why they, that is, though? Why is it? Please say it. Um, because women actually carried the baby for nine months. Um, women actually pushed the babies out through either by cesarean or vaginal birth. So women are more than likely going to have custody of the children because we had them. Um, well, and I, 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 get, no, I get a man's contribution to that process. Women normally get the custody of children. Because there's a bias in the court systems, and they've it shown is it. Not. Yes, it it's is. It's not going to be a bias. You can in the have. Court you can literally wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Charles. Can, Why would it yeah, be a bias there, in the every, court system? Why would it be a bias in the court system if the judicial system is ran mostly by men? By men. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Everybody because stop. men have a bias against that. So you're telling me, right? Even if it's ran by men. Men do have a bias when it comes to women, right? Let me let me tell they you will, why. They're the same, these are the same and type of men that will say you're equal, but they will help you do work. Okay. They let will me go ahead me. and say that you're equal. That's not it. These are the, yeah, if yeah, you're going to insert the system, we got to acknowledge that the system is not aligned with the culture of either party within the situation. All right? We, are, we do not exist as objectively if y'all are objective. They will actually... 
I see multiple people have an opinion on this. Hold on, Charles. Go ahead. Uh, I think it was Roger speaking. Then what Courtney George was uh, George was, was also trying to chime in. Yeah, I was trying to. I, I I was trying to say the part that we're leaving out is uh, uh, the sister said that it's actually controlled by men, and there's groups of competing men that that's had their foot on the black man's neck since we've been here. The system is set up to keep our. We say in their writings, we must keep their women in non-muscle suppression to work freely for us. The system is to keep our women under their system. We we've been conquered by a group of other competing men. So our argument ain't with our women. Our argument is with the goddamn men that's creating the system that we there you go fighting against. Number that, that's that's one aspect. That's one aspect. Um, another aspect is the brother said that, well, not all black women, but most of them. This is what I, I would put on the table. In the house of dysfunction, you got mama in the front room. I'm in the back room. My sister in the middle room. We all growing up in the house of dysfunction. If the black woman is dysfunctional, you mean that you want to sit right here on this platform and tell me that the black man ain't just Ooh. as dysfunctional? Because last time I checked, last time I checked, it's been a black man to try to kill me or do me wrong mm. or backbite me. We we are both dysfunctional on that same tree branch. That same tree branch. So what I'm saying is we're growing. We we've been in the system and our been fighting. We've been trained to fight each other today. Oh, so nobody has choice. Hold on, don't cut me off, bro. I'm we talking too bad. I'm gonna let you go. Uh huh. I'm a, I'm a man here. What I'm saying is, it's controlled by men. We we have the history to know in their writings what they said how they would break the black community. And the last part is when when the brother spoke about being married. You called that you called it a simp. You said something disrespectful as a black man. You, you disrespected another black man for being married, brother. Thank That's you. what you said. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I hold you to that. So don't come here and say you don't have a problem with marriage when you called a, a, a married man a goddamn simp uh, mm -hmm. from another black man. That you didn't so have what? Mm -hmm. so but what? then they want to because talk about what? But then somebody want to marry somebody like that. Let me say this. But yeah, not you don't have to say nothing. No, no. First of all, trying to mommy me, that's not going to work either. What, what I'm going to do is tell no, you. No, what you're not going to do is mommy me. We're going to have an adult gonna, conversation. Hold on, hold on, guys. One at a time. Shut up. Uh -oh. You're going to do a shut up. Because nobody's going to go for your mommy. Hold, hold on. One at a time. Please. Please. So let me, let's, let me state the facts. Because, again, these talking points are outdated, nonsensical, and idiocracy it's stupid so the facts in 91 percent of custody cases the parents mutually decide to give custody to the mother uh-oh father's fight mm. father sorry no it isn't charles you you can't let her get her points off and then because he doesn't want me in, to tell Nobody was talking over you. You keep interrupting. That's the hell they were. So you I'm asked the question. Gonna, I'm going to repeat this again because again they tell you the mamas always get the the babies. They are, it, but look at the stats. Stop 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 listening to these fools. Especially they don't even have kids. Where's these stats? According to the Census Bureau, in 91% of custody cases, the parents mutually decide to give the custody to the mothers. 
fathers fight for custody in court cases less than 4% of divorces. Uh-oh. 27% of fathers completely abandon their children after divorce. These are the stats. You want to know why mothers get the children? Because 91% is mutually agreed that the fathers tell the mothers to get it. I am a mother that has full custody of my child. He is in his life. She's with him right now. However, he said, no, Courtney, I want you to have full custody because I do, I do um, uh, PTA. I set up her dentist appointments, the doctor's appointments. I do all that. And so because he knows that I do all that, he felt more comfortable. No, go ahead. You got it. But however, you know, I want to see all that. And that's what it is. The stats don't lie. These yes, they did, because you weren't talking from the stats. The stats, majority of the time, they're awarded, oh not given mutually, awarded you, custody. I'm not going to. I'm okay. reading it right in front of me now, sister. Okay, that's what, that's what. I'm reading it right no, in front of me now. They're up. awarded, not agreed. Read it. Not no, mutually, no, no, awarded. We're not going yeah, to. I'm reading it right oh. now in front of me, sister. Then You're not going to tell that bold-faced lie. Then post Stop it. telling people bold face so, lies. Okay, 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 everybody no, 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 post no, no, no. that. Let's, let's do this. Hold Stop doing that bold face lie. Hold on, you can share oh. your screen, Charles. Right, Stop doing that bold face lie. Because guess what? You brought it up. Hold on, hold on. You're not going to sit here. You're not going to sit here and beat up on her. Post your not, No, don't even <laughs> give me that BS. Because he first can. of all, if she can tell. Do you see how idiotic? I did not want to drop him. But I wanted him to be able to get his thought process out. If you have a thought process and you're trying to get it out, I don't want anybody interrupting. I want I, I still wanted to be able to be cohesive and everybody to understand. I also don't want it to be in an emotional argument. Um, if you bring up a stat and somebody disagrees with it, and Courtney, I'm specifically talking about you. You said you said your stat and he disagreed with it as opposed to you saying just waiting and, and hey, I have some dissenting. I have a different I have a different stat right here. Let me show you what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be, well, you you over here telling this bold face lie. You keep telling this bold face lie. You keep like you ain't got to say that shit multiple times. Just bring up this yeah. stat, get it out. I agree. You can share your screen. If yeah, the thing right. is, if you feel like someone is being disingenuous and you've looked the information up and you have it right there available, you're able to share your screen in order to, you know, um, you know, level set and, and, and lay out the actual facts as they're reported, especially because she gave her source. So we we're we we're enjoying the dialogue, we're enjoying engaging, but we have to be respectful. Like this sounds horrible on the playback, but not just for that. The the purpose, like we're literally this is what we were talking about before we did a panel, and this is why we've strayed away from doing panels because we cannot communicate effectively with one another without going below the bell and getting nasty and wallowing in the mud. Like we're better than that. Like we're all in intelligent people. We're all thinking people. We're all successful people. We can communicate without getting down and dirty with one another. Come on. Can I say something too? Okay, uh, the one thing, the one thing I don't like is uh, when the brother came on, um, he said when he talked about black women, he said most. 
this is the thing that I've been harping on on my channel for years. Uh, for you, when I first came on to YouTube, I came on talking about black male accountability and had a whole lot of women following me. But the minute I start talking about black women accountability, half of them dropped off, right? So I had black men not liking me because I was talking about black men accountability. I was gang worn with obsidian all the time. And when I start talking about black women accountability and start talking about black family, I lost most of my subscribers, right? The problem, the problem that you have is we have a dysfunction in our community, period. It's not just the black woman and the black man is, is perfect or vice versa. No, it's an overall dysfunction period that we got to speak to. And this is why I, when I came on, I loved the conversation that uh, you two was having with Slime because it was two grown, three grownups having a grown-up conversation. And when Slime says some things that most women might disagree with, y'all didn't overtalk them. Y'all didn't tell me it was wrong. Y'all received the information. And then it was a dialogue. It was grown-ups. And we got to get to that place. Don't come and tell me, well, it's more than half the black women is messed up. When I'm, as a black man, I'm, what? You niggas don't get along at all. We're all messed up trying to figure this out and trying to do, we're all a work in progress trying to do it. And I think when we get to that place, we can see each other better. And, and stop pointing the finger and think I'm better than you. No, you better than me. I don't have to be accountable. No, we all have to have some form of accountability to the point where we can speak. And like everybody here is adults. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. So I'm saying I'm from the hood. You think I don't see dysfunctional? Listen, I'm from the hood hood. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of dysfunctional black women. Absolutely crazy as hell that a lot of black women don't like. Yes, they're there. But you also got a whole bunch of dysfunctional Negroes too. It's the, all the above. All the above. We all messed up together and trying to fix it. That's why on my channel, I always post pictures of me and my wife, my mm -hmm. grandchildren, because I try to show black people that, you know, we actually can have this. This is just a choice. We don't have to be ratchet and be real niggas and bad bees all the time. We actually can have something different. So I, what I, I do, I don't tell you, I show you. I show you. So we can have a visual of it. We can actually have this if you want to. So I'm laying there. That's right. Um, let me get Ed Unchained on. Ed, you've been here for a while. What's going on? How you doing? I'm all right. How y'all doing? It's been a day. It's good. What's going on? It's been a day. Why, why, the, why the gas in the pause? Uh, cause, uh, my nerves kind of get worked up a little bit easy, um, these days. And I was trying to hold it in the middle of the road, but it still ended up getting away from me. So that frustrates me. Um, especially when I have a, a, a guest, um, that I bring on for an interview and I hate when I, when it's, when it gets into the mud like that. So that's where I'm at with it. But well, what do you, well, you in a muddy, you in a muddy place. So it, it, <laughs> Hey, apart for the course. Yeah. No, nah, I just I had a I had a more of a question. So, uh, you know, as always, I speak for the, the the lower tier men as far as in the in the dating spectrum. So my my question would be for the people that's pushing all the marriage and stuff. So, if far greater men, a men that have it going on and all this stuff, the desire more desirable men, if they're having trouble getting married and staying married, then why why would the lower tier men or the majority of men, I say the, I just say the low. I ain't gonna say majority. Why would you, why would most men even logically pursue marriage? Like, what what would be the point? Just to just so they can. Let me add something real quick. Be, I mean, Ed, before you before people answer, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, finish your thought, and I, I wanted to add some levity to it real quick. 
No, nah, that was that was a question. Was uh, when you say lower tier men, for me, the assumption is you don't have a lot to lose because I'm assuming a lower tier man is someone who is, you know, middle class or lower. But also um, marriage is a wealth building tool. And for men who do not subscribe to state sanctioned marriage, there are other options. Like there are uh, complex was really big on, you know, talking about his relationship with his um, you know, deceased wife and talking about, you know, the other options that are available to black men, building a trust and, you know, going ahead and drawing up your own paperwork and not entering into a contract with the state. I found his information to be very helpful, very useful to myself and my husband. I also know a lot of Orthodox Muslim men don't go through the state. So that is not the only available option uh, for a man who does desire marriage. Like you guys are highly intelligent. You know, you're, you're highly resourceful and highly capable. I'm sure you know that there are ways around, you know, having a state sanctioned marriage. But also as a man, you do want to ensure that should something happen to you, that your family is protected. So, yeah, there's that. Okay. Um, Courtney, what was your response to that? Yeah, I think that, um, again, that this space is lying to men, particularly Black men, and this space is keeping you single. When we talk about divorce rates, again, what I stated earlier is that it's an approximate. It's not an exact number. So if you know an approximate is 35 to 50 then on the lower end, 35, that means majority marriages are successful. So if I'm going to talk against marriage, then would you talk someone against entrepreneurship? Whenever you get into a contract, you know, it's uh, it, it can fail, it cannot. But am I, I going to talk you against entrepreneurship? No, just do your nine to five, whatever. No, I don't want you to start that business. No. So why would any man tell you not to be married? We know, and these are stats as well, and I don't have no problem pulling it up. Who does marriage benefit more, men or women? Okay, I'll tell you. The stats yeah, show it benefits men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men live longer. Yeah. They make more money with uh-huh. being married. Oh Who boy. does divorce uh, hurt more? Oh, boy. <sighs> Let me tell you. Divorce okay. hurts women more. <laughs> that, that's kind of, he kind of going away from the point I was this, talking this is about. My thing. I'm not. You Why are assuming I, that most brothers don't want to get married I, I, behind I, how they hear red pill rhetoric. Where are you, where are you getting this? Yes, that that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm, I'm talking. I'm not, and I hear it. Yeah, I'm not and talking. It, I'm talking about men. We were. I'm talking about men that were already not they in their real lives, not getting the results. Let me, so let me let me, it, let me it, they didn't have to come to red pill. Then all of a sudden, now they didn't want to be married. I'm ask. I'm asking you for why they should get married, not why whatever red pill is whatever red pill is saying, but. Why is that? But that's not that's but that there is no there is no connection to that. Like if I'm going to make that's not that's not a stat that's going to work. You're if you get married, all you gonna make more money. That's not 
whatever that is. Absolute fact. No, that's true. Here's the thing: people are like, "She lying. She lying." I am not. No, there are a multitude of reports. You can simply Google. Yeah, you can Google. I don't know why people don't. So if I, so you're telling me right now, if I get married, I'm just gonna make more money. No, on average, what she's saying is that the numbers say that, that married men make more money and they live longer. But I'm not talking. I'm not. So I didn't yeah, ask you from. A, I didn't ask from a stat. I, but I didn't ask from a stat. A stat-driven question. I, I'm, a, I'm you asking. You want my feel? You want my feelings? No, no. I didn't. I don't want your feelings. What do you want, I'm, baby? You don't I, I'm asking you feelings. if men are if men are seeing seeing this in their real lives. How, how men are feeling. I'm not talking about red pill. I I, I'm, I made the mistake because I I know this is attacking the red pill, so that's my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not talking asking, from that though, Ed, Like, Be clear about what you're asking exactly. Are you asking for men's like ex experiences with other people? Yeah, I'm lives? talking about, so okay. if if men, if men that are, I'm talking for, again, from the lower tier men's perspective, if I'm seeing men getting dragged and getting divorced in real life, not just in these red pill spaces. I've seen the shit in real life. It's, I don't know why we think we just, it just happens here. Like I've seen people go through bitter divorces and breakups and all that stuff. That's just not a red pill space anomaly somehow. Why would, why, why would I then go and try to pursue marriage if I see men that I know are doing better than me? I'm I'm really trying to understand this 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 whole doing better thing. Are you talking about celebrities and famous people? Because if you're judging yeah, celebrities, famous people, so people, if you're talking people about that celebrities, you, people that you know, no, gotcha. no, people that you know gotcha. in your real life that you know if you're have actually about, interacted to. So if you're talking about celebrities and if you're talking about comparing regular men's life to celebrities and and famous people, you I are. Did, I just say in your own life. I just say in your own life. Let me finish the whole thing. There's a higher, there's a higher rate of marriages, the higher Individuals who have been together for certain periods of years, I'm not, these individuals I'm not have over, successful not, and long-term yes. marriages. So, like, I agree, but I'm not. I'm not. I think you have to look at the fact that I'm not upwardly mobile. That's not. That's that's exactly my point. Those are. I'm not upwardly mobile. So, what does that I'm mean? I'm just a regular working mobile. class. I'm wait, just a wait, regular bro, working then, class. Just don't get married dude. if it does, yeah. if it's not your cup of tea. Then don't. I don't understand. Don't How do y'all? Make it a okay. All right. Okay, that's, that's that's a perfect answer. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Thank you. All right. That's why I was asking. That's all I was asking. Okay. It's not. It's not. It's not. Because I was asking for the people that was convincing. Wait, wait, wait. I was asking for the people that was trying to convince people to get married. That's, we don't do so, that. We don't try to convince anybody to get married. Oh, that's what that's what I heard. So excuse me. I, no, I, I, but I, you I, know I, what though? That's what I heard. But the that's what I heard when I was listening. But the difference is you do have men trying to convince other men to not get married. And that seems to be mm. this 
uh, message that's pertained in this space. Exactly. Don't get yes, married. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Why would you get married? You're an idiot for getting married in these times. You're a dummy. You're stupid. You're dumb. That's, that's what you okay. hear from this space, though. Those are the that's ones that's looking the at the said. audience, though, because one thing that nobody likes to talk about, even if they, they weren't in a successful marriage, was the good parts of that marriage and that which which you engaged that that grew you of character and all kind of shit you get growth in marriage that you're not going to get anywhere else anywhere but that's so, why you watch I mean, like a George Macon, like George is saying he's hot. We, I do agree. There's a shortage of people highlighting the 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 the, the positives of of marriage. But you know, like there is con there are content creators out there who do it, and really and truly, like you're going to um you're going to find the 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 content that that best aligns with your thought process and your ideologies, period. If you're a person who desires marriage, you will go out and find those content creators who are promoting healthy marriage. But would you say the majority of those men shouldn't even be looking for marriage because they're really not worthy? They shouldn't be. They should really not. Worthy? What the, wait a minute. How, how, who the fuck is unworthy? What, what, what is the measure for <laughs> unworthiness? Thor's hey, hammer. Everybody doesn't, doesn't deserve to be married. We can, that's, that's, we can say that but for what's sure. The, what's the benchmark? That's like, one of the, the people, yeah, the men exactly. that are undeserving. Yes. To be, whatever metric you choose, because he said, because he, uh, what's his name? How do you, me how sorry, do you measure brother. worthiness? Like, exactly. there's no way of measuring that. That's, that's Ooh, such a relative. No, yeah, super I was, slide. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was yeah. saying not every, not everybody deserves to be married. To be to be married, um, just like everybody doesn't deserve to have children. Now I don't. I can't but, give you uh, a metric where you could where you can you know line it up and say okay that's this is where you fall that's, into that metric. But I, I mean maybe that's just me. But I, I, I would say the majority yeah, I, I don't deserve this. to be yeah, married, you, so they they, deserve, they wasting their time to be honest. You deserve what you get. Uh oh. Yep. So, okay. So if you're not married, so if you're not married yet, you don't. So you don't need to. Then there's something. Then it's something you already got nothing. You already got nothing. Let me, let you me, say this, you deserve what you well, get. Uh, you don't okay, got married, okay, no. so you probably deserve. No, let her run back and let her run back Let me, I, let me, please. Courtney, I want you to finish your point, but I also need a couple people to drop down so I can rotate the panel out. Um, Appreciate the shot, Mahalo, y'all. Okay, thank you so much, Roguish. Respect. I appreciate you coming through, and um, then I'll rotate uh, our other guest in. So, Marcus, I'll bring you up. Um, after uh, Courtney finishes her point, Marcus, I want you to go, and then I'll drop down for Uncle Stu to come up. And so then Uncle Stu can go. Okay. Okay. You deserve what you get. The issue with women and men is that we think we deserve better than what's coming into our life. And that's not the case. If you getting this type of man, that's because you deserve that type of man. If you're getting this type of woman, it's because you deserve that type of woman. You deserve what you get. Now, if you want to be married and the women coming in your life is not what you deem to uh, want to marry. Then that's you not like anybody's arguing against that. It's a pretty good point. Yeah. So then you need to change something in your life. And stop blaming. I keep getting all the baby mamas. Maybe you deserve it. I keep getting these uh, dumb niggas. Well, maybe because you deserve it. You have to change something within you because you're going to attract what you are. 
that goes to men and earlier. women. Mm-hmm. Um, that the universe essentially, get, you know, the, uni- the universe gives you what you're deserving of or, you know, like you attract to you. Yeah. You attract what you are. You keep getting no shit niggas, maybe because you ain't shit. So change yourself. I don't don't, don't understand why this is a hard concept. Well, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly, but that's kind of part of my point. Like, if you, you, it, well, I, I may put an age on it, 35 plus, and you still ain't married, and you claim you want to be married, and the universe telling you your ass just need to die alone. I'm, I'm talking about men, you, women. Are oh, you talking about men and women, or just men? Or just no, just men. Gender. I'll just speak on the men. I'll just speak on the men. I don't know what the women do. Y'all, I, okay, that's interesting. I, I did have an answer um, for the question that was on the floor. If, if, if everybody kind of got their message out. What was the question on the floor? Because then we'll let the question on the floor was why the, the question on the floor. You guys were asking that and it didn't seem like anybody answered it is uh, why would you uh, get married? I'm like, well, you're producing kids. Oh. If you produce if, if you want legacy, if you're a man and you want uh, legacy, and you want to actually have children. The marriage is the best and, you know, an ideal scenario. We know that. I don't want to get into the stats. I think everybody can agree that marriage, you know, and two parent homes, stable two parent homes produce a, be- a better outcomes for kids. Versus, you know, uh, kids being raised by themselves with women, I right? That. So that's the reason. Yeah, now, everything else, when you, when you eliminate kids, when that. you eliminate the kids, you don't really need to do anything else outside of that. Yeah. Everything you can do as a couple, uh, outside of uh, in marriage, you can do that without marriage as long as you don't uh, produce children. But my argument would be, yeah. we got people making kids and they're not getting married. That would be my argument. That's why I actually encourage marriage. Yeah. Right. Where a lot of times the issues, the dudes who have issues with marriage are the ones who make children outside of wedlock. And they have so many issues many times. So, you know, I mean, hey. Well, okay, so that's that's not true, and I'll tell you why. That's not true, and I'll tell you why. Because we know that most men, we're going to keep it on black men here. Most black men don't even have kids. We know that over 50% of them don't even No, I'm talking about the conversation from from today. So, Charles, right, BGS. These okay. these these dudes speak a lot of against marriage, but yet they're the ones who conceive children out of wedlock, so they don't see the benefit of That's that. Marriage. A lie, Kevin. See, baby, Kevin, please stat that source because y'all got to stop talking, talking about oh, no, 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 okay, oh, no, no, no. That's fine. I do have, that's fine. No, no, no. She's right. I do have the source. Eighty percent of yeah, read that in detail because it's for a specific age range. Like right. I think above forty. Yeah, the, yeah. the stats increase significantly. Eighty percent. Yeah, eighty percent of black. Eighty percent of black men don't have kids. Have children the, at the yeah, age of forty. Eighty percent of black men don't have kids. Is that what you just said? No. Yeah, they don't. At the age yeah. of forty, it's not quite that high. No, eighty percent don't. Wow. Like fifty-four. They don't. At the okay, age of forty, I'm gonna let Courtney finish, and I'll go ahead and speak. Go ahead, Courtney. I'll let you at, at the age of forty, according to the CDC, eighty percent of black men have children. Yep. Okay, yeah, right here, eighty percent. Okay, yeah, and, and Courtney's right, but most of we got we got we got a good number of black men who aren't forty and they don't have kids. That's your fifty-four percent. That's why. That's why it's red wrong. You said majority of black men don't have children. They don't. Okay, so Courtney, okay, uh, Courtney, go ahead. Can you go ahead? And let me finish this up so I can kind of clear this up for you. Go because ahead, you're citing us. You, you, you're right on the eighty percent, but you're talking about eighty percent ages forty to forty-nine. I, I know because I know exactly what you're looking at. I've seen. Uh-huh. But right now, we know that forty-six percent of black men 
married or not, only 46% actually have children. Right? And we know out of that 46%, we know out of that 46%, 33% of them are married. So that eliminates, no, that eliminates half, that eliminates like one third of the men right there. You're speculating. You don't know what percentage of men don't have babies that are married. Like, and, and you yeah. don't know what percentage had children be out of wedlock before they got married. Like, come on now. We, like, stop. No, we, no, we can't do. We can't do that. We we can't do this thing where we put babies on men that that we don't even know about. We can't do that. Oh, your percentages is wrong. You're making assumptions and, and throwing out these assertions as if they're fact. Come on, let's just. I'm literally. I didn't really want to go right down this rabbit hole, but literally, if you just look at if you just look at the what the report that just came out in 2023 that actually points to this. No, just share your screen. You guys haven't seen that the National Health Statistics report that actually points to this. we've all seen it. Let's let's move away. It points to the fact that only 46 percent of black men have children. That means the other 54 percent don't. Kev, nobody, means. nobody has these conversations Kev. in the real world outside. Nobody, nobody's nobody. doing well, this, bro. You see yeah, what well, I'm here? I'm clearing up with, I'm, I'm clearing up with Courtney said because she, she's kind of making it seem like 80 percent of black men have kids and they don't. That's not true. No, sir. No, sir. You, you're stating because you're on, you're on a, a freaking platform that majority of these men are the freaking middle age. Okay, well, people, majority of people that listen. They're not yeah, most, of our audience, up. most of our audience is middle age. Yeah, that's true. Right. With, the, with well, or without the data, age, you can see that most black men don't have kids. Majority what? of middle aged men yeah. have kids. I don't know about that one. Stop yeah, middle age. <laughs> okay, so middle age. You got to take here. one stat and try to open it up. Marcus, oh, sorry, uh, hold on. I want to let Marcus uh, come in because this going to get me a headache. Yeah, well, it's only because Courtney's confusing the statistic. That's why. Marcus, what, what are your thoughts? What, what did you want to um, contribute? Uh, well, to, to, to quickly respond to what was just said, most most black men aren't 40 and above. Most black men don't even make it to that age, according, you know, to what? census data. No, that's true. Most most black men are in the age range what? of late 20s, early 30s. You can look that that's up. No, you but can look at this point. Let us finish the point. Oh my no, God. you can. No, it's, it's, if it's if it's Marcus, a lie, I thought you was going to add something completely different. No, no, I'm I'm going yeah. I'm going elsewhere <laughs> with it. I'm not. I'm I I didn't say that to begin an argument about that. So this is what I'll say. You know, during the time I've been listening, I heard things said about marriage. Um, let me just first put this out there that a lot of us, quote unquote, red pill or manosphere content creators have different opinions on things we don't all agree on the same stuff so to say that red the red pill community is x y or z while not accounting for those differences of opinion is kind of fallacious it's kind of weak everybody knows that i don't always rock with certain people's opinions in the manosphere i make that very known that's number one number two um as far as marriage is concerned what at least what I try to do and a few others is give the information, the real information that we know about marriage in the West, because everything that we're talking about relates to marriage in the West, not marriage as a whole globally, because other, uh, you know, spaces practice this differently. If you get on a plane, you'll see it. Right. So this is really a conversation about marriage and even family in the West. And, you know, this thing about most of this being, you know, about black people and messing up the black family. 
Um, there's a whole white manosphere that has these same conversations. They use stats and they uh, cite uh, divorce rates and things like that amongst white people. And they know niggas there. Right. But I don't think it's bad. First of all, let me say this. Being Dang, married. Not, that was first. Now you get to be, the first. <laughs> right. Being, but being married, being married does not make you a sin. Let me say that. Okay, that's my opinion. Tell Charles Faulkner that. Tell him and tell Charles Faulkner and Charles Merchant that. Well, he, they're Big listening. Town. I'm I'm sure they're listening. And I Charles never said that. Don't put words in my mouth, Gabe. Don't do that. Hold on. Don't come on. That. Go ahead, Mark. I, I've never said that. You just never. said black married black men are blue pill. I said you yes, said I did, but I didn't. I did not say there was a sump though. Is in blue pill a sump? That's not the same. Yes, it is. Blue pill a sump. Hey, hey, That's hey, exactly. I heard y'all talk a lot ahead, about Marcus. people interrupting people. I sat and I waited. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got okay. it. Go ahead. Mar you got it. Marriage and married people. That's def marriage is definitely a blue pill concept. There's there's no it's not even a debate there. It's not even a debate there. If you're gonna take red pill as a concept of accepting things as it is, facts, data, rationale, etc., then marriage is a red uh pardon me, a blue, definitely a blue pill uh concept. Does that make the guys who get married simps? Not necessarily. Can black men, can married men be simps? Absolutely. But marriage in and of itself does not mean that you're a simp. I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah, right. A lot of simps that ain't married. Exactly. I, I agree with that also. Now, uh, Sly, I will give you credit. Me and you have had conversations before. I will give you credit. There are uh things in the space, like you know, when when you say stuff like uh you know, a lot of these guys, you know, they, they claim red pill, but in their actions and in their daily lives, they are not. I agree with that. You know, one blow job away and all this other shit. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, but putting out information on marriage doesn't necessarily mean you're anti-marriage if the date is correct. Okay, you you guys can reject as much statistical data as you want on marriage and divorce in the West or even, you know, family court outcomes and things that of that nature, you can reject it all. You can say it's the white man's data or data can be skewed and abused and whatever. All these independent sources and official sources, because marriage and divorce is something that is on record. When people get married, that's paperwork. When people get divorced, that's paperwork. These things are recorded. So we know what the numbers are. This ain't a poll that people are taking. These are statistics based on Ooh. records. So we know well, that the facts. You want so, a five minute uh, segment? Like what? It's like yeah, seven, eight people on the panel. Sanction marriage is recorded, but there are Jews and Muslims who do not get uh, married through the state. So yeah. Okay, so I, I don't, I really don't understand what that, uh, again, did, did the, the, the numbers are, the numbers are on record reflect mm -hmm. a, a, a given thing so unless you know, numbers? i'm That's sorry no I'm, I'm not What's i'm not numbers? going into that right now because i ain't pulling up shit i'm on my phone talking you can do that yourself okay, if you if market. you if all i'm saying is at the end of the day what what at least i do and a few others do is tell men what is at risk making that decision i do not tell men not to get married i don't make fun of married men if you think that is true about me, pull up the video. All I'm saying is we give out this data. Make your own choices. I tell guys all the time, you want to get married? Your best option is to leave the West or leave the country to do it. I'm not anti-marriage. I don't make fun of married men. I don't call them names, right? What I don't like 
is when men who believe in that concept call us names and, and, and you know, say things about us that are untrue or even, uh, you know, pervert or misconstrue our message to other men. So we're not leading anybody astray. These are real things that we're saying to right. these guys. And they let's not act like you don't try to diss Mary, Mary man. Yeah, calling Mary man blue pill, blue pill is disrespect because blue pill and red pill, there's a difference. No, no, no. You've been talking for five minutes. You've been talking for five minutes, Mark. Let me wrap it up because we got a lot. Okay, no problem. So let me so let me respond to what he says. If you say you. I'm going to take it like you're talking to me. I, I am, because you just said married men are blue pill. So I am talking That's, to you. Yes. Okay, blue Okay, blue pill is not an insult. Blue pill it is, is an a, insult because no, it means it lack you, knowledge of if, the subject matter. Okay, Red pill so, is supposed to mean so, that you have the knowledge of it. So to say go, that married men are blue pill without having so, the information and knowledge of marriage, like actually it's disrespectful no, the, because mo most of us go hey, into marriage hey, with hey, bro, the knowledge. I, I, okay, so now I'm going to cut you off. Let him respond. Mark is less than 60 seconds and then we're going to move on. No problem. But, you know, if you want to take it as an insult, that is your prerogative. When I say somebody is blue pill, that is me commenting on how they see the world. It is not an insult to them. So you say uh, we have okay. a lack of. Bro, lack I'm not. Bro, bro, that wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't. Blue pill. That, bro, that wasn't a green light for you to talk. You see, saying that day, we're blue pill. Hey, hey, let, let, let him completely finish his point. I thought it was the red pill dudes that didn't have etiquette. Go ahead, Marcus. Oh, you've been talking no. for 10 minutes. Right. You like, like you're talking, but not saying. So you, you I, so I'm talking numbers, but don't want to say no more. Yes, you have talked the longest. Hey, Shorty, I know you ain't loading the whole Hold on. One at a time. We can't hear when multiple people are speaking at once. So, so to clarify and to conclude, blue pill is not an insult. It's a it's a it's a it's a concept of you know of of how you see life and you're free to live it that way if you want Thank to take you. it as an insult that's also your prerogative but blue pill Everybody doesn't necessarily hey bro you still cut me off look at the chat yay hey, come on like real talk okay we're gonna move on thank you marcus can i say um, one Oh, so I don't get to finish because he's in the room. You were done. No, I wasn't. I wasn't done. But no, it's cool. We got to move on. Right. I want to say something really quick, and then I know I want to get to Uncle Stu. Hey, Uncle Stu, I love you. Um, If Red Pill was so honest and they want to see life as it is, and then you have men that are wanting to be married but scared of it with your the lies of your facts, do you know that the majority of marriages that last that have a less than 20% divorce rate and the best sex, according to marriages, is from Christians? Okay. So you're so red pill. Actually, the longest marriage. If you, my God, this nigga back. And a drink. Oh, and take it back. No, no, no. No, no, no. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm going to give you an opportunity to give you a chance. Let her finish. No, Charles, let her is recorded by Christians and people that regularly goes to church, but no one wants to talk about that. 
Number one, if you want to be married, then that's a, the best setup is under a Christian under God. And for me, I thought the red pill was traditional, was conservative. Oh. All of that is under God. Hey, George, no. I just want to say this real quick and I'm all. You want to talk to me? No, um, Charles, you gotta wait a second because Uncle Stu has been waiting to speak. I'm, I'm gonna and just say this, that you... I'm off the panel. I'm gonna say this, and I'm off the panel. Please. Number one, whoever said they had to tell me something, you don't have to tell me a damn thing. Number two, what she just made up was a bold face lie because marriage existed thousands of years before Christianity. Number three, the reason why men don't want to get married is because marriage in the last fifty years did not benefit them anything. Statistically, that's true. It don't no, benefit you, but it benefits us. Bro, just say you don't want to get married. Or don't, yeah. We get it. We get it. No, we get it. Okay, we're going to move on to Uncle Stu. Uh, Uncle Stu, thank you for your patience. I, I apologize that it took so long to get to you. I'll Welcome drop down concrete. Y'all got to drop. Peace. Can y'all hear me? Yes, Uncle Stu, we can hear you. All right. First of all, I just want to take a deep breath everybody because i'm up here with some distinguished people so i am totally humble and honored to be up here with such distinguished guests um so much has happened so i i think i'm just going to sum it up in different ways uh first of all on the argument about men and single fatherhood i am a man who was able to get my child at six months over 28 years ago and successfully won that in court and she's 28 with a master's so we're I, I i argue with men and i know many men who has went to court fought for their child and won um and won uh i am of the same side as as, as my brother you know charles um george making we both come from, in theory, and I don't want to sound like I'm better or he's worse or anything. We come from two different sides of the track in different areas. But we come together because I'm a married man with a grandchild myself and has been married. Love it. I have been divorced. I never went through a lot of things that people talk about. I always argue when it comes to statistics, what side of the statistics you want to be on? Mm -hmm. George Megan and I is about the same in the same age range. I remember when I was coming up, they said one in three African Americans won't make it to the age of 24. I'm 56. So I can't go on statistics. The question becomes, what statistic do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the negative statistic or the positive statistics? Mm -hmm. Another thing, when you take a deep dive into these so-called divorce numbers, we also have to take the deep dive and analyze who is it that's getting divorced. Because when you take the deep dive, you find out that it's mostly people in the military, lawyers, doctors, and people that got these high, these high jobs that requires most men or most women not to even be at home. I'm also of the advocacy, as George has said, either you're going to hold men, men accountable, women accountable. I see that both sides are not holding accountability on both sides because in my in my marriage and I'm always going to say, yes, Courtney is right. Statistically speaking and marriagely speaking, 
you double your income. That's the fastest way to double your income. If I'm making 50 and my wife is making 50, we have a combined income of 100K. If we are both trying to do the same thing, move in the same direction, going the right way, then we already have those things laid out. The question becomes, are you really prepared for marriage? What is your purpose of marriage? I find that a lot of these marital arguments is coming from single men. Mm. A lot of marital arguments is coming from men that ain't never even seen a healthy relationship. You know, Megan just got finished talking about, uh, if I remember, and I want George to correct me if I'm wrong. He said, I come from the real hood where I see dysfunction, meaning if dysfunction looks normal, then what I think is normal is really abnormal. I came out of a two-parent home, so I know what it looks like. But if you don't come from that environment, you don't know what it looks like. So you try to create something that is functional in dysfunction. So I think what needs to happen is you need to listen to people who is actually functioning successfully in marriage in order to learn how to function correctly. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to dysfunctional women and you're listening to dysfunctional men trying to paint a picture of what functionality look like, you're already dysfunction. Great. Do I got you right? I mean, I mean, bro, am I right? Am I wrong? I mean, because if if I get up here and, and I have a platform where I'm talking about order and I'm talking about success and I'm talking about how to get things right, but you rather run to the platform of those who ain't got it right, don't want to get it right, but they're going to tell you about being right. Mm. Tell me mm. what we're supposed to do. If you think George platform is low, mine is extremely low, and I'm the one who's been through half of the problems you claim you had. You talk about, oh, certain men has had uh, uh, been abused in marriage. When I talk about it, I get maybe 100 people to see my stream. Mm-hmm. I've been there, done that, and successfully got out. Uh. When you talk trying to go after your child. If I throw up a stream about it, I get a hundred people. I've been there, done that. But look at somebody that ain't never been through what I've been through and just sit up there talking about the low-hanging fruit woman. Oh, y'all will get a thousand dollars a month, blow up stream and, and do everything else. It's real simple. It's real logical. There are certain women I'm not going to talk to. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go out here looking for low-hanging fruit women that can't produce and then expect her to produce. Mm-hmm. The only reason why you got OnlyFans because somebody's paying for that. Mm-hmm. The only reason why you got all these females doing what they doing is because somebody's paying for it. Who's mm-hmm. paying for it? So if you're supplying okay. and putting money in the pockets of dysfunction, Supply and demand. all they're going to do is stay dysfunctional. You better preach I, a word to today. Right. So, so, yes. so as the, so as the, let me ask you this. Oh, my bad, my bad. I forgot. Because, yeah. My wife's gonna run in here and talk and tell me I'm talking too much. <laughs> Don't tell them that. They're gonna call you a sip for that. Uh-oh. 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 
<laughs> but what 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 am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that if you want to be married, then talk to men who is already operating in marriage. Thank you. If you, if you live in the hood and you want to know how to get married and stay married and live in the hood, and I hate using that term hood because I don't want to sound like I'm better than anybody, then run to George Mason and learn how to handle how to do that. How do you come from a background where society tells you 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 you're felling you this you evil you this? Let him teach you how to get married, raise children, and live in that life. If you don't come from that background, let me teach you how to come from a life like this and organize and do the right things each and every single day. Because I'm going to tell you something, bro, it feel good when I ain't got to go through my phone trying to find out who I'm going to stay warm with tonight. Mm. Oh, come on now. Good to me when I know, hey, my bills paid in full. Yes, I pay my portion. Yes, I'm, I'm blessed that I can pay all the bills, but it's a blessing to know I got a certain amount of income on the side that can double what I'm already doing. You and just to keep it a buck, mo the majority of women in America, especially in these Americas, pay bills. The majority of us. So y'all talking to all this, oh, I take care of the whole household. A lot of y'all in the chat, don't don't lie, don't front. And, and y'all can look at the stats on that. That's the right. stat. And, okay. and, and, and I'm going to get even bolder. Mm -mm. I'm not just behind a the camera. There isn't a woman out here that can't call my home and verify what I say. Half the dudes don't even show you their wives. Mm -hmm. Thank, Thank you. Come on now. On panels has spoken on panels and has boldly said what kind of man I am. One of the things I learned when I used to go to church is that women don't look at the male pastor, they look at the first lady because that's how they're going to judge whether what the pastor say is true. Courtney can call my house. Mm -hmm. Mr. George can call my house. I already know the right. If George called my house, he's gonna hear my wife in the background. <laughs> All right, you know, I know your wife, so yeah. you that's right. You I love her. So, so, I'm here to say if you want to be married, then you got two married men. I thought it was three, but I know for a fact. You got two married men on this panel. Be glad to talk to you. Come from two different backgrounds, but I love that brother just as much as he loved me. What, what is the biggest thing he talks about? Hey, man, if you come from this side of the track, been there, done that, and I'll tell you how to get it together. I come from a different side of the track, but I can tell you how to get it together. My question to anybody is the one that's behind the camera. Are they behind a camera or are they behind a meme? Are they willing to show you their life or are they just willing to show you a knife? Because a lot of people are speaking from hurt and pain and not their key. All they're doing is another male factor of Cynthia G. Already, what type of woman not to get? Something wrong with you. If you're still in the same position six months from now that you were six months ago, you ain't learned nothing yet. If you ain't learned by 
the time you 35 and 45, you're still blaming your mama and your daddy for where you are, bro, you got more problems than worrying about the woman next door. Okay, I'll land the plane. I'm done. Thank you, Uncle I'm going to jump off after this. Um, okay, yeah, we're going to start final comments. Yeah, anyway, every, right. comments anyway. Everything ahead. that he said is 100 because, and what I said earlier, a lot of the brothers and sisters that's actually living this life for real, that actually show and prove, we actually cam up, we actually go places and mm -hmm. show our families and stuff like that. We don't got, black people don't follow us. Yeah, I actually, the sad part is you actually get more support from non-black people. And my organization, My Urban Nerves, it's more non-black people helping me. And it's disheartening. Not my own people. I come here and get made fun of by black men for being married. You know what I'm saying? But this is this is the issue, though, because I, I in all my videos with I love my people more than they hate themselves. And I pray to the universal creator most high that these words be enough to inspire you. I, I end all my videos with that, right? And the reason why I say that, because I hear a lot of statistics. And I want to put this in the minds of some of our brothers and sisters that 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 live on statistics. Hold, hold on, statistics, hold on, hold on George, I'm I'm interrupt you real quick, real quick. Uh, American Negro, my new YouTube channel is Sit at the Table with Uncle Stu. Appreciate you, but that old channel is just there, but that's not that's not where I'm posting today. It's Sit at the Table with Uncle Stu. I just want to put that out there, Brother Joe. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I got to get that from you, too, so I can subscribe to it. But okay. um, the, the part um, uh, uh, that's disingenuous when we start bringing out statistics is for Black people, especially uh, us Black Americans, the statistics is already set up to put us at the lowest of the low and make us look like animals and dogs because we have a we have a generational dysfunction already. We know this. We talk about it all the time. So it's funny how we can talk about our generational dysfunction. We can say, well, more than half of the black women is messed up. And you can have the Cynthia G and them channel say the black man is this and this. And then we got a nerve to pull out poor statistics out of our ass after we just talked about our dysfunction. Of course, we're going to be at the bottom of every goddamn thing. <laughs> so we, don't, we don't use common sense. So when you hear when you hear brothers like Uncle Stu and me and why I spent a lifetime on, on, on YouTube promoting family because I know what the statistics say. But I also know where they get this shit from. And I also know what we've been up against for the last 67 years. Mm. Uh, 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 in this country. So how can you pull out statistics when you know we have an overall dysfunction, period? Mm -hmm. period. So this is where I'm saying uh, the disingenuous the part. We can have a conversation. I don't have a problem with MGTOW Universe or Obsidian or other people. Like It's cool to have these conversations, but I think as, an, as adults, right, um, we got to get to a place where we can show working models of it first, because that's what our community needs, the black community. We, we mm -hmm. see working models. I, I, I spoke at an anti-violence uh, uh, um, uh, um, commission uh, about three weeks ago at St. Joe's University. The uh, governor, the mayor, everybody was there. And I said that we need, young black boys in the inner city need to see working models. I sold crack cocaine in my community because I saw a working model of it. I walked outside and I saw the dope boy with all the, all the big booty girls and cars. And I saw him get money. I saw the working model. I didn't see black men in suits gentrifying the community, saying, well, damn, I want to be like them. No, I saw. So what I'm saying is in these spaces, to make your point, show working models of it. Show, actually cam up, go outside and let people see you actually implementing what you're talking about. Stop just talking. 
Stop just talking. So if you want to be MGTOW, fine. Be MGTOW, but actually show men how to be it physically, not just talking in the space. Give it power. Put power behind it. If you want to be America, remember what I said. In these spaces, you have black people grow up in different spaces. And I'm no longer trying to make you be where I'm at. I'm not trying to do that no more. If you want to be married, then come talk to me. And I'll show you a working model of it. Uncle Stu will show you a working, a work, matter of fact, a work in progress model of it. Because it's a work in progress every day, right? Every day. If you, if, 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 if you want to be all those different things, it's just show and prove. But let's be, let's, let's be one thing. Let's just be one thing for black people in all these spaces. Stop with all those statistical stuff if you're not going to talk about the overall dysfunction. A lot of us work real hard to separate ourselves. You ain't got to live in the hood. Black dysfunction is black dysfunction. You can mm-hmm. move, you can live in the suburbs, but you're still not void of our, of our trouble that we have here in America as black people. And we, yeah, bring, that's true. we bring this, we bring this, this, this pain and this the thought process onto social media and is displayed in our behavior. So I always try to give what I tried to do was I seen a weakness in the game. So I said, well, maybe George, if you give them what they're asking for, they'll respond to it. But I learned the hard way. When I gave them what they said they was asking for, that's not what they really wanted. Because what what I and I'm in here, what I what I noticed was. Okay, show them marriage, show them children, show them this. But that that represented that you had to be accountable for something. Mm-mm. Oh, I want to just whine and cry, but I don't want no accountability. Mm. Oh, George, oh, we can't watch George. George is talking about being married and taking care of kids and uh, uh, actually sacrificing. So I really thought I was still, if I give them, I listen to the women, I listen to the men seven years ago. I said, if I create a channel and give them family shit, everybody's going to run over. And I was and one of my mentors that they're not going to run over to that because that means that they got to sit up right, tuck their shirt in and act like they got some sense. And most of our people ain't ready to do that yet. So I landed there. I'm, I'm so I, well, I got a, I got a question for you and Stu. So what's so what's the incentive for keep coming here if the red pill is by y'all's seems like y'all framework is staunchly opposed to marriage. So what's and the and the men in it are dysfunctional. So they shouldn't really be I married. That's what it sounds like. I never said see, that, again. This is what I'm saying. I'm gonna say this to you respectfully. I said mm-hmm. I, what I said was we have different men in different circles. Show working models of it. I said I don't have a problem with MGTOW, and if that's what you want to do, cam up. You heard me. Cam up and show working yeah. models. I'm not calling you anything. But, you know why? I, no, I'm, I'm talking. I'm asking for you. For no, you, what's you. your incentive? Bro, but he didn't say that, Ed. Brother, he didn't. You're, bro, you're I, listening to I, respond. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Listen to me. Listen I don't think you me. understood my question. That's no, all. I understood it well. I heard you. Hello, Judge. I, I can comprehend well, brother. I'm responding to it. I'm telling you. And I'm telling you based off of what you said with your words. I don't have a problem with you being red pill. That's what you want to be, fine. In, in America, all black people are not raised in the same place. We have different thought process and ideologies. Just show working models up. That's all I'm saying to make our people better. I got a problem when we bring out statistics, knowing we come from this, we talk about this function and then bring out statistics. That's what I got a problem with. But as far as yeah. you, I don't know you, Ed. I, well, I'm not even ready to feel. That's why, that's why well, I'm just a... I'm gonna answer your question. Yeah, we'll let Uncle Stu answer because we want to go ahead and wrap up. We've been on here for over four hours, and we know our guest has to go as well. Okay. (laughs) Nah, I don't come over here. Um, I'm over here. Sister George is married. Mm. 
was married. Mm. George is married. Mm. And uh, my understanding from the photos I've been receiving, Courtney Michelle is uh, on the, the market. Hallelujah. I'm over here with married people. That's one. Two, if you heard me say earlier, I have a whole new channel. And I'm going to be honest. I left my old channel because I got tired of struggling. I said to my wife and I've said to people in the background, I want to help my brothers. I'm a, I'm a very male-centered, minded individual. But what I was not going to do is wake up every single morning looking for low-hanging fruit women to say the same thing over and over and over again. When, when I walk outside my door, I do not see a lot of the stuff y'all keep saying is out here. And the few that I do, I don't even engage with it. I'm not going to engage with a half-naked woman, married or single. We ain't got no conversation. I'm not going to try to, to go and make a female that I know don't want to be a wife and then tell her how to be a wife. I, that I'm not going to do. But if okay, you want okay. to level up mentally, spiritually, economically, I can show you how to do that as a single man show you how to do it as a married man but if that's not what you want i can't force my knowledge my wisdom or my thoughts on anybody that don't want it the market dictates so if quote unquote certain areas of quote the manosphere only want to dictate just let me just split out and just talk about the low-hanging fruit then hey i respect where you are and I go and create another space in go. another place where I can speak about other issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm with you? Oh, okay. Because I, I, I asked that because I, did, I didn't want, because it sounded like I didn't, I mean, for y'all, I didn't want y'all to waste y'all time trying to, you no. know, help quote unquote correct. So, that, so it sounded no, like you found you moved to another for, space. Wouldn't, so wouldn't I, it I make sense it. for men? Wouldn't it make sense for men who are married to also be associated with the space because the space is giving black men options? Like, should wouldn't it make sense that that like you're you're you, there are multitude there are a plethora of options? Even MGTOW highlighted that in his comment that I mean his super chat. Uh, why why can't um, a healthy black family be one of the options that's introduced to the space? Or that that's fine. Yeah, yes, that that's fine as long as you know what comes with it, which is they. They both said they learned the hard way. It comes with mm-hmm. nobody watching. That's life. Uh, and that's life. So, but that's life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, real quick too. So, I, you yeah. know what, Rose? Something that mm-hmm. I, I want to say this as a black man, because mm-hmm. I think something that gets misunderstood. As a black man, you think I don't see what go on in the courts? You think I don't see that it's not fair? You don't. You think I don't know at any given time my wife can look at me and say, "Hey." She can go down to the courthouse and get a restraining order and take my son away from me. System is set up that way, right? But the way I live, like my like my pre- preachers always say, all oh, what that got to do with me? Right. What that got to do with me? That ain't my life. That's not the life that I lived. That's not the life I live. I'm very aware aware of what's going on. That's why I got to get with Slime. We got to talk about the 2030 agenda. We already know what the government is doing, how they're trying to abolish marriage and bring in so much other stuff. But that's a whole other conversation that that I that I noticed none of them have because they're not ready for that conversation. Mm. They don't understand what's really happening. 
I do. That's why I, that's why I'm anti everything that I see what the government is pushing. They pushing this, I'm pushing marriage. Because they're trying, it's a system that's set in place. It's not something that's just happening because uh, people just lost the chromosome and we just went stupid. No, you're being told what to do and they, they create these systems to make it uh, where you don't want to be married. But it's done for a reason. But we got to pay attention. So no, I see everything that's going on. I, I got eyes, I got sisters and brothers and I see what's outside. I, I understand. I went to court too and got custody of my, uh, of my, my second oldest daughter. I, I got custody, full custody of her. Yeah, so I understand how it go. So don't think just because we marry and we champion marriage that we don't understand some of you guys' plight. I sat and watched my homie cry. One of my best friends cried because he had to go to the courthouse just to see his son because him and the mom, he, him and the mom was having issues. So in order for her to get back at him, she took it out on, on her son. I seen all that. I'm not, I'm not oblivious to that. But that's not all women. That's not, that's not the totality of the community. Is it, man? Like y'all gotta stop, man. Stop yeah. thinking that we don't know. Yeah. Thank you, George. Because I do think that that was important to highlight. Well, Go ahead, baby. Start sorry. The I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah, we definitely have to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're yeah. going to start the process to wrap it up. Um, a huge shout out to George and Macon for coming through. Um, we yeah. definitely, definitely enjoyed his commentary. Um, Uncle Stu, give us your final thoughts. If you want to be married, go find people who are married and mm -hmm. learn what to do, how to do it. And when we, when I use the word pro and con, it simply means sometimes we as men, we got to play alpha. Sometimes you just got to listen. And it doesn't mean that you're weak. Learn how to lead a family. Learn how to lead children. Not every woman is there to fight you. As long as you know what you're trying to do, she know what she's trying to do, and y'all going in the same direction, no problem. But if you know you're not ready, just man up and say, I'm not ready. If I'm talking to women, you know you're not ready. Don't act like you're ready because this is not for the weak. It's for the strong. Mm -hmm. And that's all I got to say. Well, Uncle Stu, you definitely came thank and preached you. a good word today. So we thank you. Honey, pass the collection oh, plate. You. Listen, yeah. it was great. Um, but we definitely appreciate you, Uncle Stu. Um, All everybody right. go and sub um Uncle Stu's new channel is seat at the table with uncle Stu, um so if you guys are looking for his content definitely definitely go and support um uncle Stu. thank you yeah. so much um so and oh i'm gonna drop down all right thank, thank you, you. thank y'all all right um also go and support george macon if anybody can um go and grab his link. I think they dropped it earlier, but yeah, if someone can uh, grab his link and, and drop it in the chat, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Jay, why are you asking me that? Is Daryl talking shit about me? I don't know. Like, what's wrong? Like, why Why wouldn't I go over there? I go over to everybody's chat. Don't do that. Oh okay. Uh, Ed, what are your final thoughts? Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm about to say, uh, First of all, thanks for having me. It's been a long time. I come up here try to give a, a a different perspective or my perspective. But I just want to say, uh, 
if you had to come to the internet to try to learn how to be a husband, you, you could. You probably should just give that shit up and don't worry about it. Mm. And that, that's it. You, you ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, that's an interesting take, though. So if you have to come to the w internet to learn about women and the nature of women and how women operate, mm. are you cooked as well, I wonder? Mm. I'm just, I'm just, just curious. Come on. Mm. Mm. Courtney, while you at it, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll say this. I think that a lot of Black women say they're strong and independent because they say they don't need a man. I think this red pill manosphere is doing the exact same thing. I'm strong. I'm red pill. So I know what life really is and I don't need a woman and I don't need to be married. It is the exact same thing. Strength is being vulnerable to someone and being able to show your whole entire self flaws and all to someone and letting them have the decision if they going to love you in spite of it. And when you find someone that does, the strength of being able to show who you really are and to allow someone to love you in spite of it, that is strength. That's what makes me a strong black woman is because I'm able to be vulnerable. My man just texts me, you know, baby, I need you now. Oh, baby, I need you. Like it's who don't want that? Honey, tell me. Who that. wants to live this life alone and not secure in a relationship? Who does like we too old to be fighting back and forth. And I've made up my mind that I'm not listening to no goddamn talking points no more. You know, they say that if you want to hide something from black people, you put it in a book. And it's so true because people will regurgitate what they hear but don't even have the strength enough or the knowledge enough to even fucking read for themselves. And when I started reading and opening the motherfucking book, I was like, it's lies. And we keep feeding ourselves lies. We are our worst enemy. We are what's keeping ourselves single. We are what's keeping ourselves lonely. Life is not meant to be alone. And this space is making men be alone. That other space, the queen maker and all that shit is keeping women lonely. And you're going to have to have some women and some men strong enough to say, no, fuck them and fuck this. We need each other. There ain't no better feeling no better purpose than to serve your mate and your mate to serve you. We need each other. Mm. That's always been what I've stated and I've been very consistent and call me whatever the fuck you want to. I don't care because strangers don't validate me. I got my validation and I pray and I hope that other people get theirs. Thank you, Courtney. 
We right. appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming through and definitely coming through and dropping all the, the knowledge. So thank you, sis. We definitely all right. Appreciate I appreciate that. I love y'all. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, sweetie. Kev C, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Hey, first of all, thanks for letting me up, ladies. I only came up to answer the marriage question and somebody because somebody kept asking why, why, why would you get married? I'm like, well, because you're making kids. And there are men who want that, there are women who want that. And if you're gonna do that, then you know, um, it's always my recommendation that you do that within the construct of marriage. Uh, we know that people aren't doing that, and which points to you know some of the dysfunction that you see out here. So one of the easiest, one of the best ways to actually get rid of that is to invest in family, community, community building, and all the other stuff that comes along with it. Uh, you you can't have two you can have a, you can't have two separate communities where you have uh, married couples raising kids and doing great and amazing things. And you can't have a dysfunctional community where, you know, there's a bunch of, you know, people who are uncoupled with somebody and they got a you know bunch of kids all over the place. That's where you're going to get all the dysfunction. That's what makes, that makes it very simple to me. So if you're making kids, then, you know, do that within the construct of a marriage. And that's what I actually encourage. Now, if you don't want that, and that's the other thing too, it's, I don't see it as my job or, or any, or my interest to try to, you know, uh, coerce or, or actually encourage you. The people who want it are going to do it. It's very simple to me. So they're going to seek out people naturally on their own, whether you got the training when you you know grew up, which whatever you got or didn't get from your parents, the people who actually want family are going to seek that out and they're going to make that happen. My only requirement, you know, and I can't force this on you, but I would say this is a societal requirement and a general requirement. And, you know, and I would encourage it very much that if you're going to do that and you're going to make kids do it within the construct of marriage, so that way we can actually have the communities that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. That would be my take on it. And the only other thing with the red pill manosphere or red pill or black manosphere and all this other stuff. I see it as a way to actually, uh, you know, I guess it can be dangerous if you consume too much of it and then you kind of internalize the, I guess there's misogyny and all the other stuff. But there's, uh, if you look at it in terms of actually being informed on what's going on out here in the world, as far as, the, as it relates to relationships, then, you know, I see it as a, as a tool and anything that you can use, use that to your advantage, but the stuff that's, uh, you know, destructive, get rid of it. And it's very simple to me. So that's kind of how I do it when I talk to young men. And by the way, most of the young men that I talk to, they don't even know anything about this stuff. They don't they don't know about the red pill. They don't know about the black manosphere. They, they, they couldn't tell you any content creator or anything. And I don't even ask them. But when they ask questions, you know, uh, some of it does relate to what I hear in these spaces. So I just give them the information. And I always, you know, and, and everything starts with me as it relates to, again, if you're going to make kids, do it within a construct of family. And now I'll leave it right there. But thanks for letting me up, ladies. Thank you guys take care. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you. I think that that is a word, and I agree wholeheartedly. But thank you, thank you for your contribution. Thank you, Kev. Mictal, what are your final thoughts? <sighs> Man, it's, it reeks of hopium in here. It makes me sick to my stomach. You love it. Um, <laughs> uh, as far as like the, the topic, um, I think the manosphere has done great things. It's not perfect, of course. Um, it certainly isn't as wild as it once was. Um, I, again, for me, it's just all about ideas. I don't care who it comes from. Um, it, that is, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter um, whether it comes from Miss Pearlie or Kevin Samuels or anyone else who claims they're not part mm -hmm. of the manosphere. That's fine. Um, just ideas. And if men are are more aware of the dangers of getting married is so on and so forth, the court systems, then absolutely, then uh, it, 
men are better off for it. Now, it's a perfect no. You have you you do have your weirdos in the manosphere, of course. Um, as far as marriage specifically, uh, <laughs> uh, for the men that want to get married, or for the men that are married, um, I wish you the best of luck. Um, you're gonna need it, uh, and um, yeah, I will. I, I don't want to tell men what I used to take that stance, but. You want to get married if you want to take the gamble if you want to roll that dice by all means but um when you fail and when you get bent over there's no crying because you knew better you knew better thank y'all so much i appreciate it y'all have a lovely day thank you migtow we appreciate you bro all right thank you migtow um super sly you still there thank you so much <laughs> first of all we 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 had no clue what we were getting into by opening the floodgate, but ooh, I got a headache. Are you gonna ever come back over here? Oh, for sure. <laughs> but as long as everybody sees how crazy everybody sounds, I'm good enough. That's good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Super Slide, this was an excellent interview. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I am so sorry that we didn't do this earlier. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> but I just really want to thank you for coming over and um, spending half the day with us because we didn't really just stole this shit. Um, but thank you so much. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you. You didn't have to do this, so thank you so much. I really I'm humble. Thank you. So, anytime. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. It was dope. They sound crazy, though, don't they? <laughs> Okay. Incredibly. Okay. Well, we're used to it. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's see all the clips and videos for the next week after this. Because you know so. we getting cursed out right now. Probably oh, getting yeah. cursed out on about five people no, right now. Is, I, <laughs> I was like, God damn, here they come. <laughs> I was like, oh. Sister George, just let them do it. And they ain't say nothing. They let the niggas out. You already know. Ooh, we. But um, what are your final thoughts on the entire descent overall? Do you have any final words as it relates to the crazy panel and the discussion that we've had over the topic? I would just just like the rabbit hole. When you dive too deep, you look and sound a different way. Just don't put all into it. Like take bits and pieces, whatever applies to you. If it works for you, knock yourself out. But when you go out of your way to kind of disparage and to prove your points, like, no one's listening to you at that point, but no, you know, like I said, a lot of these guys, it just sounds like they just too, too far gone. And they just, it's hard for them to pull back. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> They've gone too far. They've gone off, off the deep end. I mean, I wish everybody well, I wish everybody, you know, to be find that person for them. Um, but the, the sad reality is a lot of people are not going to find that person, you know, and you can start to see how, the cracks are starting to show with some of these people when they when they speak, they're still angry. A lot of a lot of angry people, a lot of angry rhetoric you heard. But you know, once they they got to do that that that, in, that that internal work until they can do that, it's not going to work out for them. I completely agree wholeheartedly. If you guys have not clicked the link and went over to Super Slide page, he does a variety of cons content. I don't know what you would consider your page now, but. Literally, he's always this insightful, this logical, and always I don't know my damn. So I, yeah, every every six months, I'm I'm like, what do I what pivot? What pivot? And I just don't I don't know at this point. So, well, check him out because he has a variety of different things over there on his channel, and make sure y'all sub to his channel and support the brother. 
Absolutely. Um, thank you so much again yes. um, for coming through and bringing us to your presence today. Yes. And keeping up the shit because this, this show, I'm going to be like, it's super slow. <laughs> oh, this, no, I'm going to be real. Fit. It was super slow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. You ain't we will be doing this again. Probably on. <laughs> Like it'll be a different tempo though. We'll just say that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anytime, anytime. I'd be humble. Yeah, always. Well, thank, thank you so much. Enjoy the time. rest of your Sunday. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, thank you again, and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, my wife is giving me the evil eye, so that, that's my time. So. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Yep. Super Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your, your day, ladies. Thank you. You too. Bye. Danny, what are yeah. your thoughts? Uh, what's your thought? Baby, don't nobody get married. Fuck it. Just don't. Uh, <laughs> shit. Ooh, we we let we, we so <laughs> listen. We ain't did nothing but let the blue pill men come over here and talk on the panel. And you we 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 let the red pillars get interrupted and we was uh, dropping down red pill, red pillars, and you know, we felt biased. I'm done. Showing, you know, all the things, all the things. They Baby, got content for days. For days. Um, if y'all use us, use our content, send us a couple dollars. That's all I ask. That's and all I ask. A good picture of us. We got some good pictures. Don't, don't take if you post a bad picture. I'm putting your shit. Because y'all play too much. Y'all use a bad uh clip of it. We 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 uh what you calling y'all? I'm flagging y'all. <laughs> I got my good eye on y'all ass. Okay, okay. Concrete ass mm-hmm. has been frozen the whole stream, baby. She been froze. Oh, that's how they know. be getting. I, I, have no, I have no. No, that's when when I'm looking crazy. I have no clue at this point what it is. Uh, then change my internet provider. Then you know, change my laptop. Uh, who knows? I, I, maybe I'm in a dead zone. But um, this was a girl, dead... and I gotta read the super chats. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Shout out to KFC. Thank you so much for the super sticker. We greatly appreciate you. Shout out to Dane C. He said, Red Pill, part of marriage is her being on his program. Um, Absolutely. And I think that's a really, really great point that you made, Dane C. I hate that I didn't read it during the show. It would have made a great point. But thank you so much for that. Um, Shout out to American Negro. He said, when everybody stops messing around, you will find that the nuclear family is the only way. Stop dating ratchets and you will be successful. That's how men and women. Shout out to you for that. Um, American Negro is a great super chat. Um, a shout out to Leo Anthony. Um, he said, you have men shaming women for not having their kids in marriage, but shaming men not to get married, period. It makes no sense and is hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Foolishness. A whole word. Thank you so much for that, Leo. That's That sounds like some goddamn common sense right there. You know, a lot of these niggas on here. Okay. Thank you so much for that. And shout out to a lady 747. She says having 50% plus um a physical custody of kid of the kids is taking accountability. Ladies, mm. don't let them tell you otherwise. Mm. A lady, if you didn't been a single mother and you didn't had to do everything, yeah. <laughs> then you already know. Ooh. Um and 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 p- paying 50% or you, yeah, girl, you said a word, a, a word, because it's plenty of work, plenty. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for that. 
Shout out at seat at the table with Uncle Stu. He said, salute, salute. Thank you so much, Uncle Stu. And we really yes. enjoyed your commentary. So thank you so much for coming through. Um, Shout out to you again. He said, I got custody of my child when she was six months old. Men can win custody. Over the past 15 years, men have won their children in court. Um, and not to say that that's an easy fight or, you know, you're just going to be able to walk in court on your first go round and it happened. Um, and we do know that a lot of the court systems are, are, are flawed. We know that. We know that the court system is flawed. Yeah, of course. I don't, nobody <laughs> came here and denied that. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's possible to get court custody of your kids. Um, but it's not necessarily probable still at this stage. And at this point, we know why we've seen it. You know, everybody's yeah. got the uh, memo, but, um, it was definitely great points brought about on that, on that end, especially from you, Uncle Stu. So we definitely thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dane C. He says, Jerry, Jerry, J listen, when Rogish came up and was cussing, baby, I was like, oh my God, that's the femininity like. come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a shout out to Grinch. Grinch, Listen don't you Grinch. owe me 40 more dollars, nigga? Oh. Where my money? No, I'm kidding. Um, Grinch, <laughs> he said, Y'all are trying to communicate a message to people that are suffering and damaged from positions of financial and mm -hmm. emotional security. The fuck you expect when they wounds are still open. Y'all oh. trolling. And Courtney isn't now. Grinch, see, you that wasn't nice. I was always with you. Like he ain't gonna do right. He ain't gonna do right. Um, shout out to AM1. He says, not being married is everyone's natural state. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't my okay. natural state. Me being married is in my natural state. I'm in my natural habitat. I mean, I'm a wife, I'm a wife and a mother. Married. That, I don't, that was kind of pointless, but. Yeah, I'm a okay. wife and a, a mother. I'm in my natural habitat. Marriage looks. I'm a wife awesome. and a mother before anything. <laughs> Period. Mm. <laughs> They're gonna be like, but you was a single mom first. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I know you niggas. Um, a shout out to Leroy. Leroy said, "This is some premium gaslighting going on." Bravo. Bravo, mm. god damn it, bravo. I I take all compliments. And a shout out to Eugene Steele being a member for two freaking years. Two of them, two whole years. So thank you so much for that, Eugene. He oh. said a type of marriage is whatever the couple makes it out to be. You ain't never lied, child. You ain't never lied. Shout out to Will and Jada. Okay. Um, a shout out to Shakanulu. Mm -hmm. He says, so how come the whole panel ain't cammed up since camming up makes you so dope? Who went cammed up? I don't think that was the point. Um, people on the panel that weren't, weren't cammed up, he was saying, he, the same thing is show your work. That if you're promoting a certain thing, that you should be showing the benefits of it, actually modeling the benefits of said thing. Like, um, what's his name that's always um, getting married to the foreign women? Pablo, <laughs> yeah, like you, you should be showing, show your work. You said he always getting married to the foreign women. 
I'm saying at least he he you know never mind just go Pablo be, do be showing the hoes. He do be showing the hoes. I so he showed do shout out to the passport rolls, goddamn. He's showing the work. Okay, okay. Uh shout out to number sixteen. He said, because you sold drugs. He said, nah, you sold drugs because you were just lazy and had no morals. God Listen, damn, if we just talked about black men not giving each other grace, there you go. Baby, he was like, you sold them damn drugs because you was a thug out here. Yeah, yeah you were a pookie. <laughs> God. We do not enjoy endorse drug dealers on here at the breakdown. No, we don't. <laughs> you gotta put that out there. You know what I mean? We are not mm -hmm. asking where the drug dealers is at. We are no. not announcing that the drug dealers are outside. That is not us. Okay. But I give grace to black folks unless you do certain things. But anyway. Mm. Shout out to my my he says at the end of the day being a naysayer is easy it takes nothing but hot air grabbing your sack and going <laughs> after what you want isn't <laughs> that's funny if marriage isn't for you shut the fuck up and go on about your business ain't no hurting you tell them bro curling I likes that. Period. <laughs> Baby, we got He said that with his chest. He said you that. Can't be talking chest. about grabbing your sack. <laughs> That's my job. Good night. I'm about to go. That is my job. Shout out to NJ Prophet. He said this space isn't keeping men single nor women. There's a serious cultural problem going on, and men are just bringing awareness to it. Men and yeah. women, and women, and women. <laughs> I think that there is a benefit, and I meant to say this: like there is a benefit. I think that like spreading awareness and women uh, put up a front, but now we recognize that our shit stinks, and we may not ever publicly acknowledge it, but we recognize that men see or men recognize that our shit stinks, and yeah, that is, I think that for that reason, there is a benefit to the space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really think this was a really, really great conversation. Girl. It took a lot of twists and turns, child. I don't even want to stream up on Wednesday because listen, what what you mean? Oh, never mind. We talked about it, but um I know this was I thought it was still a, a very good like oh this was a very, very good show. I enjoyed it all the way through, baby. Like I haven't even my Sunday dinner is downstairs waiting to be cooked, and it's five o'clock. 30 fool girl you better order takeout and cook it for monday oh. girl i already uh have my chicken marinating so go it can, if it, you marinated for 24 hours baby you know that's a mississippi my husband about to be no we having a cooking competition tonight i told him we was having our competition tonight so i gotta cook oh, you a bad girl girl be, especially yeah, after dealing chicken, with all you know. these people you better get off and burn you some sage. Yeah, go burn you some sage because uh you gotta clear up out of clear up out of My all this energy. Honey. He do all that, but yeah, I, I should. Yeah. Um shout out to absolutely. Um huge shout out to Supersly75 for coming through. If you guys have not subscribed, he has two channels, heavily flawed individual and super 75. So if you guys have not subscribed, go subscribe. 
Super Sly be over there kicking the knowledge. Um, also, he be into the metaphysics and the esoteric, which I absolutely love because I love that type of stuff. So, and the psychology. So, if you guys are looking for some good content pertaining to that, definitely go subscribe. He also get off into relationships and marriage and stuff like that too. So, definitely go subs subscribe to Super Sly. Shout out to everybody who came through on a panel. The panel was, baby, I felt we felt like stars over here today. It was some stars. Baby, it was yeah. real good. We yeah, had some stars over it. here today. And mm -hmm. shout out to everybody that came through. Shout out to everybody that oh. sent us a super chat. We got a cash app too, and I forget. Oh. I meant to read it. Uh I got it pulled up. Okay. Um, thank you. That was Kane. Kane, he said, um, oh, well, supporting you this much love and respect. Thank you, Kane. We appreciate thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody that came through. Please hit the like button if you haven't shared the stream. Share the stream. Um, this was mm -hmm. a productive conversation. Nobody got called a bitch, so we're we're really grateful for that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Also, shout out to everybody within these spaces, honey. I ain't nobody's enemy. And I, I ain't necessarily none of y'all friends either, but I am definitely not the enemy. Um, but shout out to y'all. Um, everybody keep pushing. Um, huge shout out to everybody that came through. Hit the like button on your way out. Subscribe to all these channels, especially the people yeah. that was up on the panel. They was all great. Keep it 100. You had um Uncle Stu, you had George Macon, you had MGTOW mm. Universe. That damn Courtney Michelle, Obsidian. Charles Faulkner, yeah. Obsidian, Charles. Ed Unchained, yeah. Gabe. Mm -hmm. Gabe, baby, it was action packed the whole time. Well, yes. hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I would tell y'all. We got more comp. stuff for y'all all month long. Remember, this is our anniversary month, so we got some. Y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. I would tell y'all to wear condoms, but we know y'all don't get no ass, but so we just gonna tell y'all to stay safe. <laughs> I'm kidding, I kid, I kid. Uh, <laughs> am I? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. About to say, protect y'all palms. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> you when you get me cutting up. <laughs> <laughs> Concrete to tell me to put no. on the rubber gloves. <laughs> Oh, listen. Good night. Good night. Thank y'all so much for coming through. We are out. Hard. You hard on the cousins. You hard on the cousins. Mm -mm -mm. We out, y'all. <laughs>